Painkiller Already, episode 243. We are live. This episode of PK is being brought to you by Next Issue, where they've got any magazine you could ever want right in your pocket. And it's also being brought to you by uh, Authors on Acid. We've had them before. The, uh, it's the greatest thing to happen uh, to an app store since Game of War used Kate Upton's tits to get more downloads, apparently. So we'll talk more about those later in the show. <laughs> Did you say that, or was that in the in the, the read? That was in the read. I like a company with personality. Yeah, good. Get some. The hope. rest of the reads even better. So look forward to that. Oh, that sounds cool. I actually like both yeah. these companies. I, I hope that they can keep sponsoring us because uh, I, I don't know, cool products. Yep. Anyway, painkiller already. So how you guys doing? Good. It's a long day. Peachy. Yeah, Very Kyle. Long day. Yeah. You work today. You got your haircut. You got your haircut. You're filming. Those things yeah. are related. <laughs> yeah, we we, uh, we filmed a, a video today with that uh, that parrot gun. So that was fun. Blew up a bunch what of shit. What is that? It's a cannon. Small cannon. It shoots a pound and a. A parrot gun sounds to me like a little tiny gun on one of those little right? tiny drones. Something yeah, you like shoot birds ride. with. It's uh, it shoots a pound and a half uh, bullet. Uh, it's like uh, I think it's thirty-seven millimeter. Wow. So that um, would kill a bird, but you probably um, use yeah, it. yeah. Uh, Many you, can, you can load it with uh, you can load it with birdshot too, and make it a uh, a two-pound shotgun. So it's shooting you know what thirty-two shells worth of shot. If it were a shotgun, so, would it be a point three gauge? Am I doing no, it right? It would, <clears throat> it would. You're not. It would be like a uh, two gauge or a three gauge. If I had to guess off the top of my head. Mm. Have you ever seen those punt guns, like from old timey, where they have that giant rifle that's so, or the shotgun that's so big they have to have a stand like five yards away from them to hold the gun? I've seen them mounted on boats. Yeah, yeah, on boats as well, and they can shoot at a flock of doves or whatever they're shooting, and like thirteen of them just drop. It shoots a massive load of shot. Uh, They're they're illegal now, but they used to, uh, and I think they would shoot ducks when they. I think they would like go up the into an area where the ducks were in a boat, and then they'd all like kind of jump and try to fly away, and then they'd hit them with this cannon of a shotgun and take them all out. Very unfair. Not very sporting. <laughs> Not very sporting at all. No. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we had a good time today. We I, um, lot, blew up a lot of shit. We, um, we took a grill-sized propane tank, and, uh, and I like dangled it, if you will, a few feet off the ground, and uh, shot clean through that with the cannon. And that made an enormous fireball. And then um, I made kind of an exploding concrete wall. Uh, and uh, that exploded real nicely. And, and then we did some uh, exploding toilets. So we got a lot of, had a lot of fun with that uh, cannon today. And we got Elvis involved, as you guys saw in the pictures. Oh, I did see that. I didn't want to bring it up because I wasn't sure if you're at liberty to discuss the king and his involvement <laughs> videos. But what, what was up with that dude? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of um, costumes make everything better. Like, no matter what, like, like anything, what, what, funeral, let's get everybody dressed up yeah. like Star Wars, have a little fun with this, you yeah. know, uh, anything, you, any event, any, any day-to-day activity, going to McDonald's, let's dress up, why not? I think costumes make everything funnier and better. So, uh, you know, he, Eric showed up with a, a, an Elvis costume, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. I think the anniversary of Elvis dying on the toilet's coming up soon, so <laughs> we'll have you in the background dead on a toilet, and then right before we blow it up, we'll be like... Elvis, get out of there! You don't want to repeat a last time. And then he gets up and like does a little. Oh, thank you very much. And like like a kick and like runs runs for his life. And then you know the, the toilet starts ex- the toilet start exploding. So I think it's gonna be fun. We're gonna upload that uh, soon as soon as it's back from the editor. 
Yeah. Have you ever gone to a funeral in costume? Because that's something that you have to make sure other people are on board with. He did. He dressed like as a normal person wrong. as they would go to like a wedding ceremony. He dressed up as a normal human being and went to a wedding ceremony that um, the other people did not agree with that attire. Now that was no. fun. Of normalcy. That that was funny. But no, I've never not a funeral. I've never. Uh, I've only been to a handful of funerals. But I, you know, I, I think it'll be fun though. I, I think that would spice everything up. But you can't show up like on your own, dressed up like Luke Skywalker or something like it. it that's not. Gonna I mean, work. you could because then you would start some discussions. Who's the crazy guy dressed up as Luke? No, you, you look pretend, like, the you pretend yeah. like the body is Han Solo and he's in the carbonite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bring a slave. Those movies with you. are such shit. If you're a fan of that, you're just a, 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 a pawn of George Lucas. They're such shit. They're such shit. I'm looking forward to the new ones, though. I think they're going to be good. Because they're not made by there. George Lucas. No, I... Is it, oh, actually... I, I've been re-watching, not recently, but like a year ago, I rewatched the Star Wars and such. Poor soul. I'm sorry. The more current ones, the prequels, were better than I remembered. And the original ones were worse than I remembered. Which is not to say the prequels were better than the old ones. I, I had an issue with the prequels and all their fucking politics and the Senate voting and that, that crap. It just, like, God, you know, it's like being in school, learning taxes. But um, that's uh, something I wish they taught in school taxes. Oh, I learned how to perhaps you'd like an accounting drugs degree. and alcohol, but <laughs> I don't learn about taxes. <laughs> they, <laughs> but not, not just accountants should know how to do taxes. We all should know how to do taxes. They should teach that shit in the 10th grade. They, they should. should continue till you graduate. You should mm -hmm. be able to graduate without knowing how to pay your fucking taxes. It's I just counterintuitive. A, I took accounting in 11th and 12th grade, or 10th and 11th, one of those. Well, well your school had a lot more money than most people. Went to Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure when you guys were lounging in the school pool, figuring out which elective you wanted to pick, rocket ship flying, <laughs> <laughs> gymnastics, like, you know, it was a big concern. But the rest of us don't have accounting it's, classes. I, I learned to type on a typewriter, okay? Like, don't give me that just, okay. in well, my that's, head. It, that's it's an not, anomaly, too. It's not Nobody like else that. learned to type on a typewriter, except for what. It's, yeah, right. It's not like that in my head. In my head, I took accounting. I took another course called business while everyone else was taking like wood shop and metal shop and photography and shit that I wish I was taking. My dad would be like, yeah, I ended up taking that. <laughs> but uh, my, my dad was like, um, you know, no, you have to take accounting. You have to take business. Learn to balance a checkbook. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just felt like I was missing out on part of that education, which is probably gone now, too. But understood why balancing a checkbook was so hard that's just math that's just subtraction and that's addition. just math you're right that is okay, just right. math it's just subtraction and addition though you've got your you know your balance and then you subtract the money going out and add the money going in i've never understood why someone couldn't I'm like curious have you actually balanced a checkbook like i was gonna say way? this is a skill set that is right next to your typewriter education this will never be a thing truthfully i don't even balance my checkbook on them like I just i've never of, even written a physical i don't check. use checks because it's yeah. not 1993 i use a credit card like a normal person like, i um, who uses checks i i well i use some checks I I tell me tell sometimes. me cheers kyle do you like receiving correspondence? That's different, from... <laughs> though. That's different. That's, <laughs> well, not, I, that's not down at the grocery market paying for groceries, writing a check. You've never written me a check. Or Matthew Woodward. I have written. written I wrote a check, check yesterday. Physically written a check. Um, yeah. I wow, can what an age we live in. It depends, though. Some things you're doing are accustomed to paying for a check. You know, certain services is either cash or check. 
it's more of a hassle to give them a card in, in, or they won't take a card. If you pay a tradesman, especially if they're self-employed, they often prefer check because they get the full amount. Whereas a credit card will suck away like three to five percent of right. the money. And, uh, you know, for them, they're like, ah, you know, that's like 50 bucks, you know, off my thousand. Can you, you know, they, they'll just ask, you know, hey, can you write a check instead? It's like 50 bucks yeah. for me. Yeah. But for most people's day to day, including paying bills, it's all done online. Right, well, right. I, I like them at, of me at a store uh -huh. pay for a seven dollar and thirteen cent set of groceries with a check. Oh, that's going <laughs> to bounce. So was, Kyle and Chiz have this thing about me. They're like, Woody's all right. He's a good guy. Um, you know, whatever, like anyone else, I sometimes make my mistakes. It's or, rude. He never sends any mail, like a birthday card or anything <laughs> like that. Don't but, forget those. But Matt Woodward. one year, but he didn't send it. Matt Wo <laughs> <laughs> But no. Matt Woodworth is awesome. He always knows just what to say. Whenever, whenever they get a letter from Matt Woodworth, he knows. Yeah, he's, it, it, Kyle's like, I got a letter from Matt Woodworth. It's checks. They're, I'm just sending him checks because uh, oftentimes, like, PKA pays me and then I'll pay out you know the people I send ta oh, Taylor's PayPal but um uh and they're always like yeah what do you know yeah just you correspond with Matt Woodworth it's a good day. it's a it's one way it's never like bad news like oh really Timmy <laughs> fell in the well yeah. <laughs> the crops are dying <laughs> plague no it's cash it's yeah. cash for we're not you pen pals it's a one-way discussion it's just he only sends and we just receive yeah yeah. I'm gonna start sending stuff back, random stuff, yeah. not not money or anything. <laughs> right. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm gonna pretend like we're pen pals. I'm just gonna start writing letters and stuff. But I think that's a lost art. I feel like it would be nice to have a pen pal. I I, I thought well, having a pen pal that. was go to your local prison and just you know pick up a pen pal. I want like a like a scary prison chick pen pal. That'd be cool. Prison chick like, pen pal. Yeah, How do you yeah. Feel about finding one of those. You go to I a figure, women's prison. I think that you can. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there's like a directory of like crazy bitches that are locked up. You can go like search through like Tinder or something, yeah. just swiping through them, and you know. Are crazy bitches? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to correspond with one of these crazy ladies. They do have email though. That's that oh, could that's... get dangerous quickly because then they're getting a lot more detail than they would get just from an email. What if they have connections on the outside? What if you wind up in a Christopher Nolan movie three years from now about the mystery of you know Harriet the the Hackett? Or the hacker, or whatever. Well, you don't and she pick had a friends. murderer. You pick one that has like assault with a weapon charge or something. Ooh, like I like that. that. You know? She's like guns. We know that. Yeah, yeah. That's already a, a little step. extra spice in there. You don't need a murderer. Just you know, an extra kink. All right, fair enough. You won't I get like hurt. This. this is Kyle. What are they gonna do? What does that even mean? <laughs> well, I mean, there's probably twelve guns within arm's reach. Well, he could take Kyle. It. Yeah. Do I have the thing for you? Meetaninmate.com. Oh. <laughs> no. Wow, nice to see this has been, uh, this was built on GeoCities and not updated since, so I'm going to assume add 20 years to all of these women's ages. Or a lot of them are probably dead by now. That's a good bet, too. Ooh, Stacy's looking good. A little selfie pic there from California. I'm just saying, a lot of these ladies are looking good. All right? Yeah. Yeah, where did they get these pictures before the age of Facebook? Can like, you sort by state? I'd love to do who has a better hot bitch in prison state contest because California's oh, bringing it home right now. Look at Michelle, age 45 in Florida. She's got her prison picture standing there with some sort of, I would guess, a culinary degree with a little graduation cap on. Things went downhill. That's unfortunate. Florida and California are in the lead right now, if you ask me. Yeah, I was going to say Florida as well. This Rachel, who it says she's 44, doesn't look 44. So, so how do I actually get a hold of one of these? Uh... Click on their picture and see what happens. All right. Let me pick one. 
What about Tanisha here? No. That's caused a lot of huh? problems. Emily at the very top of the page looks like one of the characters from Orange is the New Black. Yeah, look at the size of that forehead. There's a lot of criminality hidden behind that forehead. Oh, right? God. That plane awesome. turned out to be enormous. Wow. All right, look at this. This is kind of funny. Here's a chick in prison, like, doing the, the, the like, bullshit selfie picture thing. Look at this chick. Her center pic, the, the picture that's in the center. <clears throat> the picture that's in the, oh, I didn't send. Let me get yeah. For everyone wanting to go, it's meetanInmate.com. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> We're in a whole the center, right? It's the one on our profile. The top right, hot as fuck. Bottom. Not, not Bottom, it looks like that dress used to fit her little sister a long time ago, but that never fit. Oh, that you're looking lady. at it differently. I have it full screen. It's left to right. For yeah, me. I do too. It's left uh, to right for me. As she's well. wearing a halter top. What are you talking about? She looks great in that picture. Oh, what? Are you, what? Are you high? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I don't look at those arms. Face. Is she a competitive lifter when she's not in prison? <laughs> like, she she's went into there with the prison good body. Goodyear, Arizona. Nothing but good things there, I'm sure. Ah, uh, Jennifer from Florida. This is the one. Oh, God. Rachel's got so many facial piercings. What the fuck? Wow, I love how they've got Kyle, a legit profile. you got to link the ones you're site. talking about. The whole world wants to know what, what these girls look like. Funny, outgoing, down-to-earth, loving and loyal. That's Jennifer. in life. I think Jennifer uh, here is. Jennifer, is she in for prostitution? Gadsden Correctional Facility, ladies and gentlemen. Occupation before prison. Babysitter. 92, I like. She's the same year as me. She's five foot four. Oh, she's a Christian. Checking out. Yeah, she probably put that, though. Although she is in prison, so how nice could she be, right? There you go. Oh, she'd like letters from both sexes. That's nice. Activities in prison, reading and exercising. Well, that's some good picks out of the four. What are the other activities available to you? Rape and kicking ass. Okay. I decided to join this site. Oh, great. Her grammar's awful. I think she'd step that up with nothing but free time on her hands. So are these recent uh, postings, or is this like an old dead website? I love that no, you these, can sort by age. ages up to date. Like, look <laughs> at, I, I went to the over 50 section of mm -hmm. the inmates, right. and these are the, the troubled bitches, it looks like. It might do oh, that this. automatically. This All their activities have working out and Bible study. <laughs> this one's awesome. All right, so this is uh, this is my favorite so far. So I feel like if you go in prison at fifty, you either did something fraudulent or you killed somebody. No, this this lady must have done something fucked up because maximum release date two thousand thirty one. Oh shit! That's a good pick, Kyle. Just look at Kyle's newest one. Oh, Jennifer's what pretty. What did she do? She, she was wow. army hostess medic. She won't be eligible for parole until twenty twenty. Which what one did are you she looking do? at? Are you looking at things you didn't link? No, he Jennifer linked it. looking at Jennifer. Uh, Very oh, parole. Her release date is 2025. That's why I'm confused. I'm sorry. That's a shame, Jennifer. She's hot. Not going to be hot in 2020, though. Five years from you know, now? I, she'll I, still I have you it. Pursue this. You pursue Ow. this, Kyle. I want to know. I want 23-year-old Jennifer, not 28-year-old. They need to state what they did <laughs> on these websites. You're 29, and you have nothing to do with 28-year-olds. Yeah. I'm getting better looking every year. That's, That's just true. How it works. That's how it works with men. Like until I get to like you know 60. mid forties, I, I it, it only gets better from here. That was very kind of you, but it's below that. Thank you. I know it is. <laughs> now, I, I think Kyle knows it's below that too because he was about to say younger. And he's like, oh, how old's Woody? Uh, mid forties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got two more years of improvement, Woody. I don't know. Like, there's a lot. 
I think there's a lot of chicks that think like uh, you know a, a guy who's in his mid forties is hot, and at that I think like after that like like maybe you start going down a little every year. I think that's where you know things start. I think going there are a lot down, of but... women who think that money is hot, and that can continue until death. That's there true. Look at that guy with the Clippers. Yeah, Donald Sterling. And every other really rich guy. Yeah, Donald Sterling can land uh, some premium women there. He certainly can. Yeah, this this site is intriguing, but it's also very sad. They need to stay what they did in these profile pictures. Yeah, right? Everyone wants to know. Why? You know, like Jennifer looks like a great cookie, but she just keeps saying, I got in with the wrong crowd, made some bad choices, but she's got like 10 years on her, so I want to know what Jennifer did. Yeah, she's it, all she said is uh, she got in with the wrong crowd. I think this wrong crowd stabbed someone to death. That's, you know, when people say I got in with the wrong crowd, it's oh, I got into drugs and stuff like that. But, but she's wait, got like a 15 year sentence. She's willing to elaborate more in letters. I'm if, sure. Yeah. yeah. Here, let's see. I'm sure she wouldn't lie about why she's in prison. Check out Tequila's. Oh, my God. Mate section. I think she just got a role in the new Ghostbusters movie, actually. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's do this together, because prison life is brutal. She must be playing the black guy. <laughs> oh, man. Her activities are charities, inmate organization, oh, I like and this. fitness. Prison, prison life is brutal, and I'm looking forward to getting my mind and body out of it. Early release date, life. Maximum release date. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I thought something was wrong. I'm like, why is there no date here? <laughs> yeah. I found a lady on here where it said uh, education level. Like, I saw one that was like bachelor. And this lady, it just said nine. <laughs> just nine. These bitches aren't getting out for like five more years. Like, like we got to find someone who's getting out soon. No, you don't. You want. If you're afraid of commitment, Kyle, I think tequila's for you. There's a 0% chance. <laughs> percussions. She's I, never going to come out and see you. I wonder if well, my wife no, you would need be to jealous pray on, go to, knowing go to we're looking ladies. at prison inmates. Go to like, newest ladies and pray on them, Kyle. They just got in. They're very susceptible. You know? Yeah, pray on them. Or pray on anyone. Jesus sure Christ. You do. Uh, no. It's cool, Kyle. You can pray this on them. It's a cool this. website. You'll pray they on prayed on somebody. That's why they're there. Yeah, if someone out there wants to, like, I bet you could, like, you could send the same letter to every one of these chicks. You could set up a whole system. Here you go, Kyle. This one's getting out 2016. That'd be the way to play this. You could play the numbers game with this. Kyle, here's one for you. Let's see. She's from California. She's older than you, though. Oh, that won't That's do. So now go. She was an alcohol and drug counselor before prison. Oh, she'll get along well. I think this is a good picture of her. I agree. I don't think that she's good looking. Paige here looks six feet tall. When do, where does her forehead end? Right, like that's true. It looks like there that oh. there must be like a clothespin in the back holding like a fistful of skin. Oh, this is perfect. She's earliest release. This chick is getting out soon. Possibly. It says earliest possible. Basically. Ooh, October. She's my age. She's in the Game of Thrones, Kyle. Page is perfect for you. <laughs> oh, she's gonna be hit with a lot of twists when she gets out. <laughs> right, a lot of seasons to catch up on. She's I, here's nut. something people might not know. Kyle likes a girl with a little bit of crazy in her, so this might be fertile stomping grounds for him. 
What is a stomping grounds? Phlebotomy. All right, you, you know, you, you, you're talking to a mic long enough, you say stupid shit. <laughs> that was poorly phrased, but... Oh, this chick is perfect. <clears throat> she was trained to draw blood from patients before. That was her prior job. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. that perfect at all? <laughs> I'm always wanting a little blood drawn. You never know? find a vein, she'll be there, you know, an epi shot, you know? <clears throat> you don't just... need a vein for an epi shot, though. Ah. No, Straight just, to the heart. Just... Smack what if you'll know what that? If, oh, fiction. What if you get a heroin addiction in your late 40s and you can't find a vein anymore? Paige will know how to hook you I've up. I've seen enough Sopranos and The Wire to know I'll go between my That's toes. True. So, But after a while, they get squirrely and hide. You need someone. If he gets addicted to heroin, it's going to be because of Paige. Not yeah. he's she saves him in some weird, convoluted drama series. She has a GED. Kyle, I think back Christina here might be your soulmate. That hair. She looks like the ugly chick from Greece. She with John Travolta back in the day. <laughs> Remember that shit? She's the one that gets pregnant at the end and she's she's like doesn't know what to do about it. Hey, Rizzo or something. Stop hey, it, Rizzo. Her. She says, I prefer to be naked all the time. I'm an exhibitionist, if you will. The cure oh, both she... men and women, preferable someone older. Grammar horrible. I, it, it, this chick has the body of Meg Griffin. <laughs> she does. And, and, the, and, and like the head of Rizzo from Greece. I like so. the second pose on here where it's like, what do you want me to do? I want you to stand real close to that wall, face it with both your feet, and bow turn your, around like I just caught bow you stealing. Your feet out like this, yeah, all right? Bow your feet out like you're a toddler. Make those men's jeans look sexy as fuck. Also, stick out yeah. your tummy a little. We want to see that pouch. <laughs> <laughs> Red Favre isn't the only one selling Wranglers nowadays. That pooch. You point those feet over there. Are Wranglers going to go back in fashion? Look what it says on the knee. Uh, all right, so you, you want to know why she's turned around? So you can't see the... the look at the thing at ATE. What is ATE? I bet that's Alabama... Oh, Tennessee. Where's she from? Like, like, what does ATE stand for? I bet it's correctional. From, uh, students. Oregon. I was saying it looked like some prison gear. Oh, it actually says Oregon right at the top. Okay. All right. Well, in any case, no. No, not this one. Yeah, it's got to be because I think she's wearing a shirt that matches. Mm. And I don't know a lot of jeans that have that kind of, you know, these aren't yoga pants. These are jeans. Is she from living? Arizona? Let's look. No, Oregon. No, Oregon. Mm. She loves anything that gets her adrenaline pumping or spikes her blood pressure. So this whole experience has probably just been a hoot. Salt. Hey, baby, you want to go eat a large order of French fries? I'll scare the fuck out of you after. Bubbly, yeah. charismatic, spontaneous, and sometimes unpredictable. We'll get some Taco Bell, then watch part of the Babadook, not the whole thing. Don't want to get too far. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't finished that, have you? No, and, and like I love the people. Oh, it wasn't scary at all. And all you guys say it wasn't scary. And every time I go on like our movies on Reddit... It's like top. Everybody's like naming it as one of the top five like horror movies of the last decade. They're they're saying that it was horrifying. They're they're like kissing the movie's ass. So I'm gonna I, take the end I of Babadook and put it right next to Game of Thrones audiobooks as media that you'll never finish consuming. I'm totally getting back to the Game of Thrones audiobooks though. Mm. I didn't quit. I just stopped. you just got impatient. You just need to pick up where you left off in the actual books because you'll tear through that way faster. Like you're no, a pretty good really, no. I'm telling you, I, I really would say like, that yeah. he drove like 20 hours leading up to the shoot he did today, and I bet he didn't listen to any Game of Thrones. Yeah, I had to be focused on what I was doing. There Driving. was a, it was. Did you guys, you guys saw the, the the like map of my day that I sent that I texted to you the other day? Absolutely like, absurd. That my ADD is so bad. Like like I literally no, have to do that. Your adult 
management skills are so bad. You have to draw a Da Vinci Code message like a five-year-old to get around town. It's literally gas with a number and then a squiggly, a, a, a line that connects there to another item. The steps. And it's yeah. like the rationale is, well, it's so I know to get this thing too at the same location. This is how I would do it. I list all the things I need. Where's that thing at? Okay. Where's that thing at? Okay. These things are at this place. These things are at that place. Straight These line down, right? Go to yeah. place A, four things. Place B, three it things. It took five minutes for me to figure out your map. I was following the fucking well, arrows like, what does this mean? Because there's no text. It's just words. Like, gas, yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> well, it works perfect for me. Smoke, so, six. Like, because so the first confusing. thing I had- See, see, that sounds easy when you know everything you need off the top of your head. You can be like, oh, yeah, I, n- I need these 30 things. But in my case, I was like sitting there like, all right, what all do I need? All right, this thing, that thing. And I, was, I made the list for like 10 minutes trying to figure out everything I needed. And then I had to put them in the order that I needed to stop uh, you know, along the, along, along the trip because they're in opposite directions and I live far from places. So. But during so you the just time need of to... drawing arrows everywhere, you could have just rewritten the list with all of them organized. Probably. Well, that would have yeah, been fun. A lot. You need to do a lot more than 10 minutes for your list time if you have hundreds of things to gather from a lot of different stores. And then 11, just, but okay. It's, <laughs> it's so not difficult. <laughs> to make a but list. you don't understand. His penmanship is so nice. I think he appreciates drawing the arrows. He does have I, nice I, penmanship. I, I had fun drawing the arrows. It, it was I fun. thought you did. His excellent penmanship. Excellent the, penmanship. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. He'd be a calligrapher uh, in, another, in another life. I, yeah, I, don't give him too much credit here. Uh, well, everyone did I, think he was an effeminate signer, so I mean, I, oh. that says something. He is an effeminate signer. Those, if he, someone had written that to me, I'd be like, ooh, does an eighth grader have a crush on me? Like, <laughs> an eighth grader? <laughs> well, it looked like a young person, a young girl's handwriting. No, eighth grader Kyle. signs like Kyle can. Eighth grade Especially girls. not today. <clears throat> I don't Person's know. dead. And it, I like cursive. Kyle, cursive I would say cute. that this uh, fictional crush girl was at least a freshman. I'm on your side. Okay. I have no <laughs> she has idea. education level nine. <laughs> like or a gay 12th grader. You never know nowadays. You know. Uh, what? Okay, okay. As an old guy, I'm struggling with, with some of this gay stuff. I know. Yeah. Hard, <laughs> hard to make the transition, isn't it? I mean, when you're, when you're, you know, when you're once discovering you get that prostate exam, you start to think at life a little differently. Prostate yeah, exam was awesome. So late in I was life worried. Uh, Turns out I loved it. But here's where I'm going with this. I feel like in like in Hope's circle, right? People she knows or goes to school with or whatever, uh, like people she knows, brothers and sisters, etc. There are a fair amount of like pansexuals, people who identify as both uh, both sexes. <laughs> they there are like uh, of course, there's gay people, which I kind of always understood. Um, there are like just gender fluid. Gender fluid. There, there that, any... that was the next thing that was going to leave my mouth. People who what? are gender fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew a guy. This is all the first time I met him. Dude on the weekends. Fuck off. Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> so this guy who I knew was gender fluid. I'm not going to give uh, any hints away. But um, the first time I met him, I wasn't really sure if he was a girl or a guy. And then as I saw him more, he's actually a really fit guy. Like, Hold on, stop. First explain, is gender fluid, from what I'm guessing you're saying, is that where they can switch between whether they're a guy or a girl? Yeah. Means, like, like, okay, that's like, called cross-dressing, by the way. That's just, that's called no, cross-dressing. No, it's a little different, because uh, there are people who cross-dress who still 
think of themselves as guys. They just yes. like it, it's their kink to dress as women. There's, there's the difference between transgender and transvestite. So there are some dudes who like Oscar De La Hoya. Remember the the boxing guy? He likes to dress up in women's underwear, but he's not gay. He he likes to bang chicks wearing women's underwear. But there's also dudes who like to uh, you know dress up like a girl because they want to be a girl. It's it's it's, uh, it's really hard to keep it all straight. Now I'm trying. And, uh, it's not that I don't understand the terms. It's that I don't understand the frequency. Is it that people who went to say high school in the 80s and 90s? were repressed and unwilling to admit that they were gender fluid, like sometimes they felt guy, sometimes they felt girl? Or is it now that it's so trendy that people want to be gender fluid? Or one more option, um, I had it in my head, they're repressed, it's just so trendy, or they're just not a... Fuck, I forgot my third option. I I got the third one. It's Tumblr. That's the third one. Since the invention of Tumblr, Uh there's been about... 30,000 subcategories of sexual orientation and gender. Well, I think that it's like, like oh, I'm not, oh, I even going to high school in the 80s or whatever you were saying, it's not even that like far back. Like I went to high school, like I was Hope's age eight or nine years ago, mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard of any of these things. Like there's not a single person who acted like that, yeah. who came to school as a guy one day and then a girl the next day and then Tumblr a guy the next around. day. And so yeah, they like, were fluidly changing. Like it's, I think mostly it's just that people are naturally confused at that age. And so now that there is a label to prescribe to that and it's getting kind of trendy, they're like, well, I can glob onto this, be trendy, and it kind of helps me explain in my own mind how I'm feeling, even if three years from now they're totally like, oh, yeah, you know, it was a phase. Or if not, let them do it. That, but that was my I third option. That, I, yeah. I, was, I was waiting for my chance. But, yeah, yeah, that was my third option. The third option is it's a confusing time. It's a time when people are figuring out if they're gay, right? It's a, it's a time when, like, I don't know, sexuality and stuff is all new to them. And maybe they're just, like, freaking sticking on labels and, until it fits. And there's no social, well, I'm sure there's social bias against it. But there's limited social bias uh, compared yeah. to old school. They need some concrete, like, neurological studies of these people when they become adults to yeah, see that way we can label them and put them in boxes camps yeah, put them in camps but like yeah. see if there are actual differences <laughs> like the hawaiians the, as they're developed yeah yeah before the show kyle was given hell the hawaiians i mean yeah, the fence doesn't even have to be that tall they're so fat the <laughs> 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 like they're talking about building like a 30 foot tall fence to keep the Mexicans out. You build like a six foot fence. Those, those fucking Hawaiians are There's stuck. no jumping and digging. <laughs> no. If they no. can cross the ocean, they're, they're going to climb a fence. What ocean like, did they cross? They can't they, cross they, that. The they, live on that vol- they live on that fucking volcano. I never saw them like go. You ever see them paddling up into like San Diego? Like, well, Chile no. was closer. They had to get there somehow. So someone at some point did that. Got yeah, there. They, just, they just lived there. But yeah, they got there by ship. I have a theory about warm climate. Paddle across. I'm sure I'm not the first to come up with it, but I think that if you're in a really great climate, then your culture might not succeed. You know, if there's bananas hanging on every tree and crops are great and your soil is mega fertile, then you're not really driven to succeed. You know, like you don't even have to build a house because your hammock and hut, you know, grass hut or whatever will do the job just fine and you stop. The thing is that they say necessity is the mother of invention and if you don't have any necessity then you don't have any invention. I know about that. Look at all the Nordic states. They so have oil. Crops up there. Shit. So they have oil. That's it though. Like it's not the weather sucks. It's not lack of I feel like the, no- the the Nordic states are 
like thriving and industrial and totally. So what, what's Africa's excuse? Yeah, then? So I, I, they got it's, it's a harsh climate and still in those huts. Uh, okay, okay. We'll circle back to Africa. And they have tons of resources. <laughs> um, but Nine I feel like the Nordic states follow my idea. You know, if you're in a Nordic state or even down a little bit to be like Russia or England or um, probably not Ireland, they're awful, right? But uh, <laughs> but it, 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 then you're you have to have good housing. You have to have heat. You know, you're inspired to put in electricity because you're driven to do it. Whereas if you're in Jamaica, well, shucks, you know, like it all your crops are going to do great if you even need a crop because there's coconuts and bananas falling out of the sky yeah it's like do i really want to go through the effort of all this other shit to be a modicum more comfortable it's like no life's already pretty sweet whereas with like sweden and norway for centuries they had to evolve and advance and make better shit because it was awful and cold and then when it became so that oil was a viable resource to use they had the ability to use it because they had dealt with those centuries of shit and that freezing tundra and, like, and i feel like africa when you get to the spots that are further from the equator they get to be more successful countries right it's central africa where all the trouble is but um you know if you go to like south africa it's fairly industrialized and if you go to north africa where like well that was kind of south africa was like a, a british colony though i mean that's true yeah so they had some out a lot more outside influence i guess i thought is it central central africa's bad but west africa that's really bad, right? Or am I reversing that? I think West yeah, Africa, that's, that's where, where Morocco is. I think they're doing okay. Isn't that it's where Nigeria uh, is, though? Yeah, Nigeria. East Africa is where Somalia is. East Africa okay. is Ethiopia, Kenya, Tanzania, Sudan. These are not thriving places. Somalia is <laughs> East Africa, too. Um, and then if, as you go West Africa, you, you know, Nigeria, Congo, Gibson. The best part about this is that there aren't any, like, actual Africans listening to this that are going to give us any shit about this. Like, no, the Sudan is great. The Sudan is powerful. <laughs> no, that won't happen. No. Uh, there's got to be one. Uh, a couple. A couple We're people in the Sudan. Lads. They got diamonds and rubber and tons yeah. of. They minerals. need more rubbers. That's for sure. They've got, they've got issues. With AIDS. Those, well, if if the Pope hadn't you. been telling him for well, so long thank that you. that was against Jesus. I mean, as soon as they figure out that grinding up albino people and eating their body parts won't cure AIDS, then maybe... <laughs> you know what, Kyle? Hold That's off never on been until, proven. Yeah, right. the, the jury's out on yeah. that, so let's not jump to conclusions. Well, we should at least let them know that raping a virgin will also not help you get rid of AIDS. And maybe <laughs> then using the condoms. Because right now, again, they've got options. They're like, oh, get AIDS. <laughs> Rape a virgin? That doesn't work? Easy. What was the What was the other thing I said? Oh, eat an albino. I got an albino virgin right over there. I'm good. Like, <laughs> oh, have you guys seen? It's not it. bad. It's like cleaning your dick. This person's never been with anyone before. I'm cleansing myself through them. All right. The logic is awful, Chiz. This that, is that, not good logic that, at all. That's their logic. That's their logic. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you guys what seen I, Long Way Down? No, yeah. I haven't heard of it. <sighs> it's cool. It's a, so um, I'm gonna screw up his name, but. Ewan McGregor? Is that how you pronounce the Star Wars dude's name? Ewan? Pretty close. I think it's E-W-A-N, and I don't know how to pronounce that. Ewan McGregor. And uh, Charlie Boomer, I hope. Did I get that? No? I don't even... Let's go with Charlie Boomer. Yeah, Charlie Boomer. Let's... Yeah. yeah. All right. (laughs) Anyway, these two people are good friends. They're both actors. And they look at the map of, of the world, and they say, you know what? Like, that little bit between, like, the... Is it the Bering Strait between Alaska and the Soviet Union? Is that where the Bering yep. Strait is? 
it's really thin. And they're like, we could ride our motorcycles around the world. We'll start in, in London and then we'll go west through like, you know, uh, I'm sorry, then they'll go east through Eastern Europe and all those like Soviet bloc countries, the Ukraine, etc. They go into the Soviet Union through Mongolia and Tanzania, maybe. And then up through the Soviet Union, across to Alaska, through Canada. They enter the U.S. in like Detroit-ish area. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, North Dakota. And then they go to New York take a boat back to or take a plane back to, across the Atlantic and then they finish the short scoot over back Pussies. to London. So they ride their motorcycles the long way round. Long way down, back on topic, they go from Scotland up at the top of the UK there down to South Africa. These are PKA adventures, but long Why way. would you do no, that to yourself? Not. No, that's off. You know what? That's one of those that's one of those adventures that they started. They got like 400 miles in and one guy was to the other like when the cameras were off like oh my god what have we done this is horrible this is the worst thing we could have done we're about to that enter the congo god. there's child soldiers at every post and he's like dude if we turn back now they're gonna call us a bitch they're gonna make fun of us for not going all the way around we have to go all the way down to south africa like dude, this was a spite adventure they weren't enjoying this so <laughs> um I, I felt like they were pretty honest about it. Uh, there were parts of it that they just loved. And the parts they just loved, I didn't feel like where the real memories were built. And, um, but it was kind of cool to see, etc. They camped mostly, right? So they just like stay back and forth. But they, a lot of times they just pull over on the side of the road, sometimes well off the road so that like traveling soldiers and bandits and stuff wouldn't find them. And, uh, and they stayed in tents. As you do, you know. And, uh, but the, the, bandits. Bandits. the hard parts... The hard parts were the parts that they kind of remember. And he even saying, and he's like, when this is over, I'll look back on it and be like, I did a thing. You know, that, that, that like 400 miles of silt we just rode a motorcycle through, like that was a, like that's a thing I accomplished, a thing that not everybody has done. And uh, it just, like, it, dude, I, uh, Ewan, call me. Yeah, I'm down for if, a if lot those... of things more than more than even Kyle will sign off on. I will do whatever trip you want, but nowhere where there's roaming bandits and people in militia just walking down the street, and I have to camp a hundred yards off the road. That's where I've. What I thought was fun. Yeah, no, I've, I've got a great trip, a big adventure for Chiz. You have to take a plane from L.A. to Salt Lake City. Just one way. You can take the Greyhound back. <laughs> just a plane, a two-hour plane ride. It'll be, you know, it'll be insurmountable. They will have no pretzels on a flight that short. You drink a lot know. beforehand, and the bathrooms are kind of small. But I'd love to see some footage of that. No one will TSA still is still a thing, right? What? I said TSA. no bandits, and TSA is still a thing, huh? Well, yes. TSA isn't going to, you know, hold you for captive on a grainy webcam. Um, you don't know that. To see. No. <laughs> But what I was thinking about Woody's adventure, he was explaining, if those guys had died in, like, Somalia or wherever they were driving through on their motorcycles on their, you know, Western, let's have a hoot, let's go do, on, do all this adventure stuff. If they had died or been kidnapped, I would look at it the same way as those two guys who got mauled by that tiger because they just spent too long fucking with it. It's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry you died. You shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't be gallivanting around Somalia on your motorcycle camping so the bandits don't find you as if they couldn't if they wanted. Like, that's just, ugh. Yeah, that sounds like you're wanting to drive around the world, and that sounds real dangerous. <sighs> yeah. The one that goes laterally, like, what laterally is Laterally is fine, to, right? It's once you yeah. get past the equator, we're getting into roaming bandits and stuff. Like, if you told that's me you wanted to drive across the state, I'd be like, the state? Yeah. <laughs> 
the whole way. Can oh we, my god, it's not even. Like if we go, I'd be like, you know, if we go halfway across. Is the your stage vagina lubricated itself, or do you have to that, get that a bottle of KY, Kyle? Like going across, like I, just a motorcycle riding thing. Like, like Kyle, you sound like you need a so bigger I'm, trip. Like I'm not it's, against it, the, you'd be I'm not emotionally the richer thing. for having done it. I stand in the middle for the motorcycle thing. I'm skill wise, I'm right next to Kyle. But I'm all for learning. I keep arguing, watch the fucking Top Gear Cheap Car Challenge things where they do these trips, but they do them in cars. And it's way more fun and entertaining. That's true. And the great thing about those adventures is they're backed by a multi-billion dollar media corporation <laughs> that can help them out in any possible circumstance, followed by vans of security. Do you think so, they're actually out there in a 1981 Mazda Miata hoping for the best? No. There's like six guys in a van with sandwiches behind them. Like, hey, they, hey, they drove through Chernobyl. The, yeah, with a bunch of safety vans behind the, them. The like, long way guys had the one. same thing. So they had a they had a third motorcycle that he was the cameraman. He'd get shots of them all the time. And then they also had chase vehicles who, yeah. you know, just they, they rendezvoused with every so often. Oftentimes the chase vehicles were behind them, staying out of the way. But I think they often camped together, etc. That's why long way down, right, Scotland to South Africa is too ambitious. However, something like Seattle to Alaska, dude, that's mostly paved. Or... um. Chiz doesn't like Alaska. He wants to go to where? Prudhoe Bay? Is that what it's called? Prudhoe Bay. It's yeah. as far north as you can go on the Dalton Highway. I would, dude, that's a thing. Like, that would be awesome. I mean, if, if me and Kyle could hang out in the Jeep Grand Cherokee 30 yards behind and we had a portable DVD player or a laptop, that's I, a trip. The challenge is when you get that, it makes my idea look stupid. We all need to yeah. be, like, equivalently stupid. Like, what is that? <laughs> like bug stuck to his teeth. We all stop at the rest stop. Me and me and Taylor get out. Ah. <laughs> no, it would, it would be flash. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that comfort pillow, man. It really conforms to your neck. It's not even, yeah, yeah. I feel great. Woody's all fucked up. They're walking like bow legged. Him and Chiz. Chiz's thighs are raw from riding this motorcycle. I have a trike. Um, oh, the trike. No, I would want like cut cut edits from you guys riding there with like six hats on snot frozen into <laughs> stalactites wrapping around your face and then it cuts to me and kyle sitting there he's driving and i'm like you want to watch inception again it's so rough we're out of dvd <laughs> oh, oh the phone charger broke and the, like, <laughs> there's no there's no there's no service here we can't watch amazon god damn it why didn't you pack more dvds crisis uh, yeah it's dude yeah. When you say that, like I would be down for that. Like, like what you just—I would be okay for a road trip with like four people in a car or an okay, SUV. This a idea nice is a little more long. You just said you wouldn't drive across the state, you vagina. I was—that's I, I, hyperbole. I'm joking. So, so, but here, here's the thing. Um, so as, as you know, Chiz is going to move to my guest home this month. Actually, it's really not far away. Do, do you have a date? picked out i forgot what it was it's like the last week of august or something last week of august you got to quit smoking now's good you could just put that mm -hmm. out um yeah last week <laughs> of august survival trip time nope it's a different week no over this yeah it's almost like you don't pay attention on purpose you're the yeah. reason it's not the last week of august I have that shotgun thing to do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, back on Love topic. It. So he's going to be here, and we're going to build, I guess uh, I guess we'll do the stable first as all the sponsors and, and stuff is lining up for the shop. And then after we build the shop, we could restore a car, make a video series out of it, and then take the car somewhere, right? Like, I don't know what we'll restore. I, I 
I'm flexible on it, but they could be like a charger or something with good back seats, I guess. And uh, and then we'll take that I car. I have suggestions. I have a lot of suggestions about the actual artistic. Finish, finish your finish your so, plan. I'm I sorry. don't know. We could restore like a '55 Bel Air or something. Like I'm pretty flexible on it. I'd like air conditioning, but um, uh, and then take it somewhere. Do a thing. We can go to like the the mountains of Vermont and check things out. We could go to like, um, I don't know, Grand Canyon. Just like a road trip. Hmm, that would be fun. Maybe I could bring one of my dad's cars with me and do that. We could we could all go in our old car. It'd be fun to ride together, though. There has to be something think... at the end of a long road trip. Like, you can't just go to the northernmost point just to be like, wow, look at how oh. north we are, guys. Like, you need to no, go to like, a football So game the things I planned out are like, one, the mm -hmm. Purdue trip, or you go from the farthest continuous state point west or to east. once. You... And then I also sent Woody a map of a grand road trip. Oh, that looked great, but pretty long. Pretty long, but it is grand. Yeah. That, no half measure. So what he did going, is... Oh, we went to Vermont and stopped. It, it was a route of America that took interesting roads and visited interesting things and hit every state. So that's a pretty big trip. So like one of Kyle's maps. Like, oh, I got to pick up, you know, gas in Georgia. <laughs> in Kentucky. No, because that was one continuous line. Kyle's map makes a bunch of detours and stuff like this. <laughs> This, but someone had, in my opinion, mapped out like a really interesting way to travel to every state, and but it, I'm, it might be a little ambitious. I, I feel like it could be sponsored it by Toyota. Here's, it, it, I, I, so I don't know what everybody wants to do, but I, it just occurred to me that it would be fun to do like a road trip, you know, and everybody in the same car. An old car going on a road trip is a mistake. Even the best restored one, like you're not going to replace every piece on that car, and like. I don't know. My dad's right. got three or four cars he's restored, and they're all the time, you know, n not all the time, but occasionally something will happen, and it's, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you might not want to go cross-country in a car like that. I think you want, like, a nice SUV with, like, three rows so people can stretch out, DVD player, AC that, that, that's, you know, 2015 AC. RV. Not, RV would be so sick. If you get an RV, you can take, I'll drive, I'll go anywhere. Uh, it would take a uh, lot longer. Fuck it, and an eight miles I mean, a gallon. It's an RV. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Man. I bet I'd go on an like RV that trip. Has has like a bunch of horse shit in it though, where it's like you're in Rhode Island for one exit, and then you peel off into another state, and then you kind of stay there. It's like you're bouncing, like you're not going to a restaurant in every state or anything. No, you have to like um, do an activity every, everywhere. It was. Every, I don't want to drive uh, to any states where I can't have my gun though. Well, that's like how many states is that? Too many. A yeah. handful of the, the northeast, country. really. Uh, the, uh, parts of the northeast, um, I don't know. Uh, Once you get out of... west, you're home free until California, for the most yep. part. Yeah. Well, this is pretty All right. So, we'll, we'll, let me... well, that's new topic? Continue. You guys down sure. for sure. new topic? Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is an am I an asshole, or who is the asshole type thing. I know Marka loves these, but this one's a little He's different. A because it's in video form. So I'm gonna show you two videos. The first one is what this gentleman was filming with his drone, and the second one is gonna be what happened during the filming. So here's the first one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. People are gonna be so happy that I'm doing Watch Together. Um, create your room. I, I tested this offline and got the idea. Yeah, I've seen that before too. Well this could revolutionize. You have well, no it just doesn't work for show. Shit. Link and Sorry about that. Um, so now, hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to 
Well, fuck, I'm sorry. I need to change the video. I need to invite, all right, invite friends. Is this through Skype that we'll be getting well, invited? It'll just be a link. I'm going to yeah, give you a link. Say, yes. Here. So you guys, please come there. <clears throat> and uh, now I need to change the video somehow. God, it's taking forever to load this thing. There we go. Uh, I, I can't possibly have to let this whole freaking thing play. How do I change? Someone out here knows how to do this. Oh, here it is. Oh, shucks. Hang in there. I've got this all figured out. I just need to do it now. There we are. Are you guys all here? Holy noise. So here's what the guy was trying to film. Oh, shit. He gave a big screen. The shot of the, the boardwalk is what he's trying to film? Yes, that was, that was what he was doing. Whatever, people need stock footage and stuff. It's a business. So, that's a thing. Oh, that was an ad. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, here, are you guys turning the volume? I can't get my volume low enough in this thing. I turned mine all the way down. I turned mine 100% down because it was getting, like, yeah. getting a lot of feedback. It was crazy. Okay, so anyway, here is what happened during the filming. So there's a drone going around Pacific Beach, Thank San Diego, Taylor. looking at a pier. There's <laughs> some fishermen looking at the drone. The guy's frantically pulling up his line. Motherfucker's spotting it. Sniped it. No. Yeah, he caught the drone with his fishing line. Oh and you can see God. it's hooked onto it. What an asshole. <laughs> Let me see you get reeled in. Come on. It... You're gonna be disappointed. It's just a bunch of replays of the catch. But wow. yeah. What an ass. That's, you know, he can't even be that big of an ass. That's impressive. Yeah, those things are expensive. That's not, that's not cool. Uh, sorry, I think I made it pause when I tried to go to full screen or something. Just wanted to be bigger. But yeah. like some spaghetti western music right? <laughs> I feel like it should be cutting so, back and forth between Clint Eastwood and for, Lee Van Cleef for audio listeners what happened was the guy frantically wheeled up reeled up his um, fishing ride flung it at the drone and caught it with his hook in midair and then uh, now it's just showing some footage of him trying to untangle the fishing line from the uh, propeller yeah <laughs> at the end of the day it, it's a douche thing to do but it's also really funny that he was able to catch a drone like that. My, like, now, is it a douche thing to do to fly a drone over a bunch of people fishing? No. It, that's that's a much that's lower on the douche meter on the than beach actively. There, I feel it's like. not even douchey. Like that's public property. Like how it is, is that but there's at all a different, douchey? There's a different It's like if somebody ran by with a video camera and did this. Like would you call that guy an asshole? Maybe no, a little. There's, like there's a distinctly different feeling of than someone holding a camera up where there's a face associated with it. You see who's recording you, you know what's going on, than there is where you just see some nameless, faceless drone. You don't know the intentions of it. You don't know what it's looking for. Well it's the pier where they're fishing. It's not like it's hovering over apartment houses and there's a guy masturbating remotely somewhere. It's the fucking dock. 
Don't judge no. me. So the, yeah. <laughs> the, hey, whatever you're into. You know, you know my you hobbies know, are my hobbies. The um, what if it was a I'm beach? Just saying there's a stigma. What if it was a beach and there were you know men and women sunbathing on the beach and there was a drone flying around? It's a public place. There's no expectation of privacy, but still. Yeah, I, I agree I with Woody there. Like, there's no expectation of privacy insofar as, you know, the people can film you. But it is arrested. creepy to go around. arrested, totally. Which guy? Which guy? The guy who, who you know, knocked oh, the drone yeah. down. He attacked property. Yeah. I think a bigger asshole is someone who flies, like, a biplane over the beach and you've got noise pollution going on. Did you guys all leave the room? It. Yeah. No? Oh. You could I'm potentially leave it up it. and we'll use it again. Oh, I'll go back. But it's oh, not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, go back. Um, yeah. Okay, carry on. Not oh, an no. asshole. Not an asshole. So wait, you say not an asshole fisherman? No, the fisherman's an asshole. I think that's unanimous. Yeah. I have a thing against fishermen. I'm totally. When I used to, so uh, for people Explain that. Explain this. All of them. Your thing against fishermen. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Fucking fishermen. So I grew up. Uh, tied up in their hooks while surfing or something. <laughs> I grew up. Off 14th Street in Ocean City, and at the end of 14th Street, there's a fishing pier. Something about piers in the water uh, cause the sand to like build up, and that makes the waves break off the pier particularly nicely. Like it, it's just better. And also, as a surfer, like you get to know the beach and where the waves break, and the fishing pier just like it, it really lets you know how far out you are. You can like visually get back to the same spot that just worked for you in a way that's more difficult if it's just like a straight beach without references. So surfers fish next to the pier. That's a thing. The fishermen hate it. They're always like yelling at the surfers, like picking on the surfers. They would cast their lines at us and try and hit us. And um, sometimes successfully hit us. I had a friend who used to surf with um, wire cutters, just little pliers, and cut their lines and shit. And uh, they didn't even have to hit him. Like, if they're casting at him, he'd go over to it, cut the line. Fuck you. You know? Like, those things have sinkers on them. Like, that would hurt. And, um, and hooks. Yeah. What if he hooks you out there? Sharp part. Right? Like, it's a problem. You could, he, could, he could drown you out there if he hooks you right and you get tangled in that line. And I didn't think of myself as, like like, you know, a defenseless child at the time. But I was between, like, 12 and 18 when most of this happened. You know, they're casting at fucking, like, 13-year-olds. Like, ah, fucker, out there fish, out there surfing right here in my ocean. Fuck you. God, I, like, that's not a cool yeah. thing. Now, that's didn't, true. You hate that's all true. fishermen. Didn't I recall you just giving a story a couple PKs ago where you ran a jet ski so hard it ran out of gas and a, a nice old fisherman saved you and brought you back to shore that was um, a boater <laughs> i recall the words who fisherman happened being to have around. fish you know? he, he, i don't know if he was a fisherman or not i may have called him that there I, was a pole in the boat he was a fisherman. i don't remember it was a, a eons ago uh he may have been a fisherman but uh, uh to be fair a lot of surfers are assholes as well that They're very true. rude to the other. I feel like it was fishermen are asshole to the surfers. Surfers are assholes to everyone else on the beach. <laughs> everyone else. This is my wave, bro. Dude, Fuck you. You as I got older, I made it a point of like striking back and stuff. Like, like um, one thing we used to do a lot was jump off the fishing pier. So the fishing pier was an exclusive club. You know, you had to like pay rent or monthly dues or something to get on it and there's barbed wire like coming off the fishing pier to like stop you from 
from climbing it and getting on. But the barbed wire wasn't done well enough to keep me out. So I would routinely just fucking like get on the fishing pier, start running. And uh, they knew I didn't belong. And they'd be like, you know, get him, get him, get him. And I'm just booking <laughs> down the fishing pier. Like, like, you fuckers are 75 years old. You're not getting shit. And, uh, and then when I got to the end of the pier, like, I'm trapped. But I'm not trapped because this is when I jump off the pier and swim away. And I used to do that, like, as a hobby. Like, I would do it just to, like, like I don't know, friends I didn't see. Am I like, want to see me jump off that fucking pier? And, uh, and I would run. Yeah, and why, I wonder why the fisherman didn't like you. You're right. It's, it's a curious <laughs> thing. But uh, that, that I can understand why the fisherman didn't like the surfers if you were being all rambunctious, running around stomping, sending vibrations in through the water, scaring the fish, whatever it is. And also, like from their perspective, because I've never been a huge fisherman, I've never surfed, but from their perspective, it's like we have this one area yeah, to fish out in the water. You have as the far as the front. eye can see, you have the whole ocean. Go go 600 yards down that way, and if that's not good enough, go another 500 yards. Go half a mile past that. There's, it, you know what it is? It's still fucking ocean. Like, you have all that space, and you're cutting our wires and fucking with us. Granted, it's, it's mean to throw things at you and try and catch you like you're a piece of meat, but... I can understand why they were I feel like this is like a lions and hyenas thing, right? Like, like it's just natural enemies, mortal enemies, whatever it's called. And, and, and like, as in my personal journey on this thing, I started as just an innocent child who got cast at and picked on until eventually I evolved into an older child who could strike back to some extent. Um, but to them, I was probably just like a, you know, a, a future punk. Which I guess wasn't too far. Well, off. I mean, it's a current punk. It <laughs> happened as you ran on the pier. But that that, it, it's 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 like a terrorist, man. Like you kill someone. What? Now that child's father has been murdered, and he becomes a terrorist, right? So in my head, like their actions formed me. Like they created the terrorist I became. That's true. That's a good way to rationalize. Like the, there's such a simple decision. solution to this, though. <laughs> Wait, what? Like I'm sorry. It's such a simple solution, though. It's, Taylor was thinking exactly what I was thinking. Like, you have a little tiny dock here. You know, that or get in a fucking boat if you're a fisherman. And the surfers have the entire beachfront to go wherever they want. Yeah, and if it really is a matter of... And if of you like, needed oh, to keep you... an eye distance, right, I'm this far out, you can still see the fishing dock. You know, well, I have two counters for that. From. One, okay. I live there. Like, that was in my head, like, my beach. This is my local beach. When I, when I exit, like, my door, walk two blocks, this is my beach. Well, I'm For you sure to they say, do. you, no, they don't. They come from all over. They've got one fucking spot. Like, to me, you live miles from here. This okay. is my beach. They're like, literally paying money to access the dock, though. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if which may, like, not. fucking The money it. that you use for all your elaborate elective classes <laughs> over there at school. In my yeah. head, it was like, oh, exclusive club. Do you have any gray poupon, you fucking 75-year-old bitch? So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of hate in there. So uh, I couldn't uh, tell. <laughs> and the other thing, like I was saying earlier, this beach with the pier on it was a better surfing place. Mm -hmm. than Like, not all, not all beaches are created equal. Like, a lot of beaches you just would never surf on. They suck. But uh, because of the pier, the waves would break in a better way. So you shouldn't surf on any beach. There are sharks in there, and it's that's, irresponsible. That's, <laughs> uh, but um, no. But I can understand both sides there, except for the "it's my beach." 
you know, like that. That's kind of silly. Like when you said they come from all that's over. That's like when people come I out of town meant, and like, surf no, too. Well, that's yeah, one of those yeah. things. When people come from out of town to surf at your beach, and there's a rivalry now: the hometown surfers versus the out of town surfers. That shit happens all the time, and it's absurd. It is. It is super common, and. <sighs> It's I like see, a giant pissing match. I see all no, sides of it. This. But the the it's my beach stemmed from like, hey, you could go anywhere. And it's like, well, I should be able to surf in my backyard. Like, you know, you can't take it from me. This is like this is like everyone has like, you know, like a, a home court and this was mine. That's true. But it sounds yeah. like they were trying to share it with you. Aside By casting whole... at me? That that like that's oh, how my yeah. relationship with them started. I'm just out there surfing, like not knowing anything, and they're going at me. And there were signs that said, stay this far away, and I so would at they first. They casted the first cast. They did. They did. They cast even though I'm like, and I'm like, I point to them like, there's the, there was that big um, piling in the sand that showed you like marked how far away you're supposed to be. It's like, I'm past the piling and they're still casting at me. And then, at which point, like, if you don't respect the piling, neither do I. Until it got to the point where I'd shoot the pier and surf right through it. Fuck them. I think both parties are at fault. I'm going to give extra asshole points to the fishermen, though, because I don't care how old you are. You could poke somebody's fucking eye out with a goddamn lure. Also, that's true. And you work for Woody, so that's a safe side to take. Oh, I was arguing <laughs> no, hard against that. It. I think both parties are wrong. But but the other side of it is, like, the servers are usually kids. Like, I feel like this is adults picking on children. That is Nothing true. Wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Character. <laughs> if it's it hard to pick free, on other adults. I, you know, they're paying, so, like, be an asshole you want. Mm. I want Kyle's perspective on this. Were they... Who is... You know, you can uh, I think they're all assholes because they're like enjoying themselves at a beach, and that's like uh, people don't belong at the beach. There's salt water and sand. What What about the beach? Screams. Oh, people should be here. Like, no, nothing. Most nothing about the beach. Just there's like food that. there. I don't. I don't care. There's because people bring the food there. People no, bring food there. Fish. That's a good. Oh, there's carts. It's a source of food. The ocean. Bending. Oh, well, that's a dumb argument. Yeah, you eating that New Jersey fish. He asked, what about the beach screams people yeah, should be there? people aren't going to the beach for their fucking food of the day, though. Like, no, to no, go but to the I, ocean I'm, and get food. I was talking about more of, like, a natural state of things. Like, you know, mm. what about like the beach? Like, early man. Yeah, early man. Like, I, I bet a lot of early people who were near the beach used the yeah, beach as a food it, source. It's, it's 2015, though. If you're going to the beach, you're an asshole. There's nothing there for us. <laughs> There's nothing there for us. All those silly beach sports are dumb. The the, well, the idea of beach volleyball, like first of all, I think those chicks are super hot, and I like watching women's beach. I was volleyball, gonna say bikinis idea... and cocoa butter. You don't like the beach? Well, there's no problem with beach volleyball. That's an actual sport because you're directly competing, like surfing and stuff like that. That's an activity. It's not a sport. All those things. The salt. I, I hate the salt water. I hate the sand. There's more sun there because it's reflecting off the sun. Uh, sand, like we talked about the other day. No, it's a, it's a. I'd rather be in the fucking desert. They're they're equal to me. The ocean, the the beach, and the desert. Like both of them are the same. I, I have be on the no beach. vastly different. No, there's. I mean, as far as like some enjoyment that I'm gonna have there. Like when always people often invite me to beaches. They're like, oh, we're going to Florida. We're going to Panama. We're going here. Or there. I'm just like, fuck no. I'd rather go to Akron, Ohio. Absolutely not. Like no, I don't like the beach. I hate the beach. I really, really do. Nobody wants to go. What to happened Akron, to you at Ohio. the beach? <laughs> Nothing. I just never had like a, a pleasant. And stuff. I, I mean, I've been. Yeah, I hate the salt water. I, I really do. It burns my I'm eyes. I'm not a big fan of the beach either. Like, if it was like beach or we go to Tahoe or something, I'm gonna pick Tahoe. I feel but like I everybody else is just go, dealing. Fuck you. You know, fuck the beach. You know, I don't have that kind of stance on the matter. I feel like everybody else must be just <laughs> pretending like they, they, like they're not itchy as fuck every time they step out of the salt water. Like when I step out of salt water and I dry, 
I'm immediately like it, it like the salts all over me. I can feel it. I'm itchy everywhere. Yeah, I get like, that like, too. I hate it. We had an outdoor shower. Fuck that. We just rinse off. Uh, you wouldn't sure, want to be yeah. unless you're like going in and out of the water. You probably want to rinse off. But I'm more about see the beach isn't my cup of tea. The ocean is. Like it, it, the beach activities don't really interest me. Water activities do. You, yeah, I never yeah, yeah. spent much time on the sand, you know, unless I was working. But the uh, beach ain't yeah, that I, cool. Ocean ain't that cool. Right there where they meet, there you can wade in, do a little body surfing. That's a good spot right there. <laughs> you know, the risk of being dragged out is very minimal. Shark attacks on the lower side of things, and I can still play in the sand. So. Right I can there. see that, I suppose, although I have no interest in those activities because, once again, you're in that salt water, which is poisonous to us. You're out there in that poison <laughs> water. Um, but the people who sit on the beach, like, like on like a towel or in a chair, just tanning out there, that's another group of people. They can go with the Hawaiians. They just, <laughs> all of those, it, I don't get it. Like, what, what the fuck are you doing out there? If you the can still touch the sand, there? keep going. That's my opinion on the beach. Uh, just, the, the good shit is further out. I hate it. Every now and then they talk about uh, global warming by this year. They show the water re levels rising. And I'm like, that ought to kill all the worst people in the world. All right, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to move. You kill if, if we could wipe out all those beachgoers by raising the sea levels 15 feet or something like that. Good, good. I'll spray. <laughs> 15. Give me some more aerosol cans. I'll, I'll drive an F-250. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just spray and hairspray out for no reason. <laughs> 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 Let your car idle all day and night. Doing your part. Policy. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh uh, deny climate change for about an hour today. It was hilarious. As you do. He, uh, yeah. he brought up George Bush and the arsenic thing and explained it away real quick. He was like, he was like they're making a big deal over, over such a small amount of arsenic. We're not talking about a huge amount of arsenic in the water. Minuscule amounts of arsenic. And it's like, I don't want any fucking arsenic in my water. Like, what are you talking about? It's a good Rush Limbaugh. Ah. Yeah, you listened yeah. to Rush Limbaugh for an hour today? Yeah, He's not today. Day before yesterday, I guess. Yesterday or the day before, something like that. I've been driving around. Uh, I drove like 500 miles in two days, just quick trips driving around, like getting supplies together. So I was in the car a lot. I mentioned the map earlier, okay? It takes some time to travel. Do you guys need a new topic? Yeah. Are you All right, do? dude. The graphics in Fallout 4 look amazing. Have you guys seen this screenshot yet? No. Is that... From <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you tricked me for a second. I was yeah, like, right. man, I didn't know. I thought it was going to well, be I just didn't know. I just didn't think this was Fallout 4. There's a Chinese characters in the bottom right corner. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. Uh, so this is from the explosion in that that port city or was it just an industry or city? Zhang Zhang. And anyway, uh, let me go pee, and then I want to watch that live leak video of the uh, actual right. explosion. Yeah. I'll set it up um, on um, Watch Together and see if it works with Live Week. Yeah, I, I really, really like explosions, so I enjoy this Yeah, video you do. I kind of forgot <laughs> that. Well, I closed. Yeah, explosion killed, like, how many people was it that actually died? Only, like, I, I say only because it was such a big fucking explosion, but, like, 40 or something was the most recent number I saw in, like, 500 hertz. Sure I thought it was going to be thousands of people when I saw the explosion, that YouTube video of it. Okay, it doesn't look like Live Leak works with this watch together thing. I think so. So, um, so we'll have to use the actual Live Leak link, which I've provided. Let's see. Okay, 50 confirmed dead, 12 of which are firefighters. 
500 people are hospitalized, 71 in critical condition. How many Americans dead? That's that's the real number, right? Not a one. <laughs> so, a year zero. Right? No Americans have died. How is this newsworthy? Well, it's because it's a gigantic, impressive explosion. <laughs> and it's probably got a lot of YouTube hits. I haven't checked, but this live leak one already has over half a million. It happened, what, yesterday? Yesterday evening? Two uh, evenings ago? It was pretty early in the morning, actually. Oh. I, I wish. But I don't know. News I caught on real can... quick about it. They were selling it as a nuke going off. Oh, really? Well, that's how it looked like. A, it looks like a nuke went off. It's so big. Uh, Do you think this is actually what what they're saying it is, like the gas leak or whatever it was, the chemical warehouse, or well, do you think something was going, something nefarious? I think it on? was, but I made the joke yesterday to Woody and Kyle that yesterday China diluted a bunch of their currency or whatever, and it caused the U.S. markets to drop like nearly 2% or whatever. Everybody was freaking out. And then right after that, this thing in China happened, and then the markets corrected. So... Not saying Obama sent in a legendary explosive assassin, <laughs> but in my HBO miniseries, that's what happened. Oh yeah. So in Jizz's opinion, this was a, a net positive. Totally. Yeah. Oh, well, some firefighters that, like what he said, they're not American. They don't qualify as people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That, like there's like real people outside america come on that firewall is blocking this podcast anyway let's be real <laughs> that's true Did you hear the, the interesting thing that they've been get. reading government emails since like 2010 or whatever they're private government emails china has yeah they've been reading our private government correspondences like government officials back and forth for like since like 2010 it's a weird thing have we, have we known about that probably i'm sure it wasn't well, i don't know if we've known about it but i'm sure the government wasn't just now hearing about it. I'm sure they know every time China hacks them for the most part. I don't know why anyone thinks that's weird. Like, everyone is hacking one another or trying to at a constant rate. I, I, I worry that we're not the best at it. Like, America really should lead in hacking. Now, it's possible we are and we're not getting caught. Like, these other rookies, you know, like, oh, they've been reading everything since 2010. It's totally possible that we're like, yeah, let them keep thinking that. Let them think all that fake stuff we've been writing is the real ones. Well, we are the ones that have developed all of the giant surveillance systems and sanctioned the ones that are in the UK that are even bigger and broader. You know, you don't hear, well, you don't hear anything that comes out of China. That's the issue, though. You don't know what's true or not. I, you know, I just... Their economy's booming, but, you know, a lot of those things are doctored and faked. Yeah, that's... How do you know that? Because they get... It comes out from people that work there and come from those like not executives like officials and stuff they they tell the truth when they come over here and stuff and the the chinese stock market like crashed or crashed ish uh like a couple weeks ago because of i'm telling you if you're investing in an emerging in any emerging economy whether it be china or brazil or chile or venezuela or whatever like yeah. you need to consider the real risk that their books are fake. You know, yeah. that so this thing for is all of you up. out there who are thinking of investing in one of these emerging economies, I don't think I'm telling you, I don't like. No, it, it's a real thing. Like Alibaba, it was the biggest IPO on the U.S. markets ever. That's a Chinese company. They're bigger than Amazon and stuff. They're the Amazon of China or whatever, and they're huge. Um, but their books are faked, and they've got a lawsuit against them now. Like, <laughs> and that's not like an isolated thing. Like I, yeah. I, I don't invest. In, like, I don't invest heavily anyway in these emerging economies. If I do own it, it's because some fund I own owns it or something. But, uh, um, like, I, 
I don't want to get into investing talk. We're getting off track here. But I used to think of risk as like how brave you are. Are you willing to make a lot of money? You know, like, are you, like it, just tell me, do you have what it takes to buy Chinese stocks? Because no pussies are, are, you know, can do this. And it's like, you know, yes, I have a huge risk tolerance. I'm willing to quadruple or 10 bag it. You know, like there's no limit on how much I'm willing to make. And uh, but now I look at risk a lot differently. It's like you need to keep in mind that when you invest in these things, they go up and down in a crazy way. Uh, at some point, this will get wiped out and, and you're rolling the dice like like a roulette table, which is not a place you'd roll dice. And, uh, you know, the, 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 it's going to come up wrong one of these times. You know, one of these times you're gonna, it's going to land on the green and you'll be fucked. And uh, you need to hop out before that happens, and you're really kind of taking a chance here. Risk in the stock market will wipe you out, and you'll be like, "How do you invest in a foreign economy?" Like I've heard that before, but like, what do you do? Be like, "Oh, I'm gonna invest in Venezuela." Like, what do you? Where well, do you go for? Well, there's tons. Talk? Like I just said, there's tons of. Well, one, there's the Chinese markets or whatever you can do that, but that's weird. But like, there's Chinese companies that IPO and are on American exchanges and stuff. Like I said, but their books and everything are in China and with Chinese people running them and stuff. They can, yeah. But they can be on an American exchange or whatever. Yeah, because our bankers are so much more honest. There's they the are, SEC. Yeah, yeah there's, regu- no. there's a regulatory committee. It's like it, take it, it, it very seriously. Yeah, every now and then, like something goes wrong, but they're caught, and it's like a big news story. Like, can you believe WorldCom faked their books? Can you believe Nortel, like, you know, filed late or something or had to yeah. revise it? And they can't come after them either. It's not like an American company on an American exchange. It's a Chinese company on, on the American exchange. If they doctor their books, like, what do they delist them? Like, that's the worst. They can't come and arrest anyone. Or yeah. Well, but, and, well, that's and, pissing me right off. I don't like that. And to answer Taylor's. I think we should. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Taylor asked me a question, and I didn't get back to him. But um, there's only two ways I know how to invest. One is if they're on the American stock market, then it's as straightforward as buying any other stock. Or two, you can buy a fund, and then that fund manager will do that and such. So um, uh, th- that's how I would buy into a foreign stock. Get a Chinese ETF. There you go. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, a Chinese yeah, ETF. You know, you know I, I currently have uh, five Chinese ETFs. <laughs> uh, just in case, uh, I bought two safety ones in case the other three ETFs don't pull Cuba through. Cuba ETF would have been smart a, a year ago. I've moved past the ETFs, if I'm being honest. We've got uh, ETFs. True. No, based on see, my, we... my yeah, based on my dividends and percentages, <laughs> I should be uh, on Easy Street, sitting pretty in a bit. Yeah, in 22 years. Easy Street, a couple of miles away from Wall Street and Main Street. Easy Street. <laughs> yep. Um, so well, do you want to watch, watch, watch some of these people burn and explode? Oh, wow. Yeah, you ever see like uh, that. that scene of Terminator 2 where the nuclear fireball hits Sarah Connor and she's, ah! Let's watch that. <laughs> right away, yeah. Uh, so it's hard together. to queue up at okay. zero. I'm kind of queued no, up at one. No, not watch together. Go to the lively thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, this one doesn't work with watch together. Yeah, so just queue up at one if you can. I have up somewhere. Let me just find it. I also have it linked. He linked it. It's the most recent link. I haven't seen this video. I've seen the other ones. This, this is, is the probably angle. the best one. I've seen a bunch. I saw one that took six angles and synced them. And that was pretty good too. But this one's the best. You won't. Also, it has still vertical footage. But it, it every Chinese footage I've seen, they shake the camera. They're like, "Whoa, my God! Oh my God!" <laughs> <laughs> It's like you fucker, we're all missing this. But uh, but th- these people appear to be American because you can hear them talking, and they they go steady. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set yep. play. 
<laughs> so I think that's equivalent to three uh, tons of TNT. There's more. This next explosion is about one one thousand. The Hiroshima explosion. She is laughing her ass off. That's twenty-one tons. Of Holy smokes! So this explosion is is three times taller than any building. It's. Why are they all laughing? Look at how. That's incredible. I think there's one more boom. Yeah, something just crackled right there. Yeah, that's incredible. That's a huge explosion. And you can see, like, it looks like uh, gas is in there burning. Because just the way it's, like... It's, there it is. There's oh, yes! That, that was awesome. insane. That's a real fucking explosion. All right, something big just blew up there. That was that was awesome. That was a major Their holding tank. laughing has stopped because that one got a little closer to them. <laughs> Yeah, they felt that one. Dude, that's crazy. Like all all yeah. jokes aside, like that's a really big deal. Like I wonder how destroyed. I guess we saw the cars, you know, the Fallout Four picture. <laughs> uh, I'm having a hard time hearing. You having a hard time hearing? Yeah, no, no caring. Oh. <laughs> I'm having a hard time hearing because they're not just, Americans. I feel like the Chinese are like. I feel like the Chinese are more our enemy than like the Iraqis or everywhere you know what i mean like i feel like the chinese are actively every day trying to undermine our uh, undermine our way of life in every way they can uh, whether it's our econ economically or uh or through trade deals they're they're always trying to fuck us over they're yeah, not us. these people these are just firefighters and normal people probably maybe there's like an evil chinese no. genius in <laughs> yeah. there that was concocting something but these are just normal people like, that's like them seeing 9-11 and being like, ah, oh, take that, assholes. They've been undermining our way of life. Like, I don't separate the two. That's fair. Yeah, why would you? Why would you be reasonable in your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> Good judgment call right there. You know, Kyle's kind of right. The world is black and white. <laughs> I kind of feel like that he, he's, you know, they just did something with their um, currency. And at the risk of looking like a fool, I don't fully understand currency manipulation. Like, yeah, ex can, can someone explain how <laughs> undervaluing, undervaluing your own currency uh, gets you ahead in the world economy? How I, is that? I, I know this. If I, I undervalue my... plenty of officials that have. So. I barely understand it. But if you undervalue okay. your own currency, it makes it cheaper for, stuff, for people to buy things from you. So China, who is dumping their exports all over the world, if their currency goes up... Then instead of paying a buck for a plastic toy, now I'm paying two bucks for a plastic toy. So by devaluing it, they keep themselves as the world's number one manufacturer. Everyone wants to buy cheap shit from China. Um, Makes okay. And then on the other hand, Chinese citizens are less inclined to buy from you because just the opposite happens. Instead of being able to buy a router for a hundred bucks or a car or whatever they're buying from us, it costs them $200. So they're, they're well, Juan, but so they're inclined to buy things that are built at home and we're inclined to buy things that are built in China because they lowered their currency. I don't know how right that is, but that sounds really, like I had never thought of it like that. Well, that much like, I, I have, right. I, there, there's shit I don't understand, like exactly the mechanics of devaluing your, like, like they lowered their interest rates. And by lowering their interest rates, it makes holding that a little less attractive or something, like borrowing shit. They, um, and I'm getting into an area where I'm kind of fuzzy. I don't mean to come off like an expert. I'm not. Um, what else did they do? It sounds like they're trying to cause inflation. 
What? I think so. I think you're actually right about that. But really, I'm not an expert. I'm a little mixed up. But um, but yeah, they they and and people view it. These people might be hyperbolic, but they view it as like kind of a virtual war against America. Like they're 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 kind of playing dirty by not letting the currencies just let the market determine the currencies. They're manipulating mm -hmm. their currency, and this is an act of economic warfare against primarily the U.S. And Does the U.S. do that as well in any way? I have no you know, idea. It's funny. We do, no, we just blow people off. <laughs> we do we manipulate we don't, we don't bother with our interest rates, but I don't know why when we do it, it's okay, and when they do it, it's not. But I believe they are actually doing something that we don't. I think it was the devaluing of the currency was the big thing. Like we move our interest rates up and down. They've there's a, a, a none of the one of those meetings happens I think every month, and they still haven't hiked interest rates. But they devalue their currency, which was the big thing, and it sketched out everyone. Do you remember the last time interest rates were raised? I don't. <clears throat> I think it was like two thousand three. Uh, no. It's been a long I time. Think around near the crash was when they were pretty high. They've been okay. I feel but like raising interest rates also like isn't zero. a bad thing. If anything, it's to indicate a strong economy. Yeah, that they're trying to cool it off typically. And yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so so I feel like if Kyle was not Kyle, Kyle was saying that China is our enemy, and it's like, well, you know, like the way they manipulate their currency and do kind of an economic warfare on us, and the way that they hack the hacking us. Thing. The hacking thing seems to be more extreme than like Israel does do us or like the UK working could hack with our us. enemies. Yeah, you know, like and it seems like they're every time someone's like not going good with the US, China's always kind of siding with them. The shit that we want that you think a friend would like just sort of like we want this and you don't care. So you should be on our side if you're our friend. They but they never seem to be. This. I yeah. mean, they did also bail us out, too. They're they're get, they're making interest off that. Like, they are, it's... but at the same time, it's hard to lecture them on their human rights issues when you've just had to borrow whatever trillion dollars from them too. You know, it's like if I borrowed twenty bucks from you and then started lecturing you, you'd be like, "Am I gonna get that twenty back after this lecturing?" You no, know? but it's different because it's like if I borrowed twenty bucks from you and then you like kicked your dog in the snout twice, I could be like, "Dude, that's not cool," and you couldn't just be like, "Oh, you give me that twenty back. Give me twenty five back." Like you. Like human rights is different than the economic things they're doing, unless I'm misunderstanding. Or if you're just talking about the impact on the people who live there due to their economic stances and principles or whatever it is. I just don't feel sorry for those exploding Chinese people because I don't like Chinese people because I feel like their <laughs> government hates us and they're our enemy. Okay. What the, the is one country of this. people that you like? Yeah, oh, better yet, stack rank them. Who's on top, Chinese or Irish? Who, who would and you Hawaii can be in there too? Yeah, and Hawaii. Like, who are the best to worst? Hawaii, China, Irish. In the order that I would want them to be destroyed. Eradicated. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, worst yeah. to best. Like, like number, right. number, like, like the number like, one draft. First, picks. I first I want the meteorite to hit China. I feel like okay, only yeah. because I feel like that would really yeah. help us out the world stage. Ireland, we could kill anytime we sudden, want so, to. Right? Yeah. We don't and need meteorite yeah. help. Yeah. Ireland. One submarine. We got the U.S. could send one submarine and wipe Ireland off the map, mm -hmm. and, and pick any of those other lands over there. Them too. <laughs> Scotland, <So>. England, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, yeah. Wales too. Uh, the, the, the island of Man. We'd come over. We'd wipe all that shit out, and we'd come over there, and we'd find a simple way for figuring out what was what. There'd be no 
Yeah, right. All of a sudden, it'd be four states, little country, problem solved. Yeah. Just be America too. It's all of this. Like just a big <laughs> circle on the map. <laughs> no subdivisions and UKs and oh we're not a part of that. We're actually different. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> like every time that comes up online and it's like, oh, you think that the regular Ireland is a part of the UK? And it's like Yeah. Yeah, because you don't understand that nobody fucking cares. It's like <laughs> me telling you like, oh, you don't know that uh Idaho is west of Montana. Like yeah. that's the level of. Oh, you think Indiana has one care. time zone? Oh, do yeah. I have a thing to teach you? No, don't teach me. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Indiana's fucked with their time zones. No one gives a shit. So yeah, Ireland yeah. would be number two. Get the meteorite to hit there next, and uh, I think number uh, number three would be Hawaii. And, and but that's Hawaii, not saying that I, I got a thing about Hawaii. Hawaii doesn't okay. need a meteorite. They need a plague. That attacks only Hawaiians, right? Right? No, no, no that's dangerous. To get on a plane? No, the volcano just needs to erupt. Go Pompeii on all of those fuckers, and uh, like the reason I'll go to Hawaii is the Hawaiians. No, there, there <laughs> are good I'm Hawaiians. Not for the Hawaii hate. I, I like Hawaii. There I've been gr- there. It's nice. They're very. I like. Nice. Yeah, I like that landmass. That's a, that, that's a yeah. cool place. That landmass. <laughs> there are good there's, productive there's parking people. Garage for those there, weird people. There are Hawaiians that contribute to the GDP and do great things for America. And you can tell which ones they are because they just moved there, right? So those people should be spared. The new Hawaiians, the ones who weren't born there. It would be like another Passover, but it would be a Jewish Passover. <laughs> put your, if you make over 100K a year, put a stripe on your door. You shall be passed by the Jewish Lord. You put your 1040 <laughs> on the front door. No, I just feel... I, Feel like and and the reason I don't like those people is I feel like they don't like me like like because they don't like me that's the only reason they uh, I don't like that they call like white uh, Americans howlies right and, and like look and like have this hu- crazy negative opinion of of the tourists who are coming coming there and if it wasn't for us you you'd be living off your fucking pineapple farms out in the middle of the fucking Pacific Ocean like like well you, how is it different how are them hating tourists different than Woody hating people who came to Jersey for the fine land there to see the ocean. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you, you, you going to do? Like, like, I've, been, I've known him for six years now. I can't get rid of him now. He's an asshole. <laughs> we're, all an, we're all assholes <laughs> at, at, to some level. Uh, if we stack rank to the four of us uh, on our assholishness, I'll take first. But, but really? Where does it go? I wasn't going to order it that way. I've done some mean things. You I've have, been, but not all the time in public. You know, interacting with wait staff and just people in the service industry. Wait, you, you were know. putting me as most asshole? I think I gotta because those I people are making less. less than minimum wage and work off tips. I feel like, I feel like he does it unintentionally, though. But I, I think that still makes that's you almost ass. worse. I that's true. That's, even that's worse. just in his nature. No, yeah. no, it's not. He's, he's it's a, not. I just an all natural asshole. Yeah, organic. <laughs> it's not. He's fair. not he's yeah. having a bad day. He's a bad guy. <laughs> Woody so is a no GMO asshole. Non GMO <laughs> farm raised from the earth asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked down at people from, bef- from way before it was appropriate to do so. I've always felt yeah. this way. <laughs> Fishermen, wait staff, people on planes. He throws yeah. up next to them. Come on, who does that? Oh, I feel I mean, so really, bad. Oh, what God. do you? One time he said, you know, the real reason that, that I throw up on planes is because I have to sit next to I'm those poor people. <laughs> I heard him say that's, 
I had to share a bathroom with a mechanic. A mechanic, Kyle. A man who works <laughs> with bare hands. It's never happened. No, absolutely not. I vomit. I vomit at the thought of it, Kyle. That's what he said to me. It's That's disgusting. true. He told me that he, he requests that his seatmate writes down his net worth on those little napkins, and if it's not up to snuff, he just guffaws and <laughs> puts his little blinders on. He's he just starts gagging. I fixed my own cars. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? And he spat in that one guy's face. He spat in that guy's face. That blind guy. He wouldn't get. What he was like? Excuse me. And the guy was like, "What?" And what you know, he? The crossing was, thing has the time on it. You know, it was ten nine eight. It was past that, or the guy was still on the road. And what he's honking. He got out of the car and spat in this blind man's face. Like, come on, buddy. We've got work to do. The people out there who believe this. GDP. I saw and, Woody put a dollar in a homeless guy's cup to take out four quarters because the vending machine nearby wasn't accepting <laughs> dollars. That was yeah. the only reason. Uh, you yeah, know what's fake about that story? Guy. I didn't put a dollar in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was attached to the, uh, the fishing <laughs> wire. <laughs> Pull it back out. Yeah. I yeah put so a five you would rank take six out. as number one, Kyle? Huh. You know, I, I mean, think Woody, that. Woody might be number one. Um... I don't know. I can be kind of, I can be pretty pretty selfish. You've got moments though. I feel like I'm you nice. You have moments where I feel like you have feelings like a normal person. If <laughs> I I'm don't held have accountable, those. I, I, here's the difference. I think if if I weren't held accountable, I think I'd be a massive asshole. But you mentioned like wait staff and like you know when we're doing fan stuff. Of course, like you have to be a nice guy. You can't be an asshole in those situations. Like Woody can't help it. We've been through that. That's yeah. why he's number one. But but you can't. You know, <laughs> I feel like if I if I weren't held accountable, like if if you weren't going to remember what I said today, I'd be a pretty big asshole. Well, that's not fair. I think a lot of people would line up with. Yeah, that. fair. Yeah, that's so. What he's I number wouldn't. One. I'd be nice to people even if I never met. It. And the waitstaff thing is so. Un I just. I think you'd run people off the road with you with your Tacoma. That's that's how that would work out if there was. You know a what I might do if I'm stuck in traffic? I daydream about off roading, just like I, I think that's normal. I could it, it, like into people. I, no, no. But like, I, you know, like all the culverts and drainage ditches and stuff. I'm like, dude, my truck would be awesome at that. Like, I would just be riding sideways, going over the the. You'd the be thinking a lot of racist concrete. and your thoughts in your head as the people you pass by that were stuck in traffic. Like that fucking Asian guy. He's why I have to do this right now. You know that, right? <laughs> I think everybody has those thoughts. Like, have you ever just been standing, like at a Chick Fil A or whatever, getting your food, and you're like, what would what would happen if I just cold cocked this guy for no reason <laughs> you know what i do here li listen to my inappropriate parenting right if the, if like let's say that we're there's a uh, there's a highway that i take frequently 540 and uh the, the speed limit is 70 miles an hour if there's someone going 55 before i catch them with my children i play guess the driver like, like, you know, I'm going with black lady over 70. Jackie's there. To, you know, Jackie will be like, I'm going with Indian guy, 22. Like, just learning to drive. And Hope will be like, I'll take Asian woman. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we look. You did that in Chicago. I was like, old white guy. It's totally yeah, an old white guy. <laughs> yeah, Were you that. right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Old <laughs> white. So, so mustache. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's a fun game. So game. Woody undoubtedly is standing at the Number top one, of this podium. Came with his crown, looking down on the poor folk and all the scum of the earth. Kyle gets silver I, medal for asshole, perhaps. I, don't I know. think so, but 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 I'll happily step down uh, if need be. Taylor, uh, I don't know. Let's hear your asshole resume. Mm. Oh, I'm a wonderful person. I, I tip well. Lie. 
do do charity. I only make fun of people when they look like charity. moronic late nineteenth century what charity idiots. Do you do? Uh, I made that up. I don't actually. Do that. <laughs> okay. Did Put you buy? Asshole, call him for lying about All right, charity. I, I'm giving <laughs> I'm giving Merka the asshole silver medal for not buying the pop filter for his mic yet. It's oh. three dollars. <laughs> Three dollars. The fuck. Well, if you dispersed your wealth a little better, maybe we'd have an extra three dollars. <laughs> paid. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I'll get it. But yeah, I think I. I don't know. I think Kyle revels in being an asshole a little bit. He likes he likes the rep. He likes the feeling of being an asshole. But when you see him actually, when nobody's looking, he's nice to the wait staff. He's not not being mean or any or surly or anything. I, I don't good even sociopath. know. I'm. I'm nice to wait staff in real life. You're not. You're just not. You're. You're. you're you, these are illusions that you have. You're right not. Now. You're I, not. I am. And, and the thing is, you don't do it on purpose, which is bringing us full circle to the. That's worse. It's just in your nature to 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 be very stern and cold. I, this is a full cup of ice. I want half ice. Half ice. Hey. Are you hey, stupid? Or could I get staff? a refill? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like nodding, like. Yeah. I hey! one asshole. And that's how he initiates was, a conversation. Hey! That, it's not very... The waiter will come, say <laughs> or do something, and then leave. That guy's not out of earshot, and Woody is talking mad shit about him already. Like, <laughs> it's only been 15 minutes. Why would we have drinks now? The guy's he dropped an left. F-bomb! An F-bomb! <laughs> like, we're the, the only the... ones here. Yeah, we're <laughs> the only ones there. The manager comes by. Everything going okay over here, guys? And Woody's like, eh, well, we haven't gotten our drinks yet. I mean, and then, like, as the guy's walking away, he trails off. But he doesn't trail off. He kind of stays at the same level. <laughs> He's like, should have had our fucking drinks by now. I think it's 15, 15 fucking There's minutes. There's like 15 right? or maybe right? even 20 minutes. And like, I didn't have a soda yet. And, and, and like, in my defense, that's really bad service. Yeah. It's yeah. bad service. No there doubt. was an explanation for it, it turned out. So that, it, you know, we... We sat there for and probably too long before the, uh, the waiter came. I don't even agree with the, his explanation because it's hogwash. There's plenty of other people working there. Yeah, yeah. They weren't doing anything. We were the only ones there. Th we were the only customers in the place. There were like, there was still like a full staff. So there's literally like a 15 to 1 or maybe 10 to 1 staff to customer ratio, like including making us one customer. And, uh, and the guy couldn't find a way to get the beer bottle open. Apparently, he wasn't able to open the bottle himself because he was under 21. And yeah. and I just I don't think it takes twenty minutes to get that done. Twenty. Like, you could have brought it over here closed, man. I'd have opened it. Yeah. What the fuck? I want to, I want Chiz to think of an asshole story, and I I just remembered one that I feel really douchey about that I can tell. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before. By the way, I did order the pop filter. So. Oh. Just now as we're coming. talking. No, no, no. Like a couple. Like I, well, it was yesterday, but it has not arrived. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm getting that thing. But Yay. okay, so this. This was like one of those memories that you like talk out of your head with like a good thing that you did once. Like, oh, you know, I'm not that bad. But uh, I was at a hockey game like four years ago, a blues game in St. Louis. And the, it was after like the first or second period, it was bathroom was packed. Like there was, I would have had to wait until the next period started to get in there and take a piss. And so being me, I was just like, I, I can finagle my way through this line a little quicker. And so I just like before walking in, I set the stage walking around being like ted teddy teddy like and i walked up to the guy in the back of the line and i was like have you seen a little boy i think i saw him run in here and then i he, he was like no no i haven't here you can go on in go on in check for him and i walked past everybody in line 
calling out for this fictitious little boy, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy, and then eventually got in, just snuck past someone, stepped into his stall, <laughs> took a piss and got out, walked past one of the dudes, and he's like, you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. How did you do the last oh. step? Like, how did you get in front of a guy? It's because the like it whines as you're going in. And so it's like, it's like dozens of people in the line. So everybody isn't on board with what's going on. But, and so I kind of just stepped around where all the people seeing me yell Teddy to get into the bathroom. Like they see me go this way and then there's a sharp bank and then there's the stalls. And I just kind of took that bank and zooted in one real quick. at some point you went directly in front of somebody. In front of many, many people. Yeah, he cut the line looking for someone and went to go take a piss. No, but that's the thing. At, but yeah. at some point, you were in front of someone. Like, let's say, hypothetically, there was a long, curvy line. I see how you got near the front, but how did you insert? The way I inserted is someone had just left the stall. The person, for some you know how some people like to just go to the urinal, have their right, little right. talks or whatever? They don't go into the stall because they assume someone has to take a shit's going to go in there. I didn't assume that, and so I just snuck into the stall itself. It wasn't a urinal, so, so I just th kind of. This almost sounds like the parking that. lot maneuver, maneuver, where there's someone waiting there with their blinking or blinker on, and you did, you got in. Yeah. It was like that if the person waiting with their blinkers, pregnant wife, was in the seat next to him. <laughs> like it was that, that level. But okay, Chiz, what what did you do? I want to see if you outrank me. I don't think so. The only reason <laughs> I can think of was. Um, it was the first train trip back in April, okay? And I have my big, sweet car or whatever. And I left, the, I leave the door open or whatever because I like it. There's some light. And it, there was no one in this car, by the way. There was no one in the other room. So I was like, fuck it. I'll keep it open because I would go get coffee every 10 seconds because of me. This girl from the coach section where the scum are comes up and she's like yelling or something. She gets in my car or whatever. She's like, do you know where the train people are or whatever she said? And I was like, I don't know. I think they're downstairs or whatever. She's like, there's a guy back there. He's drunk. He's hitting on me. He's yelling at me. I'm about to punch him in the fucking face. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I think they're downstairs. She's like, I can't go down there. My foot is broken. And she points down and she's got a, a cast on her foot or whatever. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll go down. So I went down. There was no staff there. She was gone to go back to her seat or whatever. So I went back to my car. And then uh, I closed the fucking door, locked it, pulled the fucking curtains back. I'm like, I'm not dealing with that fucking shit again if it comes up here. She came back again, knocked, and then started banging, and I started making snoring noises. <laughs> and, pretended, and pretended, she's like, are you there? I need help. And I just kept snoring until she went away and the banging stopped because I wasn't about to get into this weird fight situation in the fucking coach section with someone I don't know and a drunk the older man. So, yeah. oh my God, like the shit you say about me is actually true with Dr. Chiz. Like he's looking down on people traveling at a lower class. That's different though. You look down <laughs> on everyone who's a lower class. There's literally a class system in the train though. You know, I get my meals paid for. They have to come out of pocket for them. Oh. And they're still wow. higher above high the bus. Roller. Yeah. <laughs> Very high roller. Three meals a day, dessert. Adds up. Oh. It's very sweet. Wow. I got a, I got a guy that. No, there's no cross country train. Maybe this take? is the PKA. Yeah, maybe this is a PKA trip. Train. No, no PKA train. Goes train. The train washed out in a 2005 that goes south with the Katrina. They never built the tracks back. So if, to get to the East Coast, you have to take the train I took, go to DC, and then go down. Oh, that's yeah. not better. 
It's longer. It sounds like it's a longer train ride, which is worse. It's very long. Yeah. Bus is quicker. Yeah. Okay. More satin. But it's you, having, you don't get any train stories. They're all rich people that take the train or whatever. You don't get That's any train stories because you're in your own private room. No, I go out to the dining car. They fucking force you to sit with people because there's only like 30 seats. So like, all right, one, three, boom, you're together. And you make conversation with typically wealthy people because... Wealthy and old? Can... It depends. Hmm. I've met some 30-year-olds. A lot of the older people are... You know, some dude owned a farm and some owned business. Yeah, do you find out like how that. they get their wealth? Because I always find those stories really interesting. Uh, no, I don't typically go that far back. Dude, I love like, it. I've that's, owned a farm forever. Or I, I got into well, this business position. If they're a farmer, that's one thing. But like, um, I've talked about this before. So in fast forward, like when I'm on a Disney cruise or something like that, I'm really interested in like, how did you fucking do this? Like, how did you get yourself in a spot where you're taking a cruise liner, like, across the Atlantic or around the Mediterranean? Like, you know, what are you doing? And sometimes mm-hmm. they act like it's way too easy. Like, like oh, you're working? <laughs> no, don't do that. What you got to do is get a lot of passive income. Like, that's, you know, like, oh, passive income. Never so thought easy. of that. Right yeah. So easy. He's like, yeah, I own a couple shopping malls. <laughs> managers are handling it. Yeah. I own a fountain by the mall. It's great. <laughs> That's yeah, a clever I idea. Days, man. <laughs> I own three red boxes. Sit back and watch it roll in. Like, <laughs> yeah, mm. I feel like my first question on the train would be asking people, like, so why, why do you take the train? Oh, that's got to be same, an interesting it's the same question. answer every day, though. It's typically, if you've got the money, it's just the better way to travel over everything. For fugitives, if not, you've got sure. time, if you've got time and you've got money, it's the better way to go. Time Everyone is the agrees. thing. I, time is the thing. But but that's the thing. Old people are retired and have money. So you know? are they? So, typ- you said all ages. I asked that. Yeah. No, there's some younger people in there. I don't typically talk to them though. Like the people around my age, typically thirty and up is who I get seated with. You know, people with kids or like old couples. I've never hung out with like the people my age. They're rare. <laughs> And they're rambunctious. I don't have that kind of time when I'm on the train. So you have nothing, you have time. nothing but time when you're on a train. Yeah. <laughs> no, I need to eat my meal as quick as possible. And the problem is I typically get seated on the in- – it's a very big problem. I get seated on the inside with strangers. So I have finished my meal, but I want fucking dessert, okay? Oh, my it's heavens. This is a big problem. Yeah. So <laughs> I have to wait for them to finish, and then the guy will come and ask everyone for a dessert. And then I finish my dessert. Well, now I wait. And wait, and just stare out the window. Why are you waiting? You have your dessert already. I've had my dessert already, is what I said. I have to wait for them to finish their dessert so I can get up. They're not going to let me out. Oh, wait. You're uh, trapped until everyone finishes? trapped. Why are you trapped? You're not selling out. us on this method of trap. So <laughs> the seat you have to is so tight in a train car. Go on. No, you're better off if you eat it slower. I'm saying I just eat faster, though, because I typically get a smaller meal. Now, I don't understand this method of trap. Is it like a ball gag S&M thing? Like, why is it you can't get up and... These are train folk, not bus folk, Woody. Please don't, <laughs> don't put them in the category of the freaks, okay? These people have money, all right? Okay, so, so what are we talking about, like, whips? Like the, the you know and and mahogany dildos. A lot of like, people would have to stand up for him to get yeah. around them and out of the train car. That's yeah. why this you're entire trapped. business is a facade to hide crippling fears of flying. <laughs> There's no. This so you go on a train true, that's though. expensive, takes longer. You Woody eat your like, meal as fast Woody as you can, like and you five, don't have time for if, conversation. If Woody really didn't care about time, he'd be right there with me because he hates flying. He gets sick with flying and stuff. I just don't like flying. It's not a fear. I've flown more than you. 
way more than you. Like, filled That's, up two passports his, more than me. His airplane dong <laughs> is this like It's very long. His airplane dong broke that measuring device in The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. <laughs> you know, it's just... It's just the, the, yeah. the, the, on no, his this, heart. Is a, this is a great topic. Let's brag about things that don't matter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I ate three bags of goldfish today, Sean. <laughs> I think... That's a significant <laughs> thing to brag about, you know? There's plenty you know of people what? that don't I'd leave say, the country. I'd say I could dip my passport in more bags of goldfish than you ever have. <laughs> Do you have a passport? At least, yeah, I have a passport. I need to go to Chicago sometime. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Never let him live it down! Never! Poor guy. Poor guy. He's down and has to be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. it you is. know what? You know what? If He's someone was picking on me time. on his show... He would put a kibosh on it, and and that's what I'm here for. Uh, he didn't well, know, and now he does. I stand by it. It's pretty goddamn dumb <laughs> to think you need in, a, an international U.S. passport that states your citizenship to travel interstately. But if you'd never flown, if he had you know? never flown before, it's understandable. It's just funny because he didn't know. But he did. It's not his fault for not okay. knowing. He never. Before flown. that story was the I went to South Korea to compete. Uh, in the uh, You know what? All right, all right. Let's not, let's not attack wings. But it's just yeah. the passport thing. Hilarious. Hey, I got one of my all ones. Fifty cent. Got Kyle crying. <laughs> yeah. Let me get my asshole thing real quick. Oh. So, oh. Oh, I'm so sorry, there's some so there's the standard ones like the stuff I told you I used to do to my coworkers, like you know humiliating the guy in front of everyone, uh, making him you know he's going to take his underwear off and give it to this uh, effeminate customer. I to, forgot uh, about those. Those are the, horrible. Uh, putting the dye on the guy's headset handset for his phone, so he he like puts like literally ink all in his ear, like all in his. Or ear. when it you were bad. a kid and you'd throw rocks at mailboxes or shoot at cars or. I've I used to put cinder blocks in the highway. To, so the cars had to slow down and go around them, and I'd ambush them, hit them with a fucking rock. This is how bad that is. I would put a baseball in the in the road and see if it'd run over. You're putting cinder blocks in the I road. I put cinder blocks in the middle of the highway so that the cars would stop and slow down enough. So I could, and and their dad was like, why would you do that? And I was like, I couldn't hit the cars. They were moving too fast, so I needed to slow them down. So um, let's see. I'm trying to think what else. I've struggled with monogamy mightily. Let's just leave it at that. Um, but you're honest about it, though. That's pretty normal. Well, I, I'm honest. I, anyway, um, <laughs> what else? I, I feel like I'm trying to think I've ever like physically like bit, hurt anybody, but I don't think I've, I've ever really been an asshole that way. Uh, I used to make fun of some people in high school that, that I really feel bad about it now. I said some. Uh, here, here's an example of, of like a real asshole moment. <clears throat> this is this is like 11th grade me, so forgive me. Um, maybe 12th grade. Anyway, I think. Let's see. What was it? What did she say was pathetic that I was doing? Oh, I know what it was. So I bought a T-shirt that my friend already owned. It was some funny graphic thing. It was like it was like a, a funny phrase, and my friend already had one. And I was like, I like that shirt. So I went and bought one. And I'm wearing the shirt at school. And this chick says to me, "Isn't that the same shirt that Blake has?" And I was like, "Yeah, I liked it, so I got one." She's like, "That's pathetic." And I reply with, "No, pathetic is going to prom by yourself." Because she, she was. But and I don't wow. call that you being an asshole. You were countering no. her being a bitch. That's true. And she lived in a glass mansion. She should have known better. I gotta it, add this. She should have known that. I gotta add this. I didn't know it. She had a huge crush on me. She totally liked me. So I feel like it was just a it was a double uh, 
double punch there. She's a double bitch then. Why would you do that to someone you like? Well, hey, you're pathetic, and I'm pathetic for liking someone who's pathetic. Look, I think she was trying to make conversation, if I'm being honest. Catherine, if you're out there. No. I'm very sorry that I I said that. (laughs) I I feel feel real bad about it. That was a real asshole moment. Um, Let's see. I don't know. Um, Blew up a chicken one time. I one time, you know the, um, you know they have I'm like casually those, let that one go by. And no one cares. <laughs> those road Nobody. barriers, and they're like uh, horses, like a, a carpenter would use with the flashing lights on them. Mm-hmm. One time, I stole a flashing light. Hmm. Oh wow! You rap scallion. <laughs> yeah, I'm really struggling here. Not oh, oh I have an actual asshole move. Um, so I'm a freshman in college, and I'm on the swim team, and there are like five of us together ish and um i know like the four of them like me and three others were on the swim team and there was a girl who happened to be fat and ugly and i didn't think she was on the swim team and uh like no one mentioned she was on the swim team she was someone who's on the swim team's roommate and that's why i thought she was with us and then when we went to um sit at the tables because of the number we had to push two tables together and i was with the fat and ugly non-swimmer and I was like, and I switched tables. And she was all by herself. And I felt like an asshole. Somebody else switched to her table. And I was just like, yeah, that was a douche move. But I did do it. Mm. She should have known better than to sit by you when fat and ugly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knows her clique. No, that's, let's be real. She said you were in high school, right? Yeah, Freshman I was about to college. say, we're going to give kind of passes. To, oh, oh, well. Freshman in college. You're an asshole. Jesus Christ. Christ. I was going to give a pass to anything <laughs> kind of high school related because you're mm-hmm. ignorant. I hit that girl. Dude, she had it you coming. Hit, she did she had have it coming. coming. She had it coming. Yeah. You backhanded the fuck out of that bitch. Oh. That's a great story. I, love <laughs> I wish I could go back in time just to see that moment. Oh, just my God. I, 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 You know, like, I've just got it burned into my memory that... It was cold out, and she had, like, the four fingers on, like, because it was a backhand. Like, bam! The, my hand impression was on her face, like like it was some fucking, like, Indian war paint thing they did. It was right. I haven't heard this story. It's, I haven't heard of this at all. She was bullying him severely and, and kind of reveling in the fact that she was a girl and he couldn't hit her back. <clears throat> and eventually, after maybe a couple of weeks or even more of this, would he slap the fuck out yeah. of her? Yeah. In fast forward, it actually lasted three months. She she was bullying me. She kept calling me fag. She kept saying I look like a girl, and I kind of did. I was late to puberty, and I had like wide hips, and my shoulders weren't like broad yet or anything. And uh, she's just you're a fag, you're a pussy, you look like a girl. Looking at me, walks like a girl, etc. And uh, I would ignore it. This happened in gym class day after day after day after day. And uh, moving along, three months later. At one point, I said something like, if you keep talking like that, you're going to get slapped. And then she started begging me to slap her. I dare you to do it. Slap me, slap me, slap me. You won't slap me. You're a pussy. Didn't do it. It was either one or two days after that of her begging for me to slap her. After, like, you're a pussy. You're a faggot. You won't slap me, etc. It was, like, fucking wish granted. And, uh... Like starting a lawnmower. And uh, like starting yeah. a lawnmower, and I hit her so hard. And uh, to wrap up the story and fast forward, like I was scared to death. I learned later that she was dating the captain of the wrestling team, and uh, he came up to me in the cafeteria, and I was like, "I'm fucking doomed." And um, he's like, "You know, did you hit my girlfriend?" And I was like, "Yep, I'm waiting for this." And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I know how she is." 
don't, <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> and that was how it wrapped up. Like he was almost like on was my cool side. Guy. Yeah, he was. And um, the fight, even though he was he was small like me, would have been very lopsided. I, I would have gotten crushed. And uh, and I kind of knew it, and um, he kind of knew it, and just said no more, and that was it. I can just picture I that shot a guy. Wait, what? Arms. Oh, okay. <laughs> I shot a guy oh. at the lunch table, point blank, with a uh, this super rubber band thing and a plastic launching thing I had made for it, and shot him right in the eyeball, like across the mm. the uh, table. And I I meant to not his eyeball, but his face. I was like, I'm gonna shoot him in the face with this. And it was uh, like the the projectile was you know when you open a like a twenty ounce soda there's that little plastic ring that like detaches mm-hmm. I had chewed on that mm. until it was flat and then that I bent around mm. the rubber band and I had a legit rubber band like this isn't something you'd find in an office like I was like <laughs> and it, it it hit him right in the eye and he stands up and he wants to fight and I'm like. Well, I know I'm in the wrong here, but all right, let's fight. And he and, and we get like we square off, and then he goes blind. I can see his <laughs> eyes go blank. He's like he's like real intense, and then he goes. <laughs> and I was just like, for a minute, I was just like, maybe I can give him a little a little jab here. Maybe, you know, maybe I just finish him up real quick. I could take him out in two, two three seconds. I could put a combo. You on go this Ronda Rousey blind. on his ass. But instead, I was just like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, I can't see. <laughs> I was just like, well, fucking sit down and don't tell on me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you shoot him in the eye? He's I didn't mean to asshole. hit the eye. I just wanted to oh, shoot him in the face. Okay, I'll, I'll ask again. You want to Why did you him? shoot him? Like, did, did he do something to deserve this? He's just a douche. You know, right? you're he taking my him. gold medal, I think. Like, these stories are pretty legit. I just did it because I wanted to. But his I, things are when he's a kid, and I'm going to give a little bit of a pass to that kind of that's stuff. High school. Yeah, that's high school. You know, um, I would also mean to wait to staff to this day at the age of 42. That's true. I would go <laughs> buy those women cut themselves after having to encounter Matthew Woodward. I would buy two bags of Skittles at lunch and I would pass them out to everyone at my lunch table. <clears throat> and the game was this I would pick a target somewhere in the lunchroom and then everybody throws one at the exact same time. And with that kind of volley, you could be very accurate over long ranges. So clear across the lunchroom, I'd be like, that guy. And eight. <laughs> fucking skittles get hurled across the room and you think oh it's just a skittle but when eight of them just come down and hit a table like everybody be freaking out and looking around and stuff and then we kept stepping it up you know eventually it was brownie balls you know you, you get, get the brownies from the cafeteria and they're the same consistency as like play-doh so you can just roll them up into any form you want really so we'd launch those across the 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 uh I, I, the cafeteria there were a couple times back in in middle school actually i would get um for whatever reason we had a fuck ton of soda and i would just bring a bunch with me to school for a couple weeks and i would give them out to all of my friends and the people i wanted to be my friends and the people i hated that also sat at the same table i would exclude them and then they would ask me for soda and i would say oh no these aren't for you these are from Oh, friends. so you were the you were the pop man. Yeah, you I was were, a pop man. And then would, no. this is worse. What I would take with my excess ones, we would walk. I would walk home to school every day with these people we'll and the losers that were following us that I didn't like. The excess ones I would take, go in the middle of the road and spike them in the street and watch them fly into the air as cars drove by. That is, sounds like a waste of soda. See, I have I have it a is. good one where I was I was transitively an asshole. So I wasn't immediately Mm. affiliated with it. So we had this teacher in high school who was like legitimately going blind. Like he couldn't see light yellow. He couldn't see yellow very well at all. We would like 
play, we could like definitely like play catch with tennis balls in his class while he was talking to us. And as long as they were brand new, catch it, throw it someone else. He, he didn't know what was going on. We, uh, we put a doll in a seat one day for a kid that was out. And it was like one of those like, blow up, like it was, it was not, not blow up. It was like a straw doll for like one of those field day things they were doing. And they put it there. And at one point, at one point he was like, Jared, care to comment? And he's like, Nope, guess not. It's just like <laughs> we kept going on the class, and uh, that that one just came back to me. This is the other one is we were supposed to do this. Uh, he made us turn in our, our essays had to be longer in that class because he couldn't read like the twelve point font as well. Really nice guy, but he made us do a big presentation on a piece of poster board, and it was like about some some history shit, like maybe a Renaissance era, and. We had we did it. We did everything correctly. We all did it as a group. I thought that it was going to go off without a hitch, just a regular presentation, boring. And the like troublemaker in our group, who was selected to be the presenter, because there was only one person presenting and the other two people did the work. So it was like, all right, I can do this shit. You just don't fuck it up when you get up there. He had written in highlighter in the background of all the details of it so that all the kids could see it. Just wrote, you are a fag <laughs> on the poster board in highlighter. And so he got up there, and like my name's on this project. And so like, he got up there, like standing up there, and, and like me and my my other mate are just like, oh Jesus Christ, we're we're, we're so fucked, we're so fucked. This is gonna work. And he gave the whole presentation. Everybody's laughing. <laughs> the teacher's just like, now now, the Baroque era isn't that funny. And it's like <laughs> has no idea. But uh, so I wasn't immediately associated with that. But it was really asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Wow. Yeah, you're really taking advantage Blind of blind man tricks. That's a great yeah, story. Yeah, next level stuff like, right there. It sounds Went like you're fine. just perpendicular to assholishness, so I'll, I'll give you a pass on that one. I had yeah, a, That wasn't me. I, my yeah. story is not nearly as entertaining, but we had a, a, an old teacher. He was like in his 70s, and he just lost his ability to give a fuck. Like it, it, it didn't take us long <laughs> to figure out that if he came late to class, there was no punishment. So like everyone started, like I rearranged my schedule. So that's when I would go to the locker. I'd just roll in like seven minutes late. Then it got to be, I could roll in like five, seven minutes late and have food with me. So I'd have like a popsicle or, um, you know, the kind that's coated with like a chocolate shell. And I would just roll in and he couldn't, like, he just didn't, he was sick and he didn't have it in him to fight. And then he got swapped out with the substitute and, uh, and the substitute like put the, he's like, you guys have been taking advantage of him. He's in the hospital now, et cetera. And then he died. And that was like, like, yeah, that's how the story ends. I had to start oh, behaving and the teacher died. I uh, didn't do anything, though. Like, that really yeah. put him to the, the edge of his life. Like, no, I'm not saying I killed him, him, but I took advantage of him. Well, I mean, you, uh, I you might have played a role. <laughs> there was, uh, I may have taken a weekend but off. But I'm actually we nice to wait, Steph. Like, when I go to my barber, they're all waiting there like I have treats an and their dogs. Way. I, I've stopped saying the uh, the thing the about fast is better. Now I walk eight. in and he's like, you know, like he he tells me what I want. He's like, oh yeah, number two on the sides, top long enough to comb to there. And I'm like, yep. But it takes. So I don't say faster's better anymore, and they're slipping a bit on that. But uh, I still tip the same, and they always yeah yeah. You say <laughs> faster is better. I love yes. yeah. It it it. it oh, and, the orders go. One. The commands you yell at this attendee. I want a number two on the sides, four on the top. Point me at the TV. Don't talk to me. Faster's better. I don't say don't talk to me. That's just implied by it's the in, TV. It's thing. implied by the TV. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, point See, me at this, the TV and fast is better. It's like bronze, silver, and then on the ivory tower in the middle <laughs> is perched atop. 
That's so not fair. Oh, oh not dude. even close. We, uh, there was a <laughs> when they didn't have bet. <laughs> that time that they didn't have our uh, hotel reservation, I was so shocked by how restrained he was. It was it was ridiculous. That, that's the one time I've seen him like like they. I think it was because there was this whole other melodrama of like this other they were uh, customer. He was there, and and long story short, he had some cold soup, but he'd eaten it. But and it was so, like they were like. You ate it. It was so, full on so, cold. He's like, it took two hours to deliver my soup. And they gave it to me. And it, it was essentially a drink at that point. Like, it was just room temperature. And, but he ate it, like Kyle said. And there was a big drama over whether or not he should pay for the freezing and soup. And the manager is like, it, you, you could tell by the way the manager was talking to this guy that, like, he's perfectly fine with the option of, okay, well, get the fuck out then. <laughs> like, 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 that's clearly one of the manager's options here. Like just the way he's talking, he's like, "Well, I don't know what you want me to do to you, do for you. Like, like, what do you want from me? You ate it. Like, like, what's what's the issue here? You didn't enjoy it. Like, well, you, you." And he was just like giving this guy no slack whatsoever. So when he kind of came over to us, we were kind of like, "I don't want to fuck with this guy. Like, he won't he won't give us anything. Like, we just need to be like concerned and and upset rather than assholes." I think I think that's what happened there. But normally, I think we would have let him have it a little more. At first, we did. It was just like that scene from Seinfeld where he's I stole it from that scene. You did. He said it to her. He's like, I don't think you know how the reservation works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we reserved a room and they didn't have a room for us. I'm like, yeah. do you know what reservation? You catch, Go on. Yeah, you catch more with those customer service situations of like, they don't have something for you. If you just, like exactly what Kyle said, if you play up like the concern, like, yeah, I'm just worried it's not going to work out correctly. Instead of like the, what the fuck? Yeah. What kind of operation are you running? Like, they're going to give you the benefit Where of the doubt 10 tonight? times more often. What do you do? Sorry, there's a fly in my face. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm so concerned about whatever invisible thing you were swatting at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that they were like some spirits or something. No spirits. You've been, so uh, I'll ask, is this an exercise thing? In middle school, we had a science fair. And the previous year before that, I did an experiment, and those suck and are boring. Um, so what we did, I came up with the idea of building a book report book stand. It was this wooden thing, really nice. Me and my dad built it. And you put a book on it, had a notepad thing on it, secure the book. It was really cool. And it was done so well that the teacher, <clears throat> judging the whole thing, thought I cheated and bought this at a store somewhere, and I was DQ'd. So me and my friends peed in her gas tank. <laughs> oh. Wait, what does that do to the gas tank? Does it ruin the car? I don't know, but it Make felt it go really faster. Good. It felt like a bad thing to do to a vehicle, so we peed in her gas tank, all four of us. Time to how pay did, the how did you find the time? It was after school. What do you mean, how did I find the time? I'm a kid. Yeah, like how, do you, like, how far away is this car that four guys can just line up and... If you put water in a gas tank, yes. it just doesn't run as well, and I yeah. imagine it's a similar effect. Yeah, I don't know what happened after that. We didn't stick around to like watch her start the car or anything. My yeah. cousin has had his uh, had his gas tank uh, sugared, and that, that that's caused, awful. That'll yeah, that seized ruined the whole it. engine up, right? It did. Yeah, yeah. It ruined his car. Uh, does, yeah. Is that what happens? Yeah, it was very. Why bad. would it yeah. seize the engine? I'm not exactly sure, but I, I would have guessed it would clog the fuel injector. Like that would my guess be a fuel delivery issue. Perhaps I know that's uh, what I, I've always heard. That and salt, I think. Just... How much sugar do you need to put in there? I have no Probably idea. A lot, right? I Probably wouldn't like... think so. I would think if really? you get like, yeah, I bet a cup of sugar would ruin your car. Well, a cup is a significant amount. I think, yeah, that would do it. Yeah, coffee. Well, I mean, I'm not. I don't think you put a sugar packet in there, but a coffee cup full of sugar. Yeah, right. fuck your car. Yeah. Well, your time is precious to you. 
and you want to feed your mind with the best of what's out there. But who has the time to sift through all that nonsense on the internet? So, for those of us who want premium content and don't have the time to, uh, and don't have time to waste finding it, there's Next Issue. Next Issue is the mobile app that lets you tap directly into the world's most popular magazines anytime, anywhere, using your phone or tablet. Iconic magazines like People, Vogue, Esquire, Time, and more. And Next Issue lets you dive deeper into the story with interactive content for a richer reading experience. Sign up for Next Issue right now. You'll get immediate access to all the top magazines, including, including back issues and exclusive videos and photos. They have all the best content around the topics we care about most, such as cars, Car and Driver, Forbes, PC World, and Rolling Stone. And with Next Issue, we can read, we can read these straight on our phones anywhere, anytime. So the, uh, the best part of this whole thing is that Next Issue is offering a free trial right now. When, uh, when you go to nextissue.com slash PKA, again, you can try Next Issue free right now when you go to nextissue.com slash PKA. Dude, I'm actually yeah. going to sign up for this, like in real life. Every now and then, I'll see like ads in print and stuff and, and read it. Not ads, uh, like magazines and print and stuff. And like you forget how much better professionally written articles are. Like it, you know, I'll be at the, the barbershop or the, I got my tires replaced uh, not long ago and I'm picking up real magazines and it's like, ah, oh, the fucking professional writers are better than your average website hack. You know, I like Reddit and everything, but Jesus, it's just a bunch of regular people doing things with no special expertise. You read motor trend or car and drivers probably better than it's there. Anyway, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I think having something like this at my fingertips would make me better at PKA. It's really cool if you if you look on that talk. They have mm-hmm. like every magazine for every subgenre you of would them. want. Like they have all the major ones at the very bottom, like you know Time, News Weekly, or whatever, all that. But like all the cool stuff we were, you know, that we're into and whatnot. I, I really like the app. I've been using it to read things every day. So I'm a big fan of Next Issue because. I mean, it's it's so cheap, and like they've just got everything. Like, what does a magazine subscription cost? Like twenty bucks a month, like ten bucks a month, or something stupid. I think this is significantly cheaper, and you get access to everything, plus all the repositories of all the back catalog stuff. You know, that you can't get if you yeah. sign up somewhere else today. So, big fan of Next Issue. Go support them. Well, Very good cool. deal. So, I I think we've definitely I. I I rank it this way. I say Woody's number one asshole. Um, That's not even in question. I, 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 I think I take number two and chi- and then it goes Taylor and then Chiz. That's my personal opinion. But we're all yes, bottom half. People. Yeah, I don't no, think any of us are very nice people. Only, uh, only they are. <laughs> yeah, me and Chiz are fine. Bottom half of the rankings may as well just be We sad. can still run for political office, in other words. I can't. Or Jesus, the, fuck. Yeah. I can't possibly yeah. run for office. <laughs> I, sometimes I think, like, it's something I'd like to do a little bit. But it's bit. interesting. You always say that, and the argument might have been totally true 10 years ago or something. But when you hear um, the things Rick Santorum has done in the past, the things that Trump says without saying, if you do it like you like with YouTube, hey, if you just own it, like, yeah, I said that stuff. It was under these pretenses. Go check the tape or whatever. Those are the actual words. I I think if you owned everything and came out right, it's usually when they find shit you didn't talk about, like that you're trying to cover up and hide. But if your shit's all public access and you just own it, I think- <clears throat> let me read the transcript back. I think they should just go hang themselves. <laughs> <laughs> now, there is true you have hated on a lot of minorities, international groups, <laughs> as um, you do, countries. Um, I don't know how foreign relations would work. That'd be a tough debate. In fairness, uh, all those people are stupid. There you go. <laughs> 
Yeah. How do you feel about foreign policy, Mr. Woodward? Well, if they're Ireland, China, or Hawaii, I say bomb <laughs> them the fucking Stone Age, my friend. <laughs> let's talk economics now. Let's move on. That's my foreign policy. All right, I'll, I'll let Biden handle any anything else. Okay, mm. let's, let's move away from this. I love that Trump has improved in the polls throughout this whole like. Oh. Uh, Everything he he would think that he's stepping in a pothole, but instead, like they like him more for it. Has I, Biden come out and said he's running it? Because I saw something the other day that says Iowa's current numbers are fifty percent for Hillary, thirty-eight for Bernie Sanders, and twelve percent for Joe Biden. But as far as I know, he hasn't announced he's running. They may, it may have been one of those polls where they hypothetically asked him if Biden were in the race right. or something like yeah. that because he's yeah. he hasn't announced he's interesting anything bro. like that. I, I imagine I imagine a lot of that twelve percent going for a nearly fictitious candidate, someone who's not even running, are looking for a Hillary alternative. Yeah, like I I suspect of that twelve percent, and this is PKA stats, Bernie Sanders takes ten of it. You know, they're they're in the anyone but Hillary camp. Mm. Well, I think you're right. It's just like there's Hillary with all of her faults. Then there's the totally way too far left Bernie Sanders. And there's no happy meeting. Joe Biden's that happy meeting. He's like a Hillary without all of the faults. He's got his own quirks as a person. But when it comes to certain policies and how, you know, you condone your work, Joe Biden's just a better pick. I feel Did like you see that the FBI has seized her server? I think uh, she yeah. handed it over. Apparently, no, she, she sent, I don't know what a higher than top secret is, but she sent higher than top secret stuff off her personal email server, and that's a problem. And I, I'd like to know more. I, maybe foolishly, I give her the benefit of the doubt that she was careless and not malicious. But Well, they, way, found, they, found two, they, they found two that were that level of beyond, above top secret or whatever. It was like four levels above top secret. Out of like four. Four four hundred emails or something like that. It was like out of the fraction of emails that they were looking at, two of them were were of that nature. So it's not like there's two emails that encompass all of her emails. They found two in a small subsection of what she had already cleaned. Like it's, I feel like it's just the tip of the iceberg based on what I've read. She looks so untrustworthy with with issues like this. Like you just feel like she's like. In somebody's pocket, or Doctor Evil himself, or something like well, I just don't. I think trust she's it. just careless more than anything else. Which oh, isn't I don't. Good. She's too smart to be careless. I That's feel the like other it part. plays into the narrative about. She her. wouldn't have gotten caught if she wasn't. <clears throat> it's being like careless. you can't say why she's untrustworthy, but people feel that way, and I'm, I do too. You know, and I, I don't love anyone who's running this year, but it's like Bernie Sanders too far to the left. What do they say? Eighty? No, ninety-eight percent tax rate or something stupid like that. Um, it, it almost seems like you know, he just wants to Robin Hood this thing, you know, steal from the rich, give to the poor. That's too far. On the right, everybody's crazy. It's a fucking sideshow. Well, not everybody, but a lot of them. Um, on the uh, and and then on like the the Hillary thing, like she's just dirty. I can't tell you why, but we all kind of believe it. There's the real estate and tr investment trust stuff that they followed forever. There's the um, uh, the cattle futures thing that she did. Who turns a grand into a hundred grand in a couple of months, accurately predicting every movement in cattle futures? What the fuck? She doesn't know more about cattle than I do. And I, I, I don't know. The whole thing, she just seems like she's always been dirty. And this male email thing falls into that narrative. It could just be carelessness. I don't know. But I, I don't know. It just No, I don't trust her. I saw that uh, bl the Black Lives Matter uh, people were disrupting a Jeb Bush uh, rally today, I think. Uh, I don't there know the go. particulars. I saw that, that it one happened, makes more sense. But I didn't see that. Um, 
I saw that it happened, but I didn't see the video of it or how he handled it or anything. It wouldn't be hard to do better than Bernie Sanders did. No, it wouldn't. Um, sure, he did. What did he do? Just kind of stood there. He just walked away. Yeah, he stood back, and then he tried to talk to him for a little bit, and they were, like, irate and... um, Screaming. They were screaming. I was looking for, like, a single word for it. They were being unreasonable. Like, I'm looking for inconsolable, but, like, they're just uncalm-downable. I don't know what else to say. But She was a real cunt. (laughs) She was angry and yelling and... It seemed like she wanted to be angry and yelling. Like yeah, she, was not, she didn't care. It, nothing was going to make her happy because they're like, all right, you can talk after us. I want to talk now. Fuck you. I want to talk. Okay, you can talk now. And she still kept going on, uh, you know, saying whatever she had Taylor, to say. Taylor, do you have she a word for this? For being mad. I, 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 my vocabulary is failing me here. Is there a word like inconsolable but angry? The woman? She yeah. was being contentious. Just starting a fight for no reason. Yeah, just wanting works. to get into conflict. Notice how contentious yeah. starts with the word cunt. I mean, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> just cunt yeah, yeah. She, she was just, I don't know. Like, it, she yeah, was I, contentious. That's exactly and, what you want in a leader, though. Someone who folds immediately to any pressure. So, yeah, v- <laughs> vote Bernie. Yeah. yeah, that's what he yeah. did. He folded. So they started trying to, like, negotiate her. Like, all right, we'll let you well, talk. But after him. On her? I... What do you think Trump would What would have been the better way to handle it? Fuck off, get off my stage? Uh, no, have these people removed who are making a huge scene in a public sphere, disrupting everybody else's. Nobody's thinking about everybody else's there, spending their time supporting someone that they want in office. Nobody cares about all those people. Now, Just get them out. They're being disrupted. It's easy to do in hindsight. I'm not saying I do better than Bernie, but I would want my president to be better than me at this. The best thing to do would be to like sort of instantly debate her on stage. Like, okay. I don't know why you're here disrupting me. I marched with Martin Luther King. I have a 98% or 100% NCAA voting record. You should be on my side, not demanding to bring... What is it about my policies that you have an issue with? And then she would have looked stupid, and she was stupid. He couldn't right? have talked over her. It goes back to how no, she was she'd be yelling the whole he was, time. He was had smart. the mic. He was smart. He was smart. He was smart in what he did. There was no... You know, these are the stats. You know, how many times do you do that in a YouTube thing? Like, this is actually the truth, okay? These are the stats and numbers. I don't give a fuck. That has failed for me 100% of the time. She's going to loud so (laughs) yell and curse him out, and everyone's going to rally behind her who's just an asshole and stuff. He did the right thing. Like, there was no good way to handle that situation. There's not a diplomacy let's debate the matter. George Bush would have shot her. Ted Cruz did that. It was someone like Code Pink or something like that, but it was Mm -hmm. some dude in a pink shirt. And he was trying. Oh, it was a woman in a picture, and he and she was trying to um, argue that the Iran deal was good, and then his argument was that the Iran deal that Obama wants was bad. And he was able to go back and forth with her and just be like, that essentially, the Iran deal, if I understand it right, is they're giving these people money, and in exchange, we get to monitor what they're doing, and they give away all their weapons grade plutonium and stuff like that. That's been cut, by the way. Uh, I don't know if that I don't know if the inspections has been cut fully, but I know we were allowed to come unannounced and do inspections, which is kind of the bane of it. Now you have to like schedule an appointment so they can get all their ducks in a row over there and then we can come inspect them. That's why it's such a shitty deal. You know, we're giving billions of dollars and they just keep cutting and cutting and cutting what we get in return. You know, if you're not going to have an unannounced inspection, what's the fucking point? (laughs) Well, anyway. Ted but Cruz. I have to ask: Did that late? Did that guy or whatever storm the stage and grab the mic out of someone's hand, or was he in the audience barking? There were actually several of them, and uh, it wasn't a stage so much. Like it was a podium, but it was ground level, so mm-hmm. they were able to immediately walk up and start screaming and stuff. 
And there were a handful of his supporters that were like, get him out. They kind of want to muscle him away. And he was like, no, 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 no. Come and talk to me. And uh, not, not you guys, but many people would be surprised about how difficult it is. Like suddenly when you're at the podium and you're asked to speak and present your case to a crowd, you're, you're going to look retarded. Most people will, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's so difficult. A lot of people, I think Chiz and I were talking about this recently, you know, when there's like a form and they ask a question and then that person on the mic is like, doesn't ask the question smoothly. And they talk about how cringeworthy and lame it is. It's harder to do than you might guess. I don't know if you've ever been in front of like a virtual 50,000 people in a real life 1,000. Now you're suddenly on stage and you want to ask a question. A lot of people will turn into a stuttering mess. So when Ted Cruz invites this person to come debate him, he's an experienced person. In like, it's like, ah, come into my shark tank. Only Kyle will survive. Yeah. They're different circumstances, though. I feel like... I think the person, uh, it sounds like a guy, what race? It was just a different agenda. You know, this was a black woman who had her agenda, was mad and stuff, didn't care. If she did her homework and stuff, she would know what she was doing was stupid as fuck. But she didn't care. She was just ignorant like a fucking car wreck coming at him. And he had no staffers kind of. Kind of helping, but I didn't see any fucking security or anything. His staffers looked over 65, too, and and I felt like his whole party looked meek, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and that sucks. It was like a bunch of old people at a bus stop, and these, these like, big, fat black women were just shouting them down, and they looked really afraid, just like a normal group of old people would have. (laughs) And and I kept thinking, like, if I'm running up a campaign, there's, like, five guys on call that I can be like, yeah, and they're just going (laughs) to fucking hoist your ass up and have you out of there. Like, like... There's no way. Like, like that's absurd. He he should have better security. He shouldn't have like I don't know, just stood there like that, like a lump on the log. He looked like an asshole, and they looked. He like looked the weak. Biggest cunts he looked of weak. all. He looked. And, he looked and, weak and, and ineffective. Like yeah, like like, like he had no power. Yeah. Um. And he he's like seventy three years old too. I don't think yeah. like that's too old to elect someone. That's, that's too the old. thing. I you, said this to Woody and Kyle the other day. The one thing people are not arguing against his candidacy is the thing that was the primary focus of McCain's faults when he was running and he was like i think mccain's 70 now so he was like 62 back then or whatever this fucker's 73 right i will now, say and no though, one's brought up his age among 73 year olds i think he'll be 74 when he takes office if it, if it happens he looks spry and with it whereas mccain has so many miles on him and is is everyone's gonna say the the pow thing and i guess that's part of it uh, it's not a big deal but also, seven years of torture but but also like his face is swollen on one side and and he had his like arms do this yeah torture. and his his i don't that's know if that's the from the tor- yeah. no i thought he had it's cancer dealt with I thought he and he had like a bandaid covering some sort of leg. They gave him the cancer in Vietnam. <laughs> they did not. He had like a facial lesion that he was having taken care of while he was. That's running. where they put it. Stop. So so McCain just looked like shit. Whereas Bernie's biggest issue is his hairstyle. Like outside of that, he looks like it's too long. He's got like a comb over. But in the truest sense, it's that he's seventy three. Like he, yeah. he's already. What's the average? Uh, longevity for a man in the u.s like 74 to, or 76 something estimate. like that yeah. like yeah. he's he could very well take office and then immediately die and it would not be like a, oh my god shocking news like it'd be like okay well he was 74 like now, i don't care how they look old. but i do think he is healthier just like jerry brown who's the governor of california would be an excellent candidate and he's 75 i think but he, he fucking runs like a mile every day and he's healthy as an ox let me ask you a question 
How would you like? I, I think we all know that Trump would not make the best president, and and it would be kind of scary, as entertaining as it would be. Really and I don't think, and I just don't think he can win the presidency. No matter, he would have to run against a really ineffective. Uh, Stephen Colbert yeah. is actively hoping that Trump is still leading when he starts his show. <laughs> He's me like, too. please yeah. give me Trump. <laughs> Carry on. Um, but I think he would make a really. I think he could be a good VP. I think if the Republicans are going to win, then it's it's only if Trump's on the ticket. I think they. I think if you have Trump as your VP. Then all the people who would never vote for Trump because he's fucking insane, you might be able to pull enough of those over to I don't know Jeb Bush or Ted Cruz. Yeah, I was gonna say Jeb, Jeb Bush has the prime, you know, as the candidate, and you put uh, Trump as the ticket, and he backs Jeb Bush. Bush Trump. They'd win. Oh my God. Bush would yeah. Trump. I don't. I don't think there's a chance for Hillary or a chance for. San well, there is no chance no, for that Hillary guy Sanders. Hillary wins it if the Republicans he, don't do something like Kyle did, some kind here's of power the, move. Well, so, so I if, just saw stats recently. They say Hillary's chance of winning is 80%, Sanders is 12 But interesting, Sanders is like by far winning in New Hampshire, the first primary. And uh, it's because he's from Vermont, which is next to New Hampshire, and it's like almost home court for him. If he wins New Hampshire, like he's... He gets nationally known. Maybe they start doing some debates. And, and something about debates makes you see the candidates on a more level platform as opposed to previously it's all about media coverage and time. And then he wins New Hampshire. Does that not give him the kind of leg up that lets him more actively compete with Hillary on an even playing field? I think he's going to win the on him. states. I think she'll shit on him in the debates anyway. He's going to win yeah. the first. He's going to win at least two out of the three first three states, I would wager. But uh, they go to the south after that, don't they? I, skipping Nevada, I know yeah. it comes in at some point. But like, uh, when they go to the south, that's what'll be telling, because that's what matters. And he's an outsider. I feel like it, to them. Yeah, the first is the Iowa caucuses, if I recall. Yep. And I, no one even understands how caucuses fucking work. Like, you go there and you vote for your guy, and then if he doesn't like it, you like all run over to some other part of the room that's for your second choice or something. I don't even know. Caucuses are shit. And then they go to New Hampshire where they actually vote like grown-ups. And then after New Hampshire, what's next? Uh, Ohio? I just... I think Hillary's a lock for the Democrats to be their nominee. Yeah. And Unless Joe Biden throws his name in the hat. Or unless the FBI uh, keeps... keeps uh, South Carolina, yeah. then Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, well, I still think she wins the nominee, given who's in that category, though, regardless if they, they find out she sent documents just because Bernie Sanders is as far left as you can get. If it turns he's out way she's, too far she's left. Done something, if she's done something criminal, and she, uh, the, the, then... You can't. Then, it doesn't matter. He's so far fucking left, dude. She'll win the Democrat nominee. She won't win presidency, she might she'll win the Democrat prison. nominee. <laughs> like, like, I, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay, if, but if then whoever perfect. else is running in the Democrats that we can't name right now will still win because he's too far left. Yeah, no one it's is going to vote unrealistic. for... Huh. Like, there's, I feel like there's a very tiny niche of Joe Biden will throw his fucking young in the people who like that guy Sanders. He's literally Nobody getting like 12% really. of the vote right now, and he had no name recognition at the start of the campaign. Like, he, oh, And he's pulling giant crowds. Like, His crowds are by far the largest of the campaign. Far bigger than Trump, far bigger than uh, Jeb Bush, far bigger than Hillary. Bernie Sanders, number one. And his crowds are like 30,000. It's almost reminiscent of Obama, except that no one treated Obama like he was. They, Obama was like the number two guy, right? Hillary and Giuliani were one, and then Obama was like you know, a possibility too. For some reason, it's Hillary this time, and Bernie Sanders, yeah, I'll admit, whenever he 
like goes somewhere, 30,000 people come to cheer him on, but he's still nothing. Like that's the, that's the narrative. Yeah, well, that's here's a the thing, drop though, in like the bucket. Wait, oh, he's going to cities with like 6 million people in him, here's the thing. and then 30,000 people come out. All... He is the far left socialist of the group. Guess who likes being an advocate, rallying behind shit, going to protest? Far left liberal people. So that's why he's pulling big crowds. He's not going to pull, you know, these people. Moderates. With, you know, yeah, yeah he's going to pull moderates. And the people that go to Trump's and stuff are probably of a younger generation. But you go to Jeb Bush's campaign, I'm sure the average age there is like. 38 to fucking 62 or whatever like you know it's like why the voting numbers were crazy during obama's elections because young people got up and fucking supported his ass because this was something liberal it was new and unique and bernie sanders is as far left as we've ever seen so that's why they're getting out there and going yeah i can agree behind 98 percent tax and all these other liberal things and he's for yeah. these social policies so that's why he's pulling these these fucking groups of people I, young people like to get out and do shit like that i love the narrative that they're out doing it because they're unemployed losers. Like, that's my favorite. Some guy wrote to me, I was like, I wonder why the internet is so democratic. And he wrote this fucking like six page thing to me as a Reddit message on how successful Republicans are and how they don't have any time for, for the internet. And then that's why they're underrepresented on there. Oh, they're well, so they busy running their businesses and you know making their millions and this and that. And if you look at the average income of Republicans, it's off the charts and this and that. Yeah. And, and the average yeah. age of a Republican and how they don't. It just know comes what the down to is or how to very, use it. Yeah, very young people are way more likely to be hyper like extreme liberals, and those people just happen to be on websites online like Reddit, where it's just a liberal hub. Like yeah. you can't say I think things it's more that are conservative that the there internet, without it being. I, I think the internet skews towards youth, and youth skews, skews towards Democrat, and that's that's mm -hmm. the explanation, you know. Because I could counter that guy. Not that I'm, I, I see myself as centered. I don't know what the world defines me as, but you know, I could say blue states have higher IQs. Blue states have more college and postgraduate degrees. You know, I, I could make the same argument that you know these blue states are the you know, super achievers that this guy could for the Republicans, you know, their incomes and such. So, uh, yeah, I don't believe that's true that blue states have higher IQs or anything like that. No, that's true. I would take that bet if you average them all. I'll, yeah. I'll take that bet. <laughs> no, that, that's the thing. You did, you've got the up. Bible belt. That's going to weigh down your average. Exactly. Right there. Yeah. Sorry. A lot of those, um, a lot of those red states are like, you know, like the, the deep South, Louisiana, um, yeah, you know, not Mississippi. A lot of when you ever look at like the lowest performing high schools, you get a lot of red states in there. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, not I, a very good gauge of the voting base anyway, since they're I've likely to be involved graphs. in different agricultural businesses down there where they're not as educated traditionally in what you would need to perform well on an IQ test. Right, right. But I don't know. Yeah, and IQ tests, they're one small measurement of, of like, whether you got what it takes. You know, like, there's a whole The guy thing. who invented the test didn't think it was. No, he didn't. No, the, if we go by just the results of it, people have gotten smarter over the past, like, 50 years. Is that really the case, or are we just becoming more adept at taking tests since we're more, like, yeah, forced to do it, like, rigorously educated? all the time, day know. and night? Um, yeah, we're getting better educated, but... But uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think IQ tests are not nothing. Um, it's just they're not everything, that's all. I'm really looking forward to that. I want to see when there's two candidates in this thing, and I want one of them to be Trump so fucking bad. 
I want to see the mud he would sling in, in, a, in, in a presidential race. I, it would be so fun to watch him on that national stage talking shit. And, and he, doesn't, he wins no matter what in that scenario. If he loses the race, well, I mean, he's, his star is rising every day at this point, right? And he's already a pretty well-known guy. If he wins the race, he's the president of the fucking United <laughs> States. Like, he's, uh, he's riding high right now. I bet he's really enjoying this. The only way he could oh, lose... Yeah is if he runs and like nobody cares so it seems like the previous ones he like ah, i don't think so i don't think so you know like it, he never actually ran now he runs he's leading it for a while i uh this is a really interesting story trump running this thing and and we were talking before about the he does things that would bury any other candidate it turns out the rules are different for trump and they just are I, and Part of it is because he handles it so well, but part of it, I think, is expectations are just different. People forgive Trump. For I shit. think a big part of it is that is that that thirty percent of uh, Republican voters is the really fucking like misogynistic, racist, uh, you know, closed-minded, religious group of uh, the party, and I think that's why they're 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 sticking with him. They're like, yeah, fuck Hillary. Yeah, yeah, that bitch does have her period. That's why she's talking smack, Trump. Don't take no <laughs> shit. Yeah, let's kill them brown people. That Put that wall up, too. They took our jobs. Did you, like, See, did you hear the period I'm, thing, I'm Taylor? I'm taking the complete other side. Oh, I, I heard some of like the little sound clips of, of Trump, but I, I'm taking the other side of Kyle. I don't know which one's right, but I think like having talk and, talked to my grandparents who are from southern Missouri, like a lot of those people down there hate Trump because they feel like he is making the Republican Party like what they firmly believe all those principles yeah. and whatnot that he feels like it's a, they're making he's making a mockery of it like he's basically uh, a big straw man gallivanting around making a fool just making an easy target on them and they're like oh that idiot that that Hollywood man going around let alone he was he an outspoken Democrat with a bunch like, of liberal policies and just flip-flopped right before he threw his name in the hat for the Republicans like that pisses a lot of people off and it's a fair argument yeah. and that's where I stand like I, I really wouldn't mind Trump if he won the whole damn thing I wouldn't like what I don't think he's gonna start a war I think that's just him being hyperbolic and I think he could really have a healthy economy and I think you'd see his liberal tendencies come back. I think that's super dangerous. His life. I think it's super, think it's super when dangerous. A guy, we, when a guy so says, look, I'm going to start a war with ISIS. Not telling you what I'm doing, but trust me, my plan fucks up ISIS. And, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put a big wall on right. that. I'll He's get not Mexico telling you about his pay. plan because he doesn't have a plan. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The whole thing. No, no. But what you've done in your last sentence is you've kind of projected what you want him to be and said, you know what? Regardless of all these things he says and the holes in what he's saying, I think in reality he'll do all the things that I like in a president. But here's if the counter happens. to that. Every candidate every year says, oh, I'm doing this. I'm going to close Guantanamo on the first day. Oh, I'm not going to put arsenic in the water. They say all that when they're running, do the complete opposite or never do it when they get into office. So when he's, it, it counters just that argument. I'm not hoping for it. It's just a proven track record of what they do. Oh, when Obama gets in, he'll legalize pot. He's so liberal on this. No, that's not he a never thing. said that. Close. He never said that. That was a presumption a lot of people made based on who he was. See, and I think he that you've argued against yourself. In that, but you know, I, my like, argument you're, is you're saying, oh, my presumptions are this. And, and then argument. you don't actually get it. He said he was going to close Guantanamo. said he was going to get us out of the two wars in like three years or whatever. Um, all that stuff, that didn't happen. He did so many things that, you know, in his campaign, oh, less foreign, you know, surveillance or whatever. Drone strikes, all that. 
And then he gets into office and then does the opposite or doesn't do those things. Every candidate does that. That's why no one believes. It's all false promises when they're running. It, when they get in, they do what they want. It's true that almost every candidate is unable to deliver on all the promises they gave while they were being Or they're elected. saying things to get votes. However, it's a bad idea to vote for someone on the idea that they'll most likely flip and not be the kind of president they're telling you they're going to be. If you say, ah, I don't think he'll really go to war. I know he's running on this I'll go to war thing, but in reality, he won't do that. You're less likely to get someone who's closer to your target if you vote for someone who's not saying the things that are close to your target. No, because he's also lying. Like I said, he's an outspoken Democrat. He has so many liberal. Now he's making up these stories about why he's pro-choice and come around to the or pro-life and come around to the issue. I'm more scared about the people who aren't saying, "Oh, fucking bomb them so hard," because those are the people that will do the shady shit. They will break the pro-choice, pro-life. Every Republican, I'm sure, wants to go attack ISIS. That is on that stage. Uh, (laughs) except maybe Rand Paul. Yeah, that's true, actually. But um, no, no, I, I think it's a very dangerous game. And I'll tell you, I played it. I played it once when I was when I was about your age. I voted for George W. Bush the first time, you know, 16 years ago or something like that. And uh, um, it was like, all right, I know he's not going to be my perfect president, but I'm really on board with you know these four things he said. And Congress or reality will rein in the things that I don't like about him. And then he went in there and it was like, oh my God, he's way more extreme than I ever thought he would be. He's more extreme than he said. You know, he, he ran on this compassionate conservative platform. And then when we got him, he was anything but. You know, but you're he, arguing my point right now. See, I'm not, I'm saying he's going to do the opposite <laughs> of what he's saying. That what he's saying in the forefront, no, well, like what you said with Bush, you thought, you know, he's going to do these things he said in his campaign, all these things. And then he got the title and then doesn't do them. Or so, does the opposite but your point is pretty close to, Argue for the one you hate the most. Vote for the one that is least similar to what you want because they won't be anything like they said they were. And That's not the point I'm making, no. It, I'm not it, saying It's that. pretty close to that. Well, if that were the case, no. I would vote for Bernie, but not <laughs> yeah, a chance. right, but that's not no. what I'm saying. I think that it would be hilarious. I think he's Trump just being hyperbolic. I don't think he's going to do that, and I'm willing to take that chance based off of how every other politician has ran their you're, campaigns and then their presidency. You're betting that there's a hidden sanity under the under the sheets there. I do. This is a businessman who's made billions. I don't think he's a crazy person. I think he's hyperbolic and knows how to draw a crowd. He's an entertainer. He's smart. Everyone gives uh, what's-her-face, Miley Cyrus, so much credit for being smart. Oh, she's owning this and doing that. Why is Trump not giving the same thing? You, think you saw a, him put the smack down on Vince McMahon. You think that's a dumb man who just made a couple billion dollars and now he's You running. said that, not me. No, I'm not just, arguing that Trump is dumb. Know that he was born with every cent he has uh-huh. now. Like, he's <laughs> totally... That's it. That's all he is. It, You're right. It is a head start when you, like, you begin with $20 million. But on the other hand, if I began with $20 million, I think that 20 years later, I'd probably have like 25 or 30 million and be living nicely. Uh, he's a billionaire and uh, not 10 billionaire, but whatever. It's pretty legit. No, that number is not real. But no, no. I love that. It can be proven are four and five. Yeah. And his, he, he, he valued his name itself as a $3 billion asset. The name does have value. I'll give him that. But one thing that's fun about this is like as the presidential campaign continues, Raise the valuation on that name thing because it's just getting <laughs> yeah. bigger and better. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I hope by the time he's facing off against Hillary for the pres for the presidency, he's like, and, and she's like, this guy claims to be worth ten billion. He's like, ah, eleven. Eleven billion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Stock has went up. <laughs> yeah. I got the, the stock app now. on my phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be great if she's like arguing with him and he's just like texting and then <laughs> getting back to her? Uh, yeah. Do you remember uh, when Bush seemed to wear that? Uh, you guys are probably young. The first time Bush debated, he appeared to have a mic in his ear. Like that. Dude, it, it's. Uh, I bet I could find it. Um, I've seen that, that still image. Yeah, Bush hidden Mike. He's tips like he's cheating on a test, right? This is Bush. Yeah, it, somebody <laughs> he should have kept. Please. He should have never taken that motherfucker out. What? What the? Who was in charge of that? They should have been whispering in his ear from day one. <laughs> Whoever True. was whispering in his ear had some good shit. That all that all made sense. He wasn't talking about arsenic and, and killing brown people when he was in those debates. It was all like fucking hope right. and change himself. Here it is. I found the sounded good. I found the mystery, mystery bulge. bulge. Right, right. He had oh, something between his shoulder blades on his back, and you could kind of see the mic like by his ear, like it came out of his shirt and other pictures. A lot of people say that that was a receiver so that people could give him tips or like just help him out during the debates. Mm -hmm. Like he, he's being coached live, and. Um, his, his tailor dove on the sword and said, is it dove on the sword? Jumped on the sword? Anyway. Yeah, sword. Fell on yeah. his sword. Fell on the sword. sword. That's what I'm going for. His tailor fell on his sword and was like, I'm so sorry. It was a poorly tail or tailored shirt or whatever. I put a metal rod jacket. there. Yeah. He's like, it's my fault <laughs> that it laid like that. I'm so What the fuck? That's not fabric doing it's that. perfectly straight, taut fucking fabric yeah, like this. Like, like, you know. <laughs> I had some sheet metal in my tailoring process. My apologies. I didn't remove it. You know? <laughs> like, that's that's not a thing that happens when there's a... That's not how a jacket can lay. Fabric doesn't behave like that. What is it, a Kevlar sports jacket or something? You know, like a, Maybe. I, <laughs> that was my thought. I was like, is, could it be... Because it's a place of politician. Why would he be wearing something weird yeah. under his coat? Body armor? Yeah. Uh, that, could uh, be. That, that came up. No. He said... It wasn't there. It wasn't a thing. And then he said, my jacket just lays funny. My tailor did it. And his tailor backed him up. What? Of course he did. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, it's I don't want tailor if he didn't. I, I, I don't really care about that very much. I don't care either. How, really? how, I've always thought about that. Like if you, I thought about that because for a while I did think they had those tiny ones you can't see or whatever. And they would use them to help. But I always thought... Is that really what you need? You're trying to yes. focus on what this guy is saying right now and come up with here's, your rebuttal. No, here's what here's what I would want. If if I were a fake politician, let's say, and and I just don't have the chops to to hang with these, you know, these all super accomplished people. You hear them talk to you. I I put myself in their shoes sometimes at these debates, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know anything about that person in that other country and all that money and that trade deal. Like, I don't know anything about that. But but the person asked is immediately like. He knows about that. What if you had five, six guys in a room and, and there, there's a couple guys doing research. So if Hillary starts going on and on about, about like, you know, she's naming names, giving facts, dates and records and stuff. If you had people fact checking her at the speed of light and then you had one guy who's got the microphone, maybe they all got a microphone and they can all chime in anytime they want to and talk to you. But what I would really want is someone who's a legit debate guy. And he just talks in my ear and says what I should say, and I just repeat after him and go go from there. 
Like yeah. if you had something like that. Yeah, it, it sounds perfect, but I think under pressure in a room in a town hall setting, I don't think you'd be so high. Like to take what someone is saying and say it back live without getting caught up and making it seem organic. I think you're. You make it seem like it's, it's live, but in reality, like I, like uh, so I'm here debating Taylor. While Taylor's talking, they're saying, "Woody, that part's not true," and they give me like a sentence or a yeah. zinger. And, yeah, and press and, him on that. Press him on that. The numbers are way off. Actually, the lead percentages were five percent per million. He was, you know, they could they could totally feed you like legit hard facts, and then and maybe even cite sources. Uh, and you know that you could tear a guy apart like that if you had that in your ear. And the mm -hmm. fact that Bush didn't do that stuff makes me think he didn't have anybody in his ear. Uh, he like, did curiously well, you know, in, in those debates. Uh, well, like, I mean, his competition wasn't too. I've strong. always, yeah, he. It was Gore. When he was debating Gore. It was Gore, yeah, but Gore's not the greatest, you know, public speaker the and guy to sell. Yeah, that's the thing. Or the I would have voted that guy Gore, had just like one ounce of charisma. Like he he would have mm -hmm. been the president. That's all he needed. He needed yeah. to like vent someone that he wasn't like. I don't it, just his voice, the way it drones, and and the whole everything about him. I'm just yeah. he was. It's funny too because afterwards he got really funny and he had a bunch of stories to tell and he told jokes. I remember he was at a Tony Robbins TED talk, and uh, I, I forget what what Tony Robbins said, but it was something like you know you've got winners and you've got losers, and Gore's like then there's in between, right? Because he like won the popular <laughs> one. and and he, like a whole audience laughed and everything, and he's like that's funny. If you were like that when you ran, you would have you'd be president right now. And yeah, uh, you and know. if he hadn't made out with Tipper that time, that was just gross. Well, I like you don't remember that went with. Tipper Gore. Okay, so so the media was going after Gore. Uh, maybe during the primary, uh, not um, uh, you know when the the Democrats were facing up. I think they were going after him for being too like cardboard and like not mm -hmm. a real guy and not relatable. And uh, and I guess that that so he made out with with Tipper, his wife, uh, like when at some kind of uh, I think when he got the nomination or something like that. And it was like a, there was some tongue involved, and I it felt like they were like being you know right, showing right. off Let, the cameras. Let's, let's You've got it. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Right. I'll, I'll go to watch me actually. Let me. Um... Oh, fuck that shit. Uh, I don't come like. On. Let's go. Okay. We'll yeah, do let's just watch way. this. There's really no reason to. I feel like I feel like our system is so good. Like <laughs> this right. is this is faster. I'm there. All right. Three, I... two. Oh, you had 16 seconds in. Yep. Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. Play. Most indelible images in Jesus. modern politics. Mm. Yeah. There was no oh. tongue in there. So natural. No, it was a messy touch and lock. But one thing nobody ever. He grabbed her ass in front of resumed tens of thousands of people. I'm gonna refresh this and watch again. The but they did not come in at a good lock. Yeah. The, the no, they didn't because like they were gonna do face. the chicken peck. Yeah. And then you can see them rethink. Like, is it appropriate for us to do this right now? And then they split second decision. Yeah, let's, let's just go She's for like, it. She's like, I then. wish you would have given me the double nod to know this was going to happen because you just <sighs> ate half my face as you came in. <laughs> and now we look like psychos. She it's sucks. She was all about censoring TV, wasn't she? she Tipper Gore? Um, all about uh, video games and uh, evil things corrupting the youth. You're right. Like I remember it being wish. music, really. But yeah, and he's right. Tipper Gore was definitely on like a... Uh, she was all about like ratings and stuff. and like Change his wife, too. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Really? I didn't know she had any political stances. Yeah, I just know Tipper was big doll. on that. And at the time, I was like a kid, and I was like, no, you can't censor me. I'm totally ready for Grand Theft Auto or whatever was the thing. And um, now I I find it a, a difficult topic. Should should something like Grand Theft Auto be sold to 12-year-olds? 
No, it's it says no, it's but it's not seventeen. Yes, Fox. Well, she yeah. led she led the campaign on things like that. You know, well, was, she was she ignorant. right or was she wrong? Well, she was ignorant on the matter because the answer is no, it shouldn't, and it's not. No, yeah, it's up to the parents' discretion. I would argue you're ignorant on the matter, and that these ratings didn't exist back in the nineties. Hmm. Well, then how? In the I 90s, and there was Grand wrong. Theft Auto out in the well, 90s. Yeah, like, when did Grand Theft Auto come out? What game was so bad in the 90s that kids couldn't have it? Grand Theft Auto was out in the 90s. Well, when but we, it was the top-down version. ESRB ratings had ESRB ratings. That wasn't graphic. Dude, you can burn a grandma alive in a, in, a, in, a, in these Grand Theft Auto games now. I see everybody like doing ESRB jumps from motorcycles and shit. I, I just want to burn the crowds. The, um... so the M rating came out in 94, and so did every other rating under the ESRB. 94? Yeah, so that would have been 96. No, but yeah, she's the one that did that. 96 is when her husband ran, but that was already her record. You know, 92s and such was when she was doing that stuff. So, um, uh, wait, 90, whatever. She did it before it was happening. That's the thing. And I know she did it with music, too. So, um, uh, I don't know. What do you say? In conclusion on the politics talk i don't think that i've seen a single candidate that i like so far like actually like like it'd be really really funny if (laughs) trump got elected really really funny yeah almost worth it out of a spite vote but (laughs) other than that no i I think i think we all feel that way except for trump every time i'm sorry except for chiz who uh, is actually becoming pro-trump i think I think he's the best chance to win it on the Republican side, and I think Hillary wins the whole thing unless, like Kyle said, she goes to jail or something. Unless Joe, if Joe Biden throws his hat hat in after that odd circumstance, then I think Joe Biden would take the whole thing. But there's as a difference between what you predict and what you want. Here's what I want. I don't know what I want. I know what I want. Go on. I want. I want Joe Biden. I want Hillary and Bill on a ticket together. Versus Donald Trump as VP, and who are we going to make? I don't know who to make the uh, the presidential candidate for for the like dream. Somebody scenario. else from reality TV. <laughs> Jesse Ventura. <laughs> so he gets the. Oh, yeah, Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That would be the greatest, right? Well, that's illegal. No, Jesse Ventura would be funny. This whole thing is a scam. <laughs> Don't even vote. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust what we're telling you. That guy's <laughs> such a conspiracy theorist. He goes on and on with that, all that crazy shit. Um, he's pretty outrageous. He's on Stern a lot, and uh, and he's always coming up with some ridiculous now, shit. Now, do you think, what if Trump picked somebody really old? This would be smart, actually. He picked, like, Bernie Sanders or something. Somebody really fucking old to be president on the ticket, alright? Someone who's got a short clock. He runs VP, puts all his backing and supporting behind him. This guy croaks six months into his term. Trump is president. I have a remaining scenario. This one's not mine. It's from 4chan. Black life protesters interrupt Donald Trump on stage. Trump calls them out as paid opposition and scum that are profiting off the legitimate problems of the black community. Oh my god, I can't even say this. Uh, say it! Ape start to chimp? <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh my god. A punch is thrown. Donald is forced to defend himself on live TV. Donald punches one 
person who falls instantly to the ground. Donald punches another and she goes down. There are too many. Donald can't hold out any longer. Suddenly a voice screams from the side of the stage. I'm coming, brother! Hulk Hogan struts out to Real American blasting in the background. <laughs> what you gonna do, people, when Hulk of Radio runs wild on you? The Hawkster kills the remaining Black Life Matters protesters. He turns to the crowd with Donald Trump beside him. Simultaneously, Hogan and Trump point at the crowd with one finger and says, Biden, you're fired. That's how Trump announces his <laughs> vice president. <laughs> What if he? What if Trump got someone like? I had Dwayne? to change some language in that thing. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I think I you, did. you did. You left a few n bombs out. I, think you, I did. I read that a couple days ago. That they weren't shit. even n bombs. They were they, they were racial slurs. I'm not familiar with. Is nog a thing? N o g. Nig nog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it only had nog, and then there was another one that was also new to me. We can oh. skip all this. But what yeah, if Dwayne we, Johnson was his VP? Slur talk. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is Trump's VP. The you know, Rock? Yeah, the get rock. another American hero. <laughs> get an American hero in the in the in the entertainment industry to couple with the guy who's the business king. All right, Dwayne Johnson, dude. People would rally behind that shit. What? what I would vote do? for the Rock. Or right. <laughs> That, can He's you, the second I, highest paid actor next to fucking Robert Downey Jr. Everyone I got, loves the rock. I think I, I think I have a video for this. Actually, I think I have a video that that would that would give us a, oh god give us an idea of what uh, a rock presidency would be like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've been on the tip for my next topic forever, but this is flowing. Dude. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. has been the highest paid actor like three years in a row now. Really? That Iron Man money. That I remember Trump was the highest money. paid actor on TV. And he was on SNL doing his thing. He's like, I am the highest paid actor on television, which, as we all know, means the best actor. That's <laughs> 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 pretty good. Yeah. You got the most expensive thing. It's the, it's the best thing. Let's see this. <gasps> all right. I'm queued up at zero. Uh, five minutes. Are we going to watch it? No, nah, Five minutes. Probably watch a couple minutes of it. All right. Uh, oh, wait. Big screen. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready, mm -hmm. set, play. Gentlemen, uh, thank you for coming. <laughs> so we're looking at a SNL skit. Now, the reason I asked you all here is because we only have until the end of March uh, to get something done in the Middle East. And that's hard to do when you, Senator Cotton, are sending letters to the Iranian government behind my back. Yes, I did. All right. <laughs> Or when you, Speaker Boehner, are inviting the Prime Minister of Israel to speak to Congress without consulting with me? Come on. Had to do it. <laughs> or when you, Senator Cruz, call Mr. Netanyahu an extraordinary leader and side with him against your own president? That, that's just how I feel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I'm gonna try to not lose my temper, but What's it going to take for us to show a united front on this? Well, well, not to be rude, Mr. President, but the only reason I invited Prime Minister Netanyahu is because a pretty good I banner. wanted to meet a world leader mm -hmm. whose people actually respect him. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm impressed he even came to visit, considering how much you botched the situation in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in Washington three months, and I think I understand foreign policy better than you. <laughs> and unrelated, I heard your Final Four bracket is totally busted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. 
<laughs> I like the, love the effects. <laughs> well, what's happening? What's happening is you made Barack Obama very angry. And when you make him angry, he turns into the Rock Obama. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest kid ever. Like, who came up with idea? Well, anyway, I just wanted to remind you about dinner, Barack. Gentlemen, good luck. Now, uh, don't be alarmed. The Rock Obama, much like uh, Barack Obama, only larger and uh, more violent. <laughs> uh, where were we? You, orange man. <laughs> Me? <laughs> you invite Netanyahu without asking? Um, I, I did, but... <laughs> you like Israel? Yes. Oh, maybe you should go visit Israel. <laughs> Is that enough? Yeah, it's enough. So. Uh, his Obama, his Obama <laughs> sounds like a caveman. <laughs> I think he was trying to do like a Hulk yeah, thing, right? Yeah. With the choppy was sentences he? and totally. Yeah. Yeah, it continues like that. He keeps throwing them out the window. I think. Yeah, I, I am mad. It, <laughs> I saw George Foreman on SNL and it was funny because he goes on there and he does this skit and he's like, oh, George Foreman angry. And he like beats up someone. He's like, George Foreman angry. He beats up someone else. He's like, George Foreman, no like skit. This skit, like SNL skits, same joke again and again and again. <laughs> he's like, my mom complains about SNL, says they just keep reusing the joke in every skit. And, and it was pretty funny. Uh, and then it made me see SNL skits like that. Like, oh, they, they have a kernel of an idea, and then they stretch it for eight minutes or something. Totally. Yeah. 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 Uh, new topic? Yeah. Fifties. I, I, I was reading this thing on entrepreneur.com. I forget how I got there. It was probably Reddit. Um, 50%, or, I'm sorry, 50 cents bankruptcy is a lesson in valuing what you earn. Um, and then they go on to talk about it. It, it pretty much this like easy come, easy go thing. He earned $185,000 a month. He bought Mike Tyson's mansion. Mike Tyson burned through $400 million somehow. I don't know how much of that was stolen from him. But um, they mentioned Burt Reynolds, Kim Basinger, Willie Nelson, Scottie Pippen. All these guys went broke. Um, apparently, you know, when, when I heard 50 Cent declared chapter 11 and um a quick lesson there's two kinds of bankruptcies 11 and 7 11 is the one where they pretty much just like the government negotiates how much the people you owe actually get and then you start over again seven is when they liquidate you and that one almost seems more fair like you know it, Chiz owes all these people money. Don't know why I'm making it Chiz. And uh, they wipe out Chiz, give everything they can to their creditors, etc. 11 is different. With 11, which after 11, they just like, yeah, Chiz, all right, you're worth 100 million. You owe 28. We'll make that 14. And, you know, they'll be default happy. Default on all your. Yeah, you know, and they default credit. or pay pennies on the dollar and the things that he owes. And that's what he's doing. So he's kind of screwing over the people that he borrowed from. Or, you know why, right? See, that's the thing. So 
he was in financial trouble already. They made it seem like it was fake at first. Like, dog, 50 cents, so rich. This is all a big scam to get out of the, was it a rape charge? What was uh, it? What, what no, did he lose he in court? he uploaded a sex tape of uh, someone else's girl. I forget who, and he was being sued. Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Is that what it is? He is lost, it? but I think the lawsuit was only for like a couple million. Eight million. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. That's what his mansion's worth. Let me see. It's yeah, in five, here somewhere. Like that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you guys are right. So there's five million that he lost to a Florida woman over a sex tape and 18 million that he owes to some company called Sleek Audio which looked like it was a Beats by Dre competitor that went wrong. <clears throat> so um, so those are the two big lawsuits, the $18 million and the $5 million. Uh, but there's a bunch of other things that he owes that add up to like $28 million, I think, if I have it right. And um, it's just interesting that this guy was like the guy. Like he got $100 million in that vitamin water deal. Um, he made mm-hmm. a lot of money off his records. This was like the richest of all the rap guys, and it turned out to be a facade. Not a facade. I mean, he was living the big life, but um, the, the the theme of this article I was reading was the easy come, easy go thing. That, that that's I how mean, a hundred s- grand expenses a month. That's outrageous. No, that was his yeah. earnings. One hundred and eighty. No, that was his expenses no, as well. One hundred and eight thousand. Yeah. Uh, oh, you getting it from a different article? I guess there's something. No, oh, it's oh, right article. there. There it is. Yeah, he spends one hundred and eight like- a month on expenses, but he said he was earning one hundred and eighty five a month on royalties and investments. That's 185 a month is amazing money. Like you earn yeah. 185 a year. I thought he earned a percentage on vitamin water. I didn't know that like he got He's, bought out by them or just took a lump sum. Yeah, in 2007, mm-hmm. he got 100 million from Coca-Cola. So, <sighs> you're 100 million? If you get a 100 million dollar windfall, and you know he didn't like earn it. I guess he earned it by making a clever decision early on. But I really doubt he was on like the vitamin water decision making process, you know, and and like I don't think it was his wisdom that made it do so well. He was just an early investor. He got a hundred million dollars and and it blew. And something about the way this article read on the easy come easy go thing, like it, uh, it just I'm sitting here bound and determined not to follow in his footsteps. I don't know. It's not out of money. Yeah. He is going to be okay. Yeah, that's that's what the article says, too. It, they, You know... I don't know where it says how much he's got, but like people were freaking out when this first broke out. Like, oh, he's filing bankruptcy. I'm like, clearly well, you don't know what it means because it doesn't mean he ran out of money. It means that he wants the government to reduce his debt so that he can yeah. pay pennies on the dollar. That's what 11 means anyway. Um, it even says it right here. Chapter 11, bankruptcy for protection does not mean you're broke. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is good for him. It is going to be good for him. We'll see. If, I mean, like, this yeah, is a guy right. who sucks at managing his money in a really extreme way. You know, it, that while this Chapter 11 thing might work out okay for him, uh, if he keeps fucking up, like, there's no more wa- vitamin waters coming in, right? Like, it, or there probably aren't. That's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. He's not going to continue to get $100 million dropped into his checking account on a regular basis. He's going to need to start living... like. As much as he's made, he still managed to fuck this up. And he'll probably come out of this a multimillionaire, but not like he was. He needs to start living like a, like a almost like a regular rich person anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's so horrible. Like if I had $100 million, 
like I, I don't I even taking away the possibility of investing or starting a business like if you just had to live off that so on many no interest trains, the rest of your life so many you trains. could go on as many you could live on the train buy your own goddamn train, train I could build a fucking train well you couldn't do that because then you'd be out of money just like fifty cent pretty quick because <laughs> no one rides uh, trains no one's gonna help <laughs> subsidize those costs you oh. all by yourself my train has train. stripper poles <laughs> that's how safe. Dangerous. It's not dangerous. Yeah. You saw the snow piercer. Not dangerous at all. The snow piercer. <laughs> yeah, but like that, that would be enough money for you your whole life, your children, and your mm, grandchildren. Like their entire well. lives. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and you could live well. Whatever you want, whenever you wanted it, as long as you weren't like, I need my, my bi weekly Bugatti. Like as long as you weren't ridiculous, you could do that. Bugattis are a million, if, so you can run out of you know you spend a lot on Bugattis, but um I think they're a million, right? Am I right? This Bugatti Veyron's million dollar car? 1.5. Probably like, between one and three million, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so very expensive. Those are the kind of things cars. that... Yeah. I <laughs> I somehow got to looking at Lotus Elise's recently. You know a Lotus Elise is like 30 grand? Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful car. It, it's a... It, I mean, it looks like a million bucks. Yeah. It's 30 grand. I used grand. to live next to a Lotus dealership. It It's handles as well as any car on the planet i mean it's right there the motor's not super carish but it's so light that it's it's like a, an amazing car to take the track and toss around corners and somehow i was like well maybe it's like no way <laughs> stupid fuck you don't spend thirty thousand dollars on a toy it's don't be 50 cent you jackass but I bet if exactly. You, you wouldn't 50. go down and buy a yacht that you used once. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Sell it one time. Hey, but anytime I want to, I can. That's not well, even true. Well, until it's chip shape. First, yes. you get it off the bottom. <laughs> get those barnacles off of it. You know, uh -huh. it right now, it looks like the freaking boat from Captain Ron. No, nah, it got cleaned <laughs> a while back. Mm. Yeah. A reference I'm sure five people got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like me and Woody were the only ones who got the Captain Ron reference. Uh, I didn't get an it. old movie and not a good one. Not a good one. <laughs> but it was for those old that, bad movies are hard to reference. That's, the that's barnacle impressive. had a lot of crap on the bottom of it though. It was it was, it was on point for the few people it, old it enough. It was. Yeah. A little gem for those people. <laughs> That actually sat through that movie. I don't know, but stuff like that interests me because. Uh, but I bet if you pulled Fifty Cent, I bet he doesn't regret any of it. I'm sure he still has forty million. I bet he's got tons and assets. More. I bet he doesn't bet regret a damn thing. You know, it's like yeah. he can still live out his life luxuriously, and he's lived however many years luxuriously, playing by his own rules. So I'm sure. You know, while none of us here would do what he did by any stretch of the imagination, I bet he doesn't sit back and go, "Shouldn't have done those things. Should have, should have budgeted better." There might know? be some. I might. Maybe he's thinking, "I wish I hadn't lost eighteen million on the headset deal. Maybe I shouldn't have uploaded that sex tape. It wasn't worth five million to me." Right, but the the hundred thousand dollars a month in you know expenses mm -hmm. being out that was worth it. Totally worth yeah. it. He's still making eighty five a fucking month, so. <sighs> Sure he was well, I think that I think like we hear a hundred, we hear that hundred K in expenses, hundred eight or whatever, and I think we think that like that's all the money he spent that month. But I think that he's just like if before he spends a dime, a hundred eight grand is going yeah. out every month. That's just his like I, yard crew. I think that like <laughs> to make sure that I don't know, he's got the person looking at his house here and the people that look at his house over there and the guy cutting his grass at these eight different locations and then all the. 
he's got so much uh, so much money going out that that's just 108 that just goes out every month before he spends a dime and then well, it's see including how things like his wardrobe and grooming. So I mean, there's a giant expense right there. I think that's wardrobe. an employee. I think that's why it includes that. I think that's a fucking person with a job who whose job is to like walk around with fifty cent and make sure his hair is looking right. What a job that <laughs> would be. Stretch. <laughs> yeah. I, I sometimes I I daydream about the conveniences that really wealthy people have, like servants. Yeah, that's pretty much the thing. You know, like I. You got to get your car inspected, and it's like, fuck, I want someone to handle this for me. Um, Do yourself one of those mail-order brides and put her in that guest house. Why? With Chiz. Well, she could be your servant. She can be your keep Chiz from smoking on find, the down-low servant. <laughs> Surely you could find a Mexican for way cheaper. Oh, yeah. you're going to scoff at that, but mail-order Russian brides, totally cool and not an issue. It's because Russians are white, Chiz. You need to learn ah. the rules in this liberal age. Yes, you can't be I, racist I, against white yeah. people. It's totally fine. It's to get they're not a Russian. Tumblr. They transcend races. Yes, it's <laughs> if they're Russian slaves, it's all cool. It's totally cool. Yeah. I was gonna get an Asian one. I was thinking. All right. Well, now something. we've got a color to yell at. So now you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, they're not racist. white. I can't believe it. Like they're not real people. Don't care if they die. We have brown Asians and yellow Asians. There ain't no white Asians, Kyle. <laughs> You're fucked. Same. Actually, I think aren't even black Asians. aren't Iranians you, white? No way. That's yeah, we talked about that. They're pale skinned, green eyes. Yeah, totally. One hundred percent. We were that we, we, we nailed that one. What? Um, <laughs> we nailed it. Like, nailed yeah, it. Arbiters of race. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid that we were gonna get into researching if Iranians were white again, because I remember the last time it happened and it stretched on for half a fucking hour and we've done it twice already. Yeah, if like, I had a nickel for every time that's time come up. This would be confirming that Iranians are white. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> <time>. like, I know. <laughs> I know they are. Right. Iranians are white. Nailed it. <laughs> I'll just agree so we don't have to go down. Good. Good. <laughs> I'll do my own. Jesus Christ. So, do you want to talk about our guest last week? I thought he was a real hit. <laughs> I, Who, Dollar Shape Club Man? Yeah. Well, we got to take uh. care of something real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I have another ad to, re to tell you guys about. All right. All right. Uh, all right so here we go. This is, uh, so this is another um, – so this is for um, – excuse me – Authors on Acid. And uh, we were talking about earlier that they had come up with a much better ad read this time. And I, I, I really like this. So here we go. You may remember them from such events like advertising an app that wasn't even on iOS yet. Being rejected by Apple for being accidentally racist and being mocked by Jericho for their unusual style of humor. They'd like to apologize to anyone who was unable to download their app from Apple last time around and let you guys know that it's 100% live now and over 95% uh, racism free at this point. So, Authors on Acid is a collaborative writing game where friends and, stranger, uh, and strangers group together to write rude and amusing stories. The trick is each player can only see the story title and the previous sentence. Uh, they call it Cards Against Humanity meets Mad Libs, but with more creativity and in a mobile app. So AOA uh, is making today uh, their official launch date after getting approved uh, to be on iOS. I always want to say iOS. After being approved to be on iOS. Um, I iOS. think it is iOS. It's, it's not. Is it? I'm not supposed to say iOS. 
I always say iOS. Should, am, are you supposed to say iOS? I say iOS right, and I past. haven't been corrected. Carry on. I, I want to clarify. So, AOA is making today their official launch date after getting approved to be on iOS. And best of all, this app is totally free to play. So, unless you have no thumbs, low self-esteem, or hate fun, then there's no excuse not to download and get to playing. So head on over to AuthorsOnAcid.com and download the app on iOS or Android today. It doesn't matter uh, what the topic is with Authors on Acid, so sit back and enjoy the trip. Things are about to get weird. Awesome. That's you know what? It, I, I I wonder if these guys have hit a million dollar idea. Like that's kind of exciting to me that, 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 that someone finding their fortune. Like, do you remember the one we used to? It's like Pictionary, but you could play with strangers over your phone. Like that was a really clever idea. You draw yeah. something, and they'd guess what you're drawing, and and such. Oh, draw is that Draw with Friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw with Friends, right? Draw with Friends. Was... Ellen DeGeneres had a, a game where you like put the phone on your head. And it says a thing, and uh, they, I don't know, there was a whole thing where you, like, you flip the phone and it goes to the next question. You're, it's like um, charades. That's uh, interesting. It, it's, it's that really one sounds cool. really easy to write. Like, they could have got some 13-year-old learning to code to do that. <laughs> no, this was, like, was like pretty flipping clever. the phone. Like, flipping yeah. it down is a wrong answer. Yeah, but that's just a motion detect trigger. Yeah, but it was, a, it, it's a, it was a well-made game. It, it, it was well-made, okay. extremely popular. But anyway... Uh, authors on acid like I wonder if they've hit like if this could really get traction and turn into like the big thing that everyone's playing like that would well, be if it does for me. they better buy five more episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're, I, we're, we're this is their launch day for iOS right here so really yeah today as we Android. record or Saturday as they go well, live? when it when it goes live is their official launch day so Saturday Really, it's just ah. It's out now, but they haven't put any push where their initial push, what they're calling their launch day. So nice. Well, authors on acid. Bet on PKA for success. Check them out. Uh, you know, I, I wish them some luck and some support. And authors on acid sounds like a really cool concept. So I hope yeah. that they crush it. I enjoyed it. You can't tell. You haven't been able to see. I've tried so many times my hair, but I went and looked in the mirror, and it just looked so fucking ridiculous. Oh, I know. So before the show, um, I can so, do that, but you can't see it. Turn Just the lights on. on. Yeah. What, what, oh. Why is it so dark in there? Why do you? But look, I have to get so close because I, I don't have a light. You know, you, you have a light. The show, I I told Chiz that he should like push all of it. Like it's just hard uh, to show it in camera as opposed to in person. Like make a mohawk out of his hair with a bunch of gel. So it kind of got a thing going on there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a pompadour. you know I think you need to workshop it a bit, but there's something. Maybe. Just I would have gotten like a comb good. and like brushed it and oh, like put did, so much. But it just, the problem is at the rate of when that stuff hardens, it goes back down. You so just got that dirty, curly, ethnic yeah. hair. That's all it is. I don't know why ethnicities are dirty or anything. That was really, hey, there's no problem with having really, really curly hair, Kyle. Really offensive, all have frankly. Straight hair. I, Sorry, you know, I don't have feathery hair like I, you. It's not that I like you less for being a dirty ethnic. It's just the way that it is. Uh, ethnic. <laughs> white. I mean, if you if you think you're white with that hair, then um, I, sure, yeah, you're totally not sure white. you are. I think yeah, Kyle is the, on yeah. the podium of whiteness. Kyle's the, on the gold, the gold I, standard there. I think. I don't know what. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm the only one here with blue eyes. What does Kyle have? You have blue eyes? We can't yeah. tell because you sit in the dark. You couldn't tell in fucking person. You didn't know that right off the top sure. of your head. So I didn't don't even, know it until I have you blue green it. eyes. I'm don't looking. blame him. Woody was too busy berating the, the others. <laughs> <laughs> the others. Those are the people on Lost. Don't bring that up. 
but I have the yeah. whitest skin, I have freckles, and I have blue eyes. My hair just disagrees. I'm sorry, you have an afro. I'm, I'm yanking you your, your white card. I'm a very small part of Italian. I'm literally 50% Spanish, first generation. Yeah, there you go. What did I just say? Yeah. That's, 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 not, that's not Italian. Yeah, well, I, I didn't say it. You're I mean, part you, Italian. Saying, you just admit it. No, yeah, no. Part, part Italian, part, Italian, part, Spanish. part Spain, all dirty ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> you remember in art class when well. like you mix red and blue and you get a different color? When you mix, it turns out, <laughs> mix Italian and Spanish, Puerto Rican. <laughs> you're, you're Puerto Rican now. And from henceforth, uh, that is how it shall be. I can do that. What language do the Spanish speak? Spanish. Spanish. Puerto Rican. <laughs> I didn't just ask that question. <laughs> I thought that was like a trick or something. You just had a legit brain fart right there. You were so happy and clever. Like, what do the Spanish speak? Yeah. Spanish. Yeah, I got it. Puerto Rican. Yeah. I'm saying that. Yes. That's. A... You didn't even bring up Puerto Rican. You asked what the Spanish speak. That's that's the thing. That's what they I have. A, hey, I, I just oh. thought of an idea for. Uh, um, uh, I, I, I <coughs> but I thought of it so so I don't forget it. What if we went to Cuba on a trip? Because that's a thing now. Well, I mean, it was always a thing. Yeah, but it's a lot easier of a thing now. There's lots of flights going there now. But what would we do there? I don't fucking know. I think it's never... a shitty Miami, like because all the Cubans come over there and go to Miami and populate it with their culture and stuff. It's because they don't have any money. A really poor. I'm down. What so you hell? think it Cuba sounds neat? Money. I think Cuba would be cool. I think um, in some I... way it'd be an interesting trip, and we'd come back emotionally richer. I want to do something. I don't want to just get. Are Cuban open. cigars legal now? Yeah, they yeah. will be once. You know, I don't know if that went through all the way. I, I could have sworn Obama smoked a Cuban cigar as some sort of stunt. Yeah, I think maybe he did. I, I don't know if it went through. But if it did, yeah, 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 the whole thing. Nobody's ever cared though. That's like a it, wink and a nod it's thing. Always, yeah, it's always been around. Smoked cigar. Smoked, I smoked heroin across the border. They take it pretty seriously. That's why they're all driving all those old motherfucking cars over there from the fifties. Dude, we should get in like a freaking Chevy Bel Air taxi, do a thing. It's probably mm -hmm. not even that. Go they probably there. have like Toyota Celica. We just want to get in cabs and go to the beach, yeah. right, Kyle? Just yeah, go mingle with say, the locals. You said go to Guantanamo Bay while we're at it. Yeah, let's yeah, go there. You said go to I, Cuba. It's literally a place surrounded by fucking ocean. The thing you hate the most. All Look, things are surrounded I, by ocean at some level. I have to go to that. As long as I don't, you don't Nobody make me likes go. a smart ass. Things. People like, like me. England. <laughs> uh, hey, I watched a documentary. This is no one cool. likes a dirty ethnic. Wow. <laughs> 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 I think you're wonderful just the way you are, Chiz. I'm pretty pale. It's because you're in that dark fucking room all the time. Like, like, uh, like, like I'm outside. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. You got to go through. I bet if you got a little bit of sun, though, you'd be so you'd be so dark. You'd be getting pulled over left and right. Like you wouldn't be able to <laughs> You'd catch a beating like you catch a beating in your Do own you house. Think, here's the question. Do you think I could run for the uh, NAACP? You could be one of those fake black people. Do you identify yeah. as black? I'm not black? fake. I'm ethnically the right color, according to you. <laughs> yeah, a little tanning. She yeah. was a white woman from North Dakota or whatever, all right? That's pretty goddamn white. I don't I think they'll buy it with your Spanish-speaking background. They'll be like, That's who's true. this Puerto what, Rican my lack of pretending they're black? speaking background? Uh. <laughs> you could totally fit in as a Latino. Yeah, you could run as a Latino for sure. Yeah. 
That's not true at all. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They still have an accent. (laughs) Not all Puerto Ricans have accent, you racist fuck. Yeah, they do in the United States. Yeah. Oh, that's also true. No way, Jose. I don't know who to believe here. <laughs> Taylor's just agreeing with everyone. <laughs> he, he literally agreed to two contrary <laughs> points of view back to back. That's true. That is also true. <laughs> He's just reading something. He's just like, oh, yeah. I agree. He's like, I, I get behind both things. Just keep fighting yeah. people. I watched a documentary. That's exactly right, Chiz. A poignant point. You should be rewarded for it. Excellent. <laughs> Get citizenship. I have a topic. Watch, Kyle? Uh, Kyle, I watched a documentary the other day. I think it was on Netflix uh, about this guy who shot a perfect game of putt putt, and that may that, that may sound laughable, but he did it in like a competitive putt putt environment, like on a championship level. Someone putt-putt. was shooting at him at the Is, time. So the fact that he did professional putt putt on a special course makes it less laughable. <laughs> I think the fact that it's a documentary it's laughable like you said i'm gonna watch this of all people like yeah i, I will liked watch it. it i liked it because he described- they doing like the framing for this documentary like oh perfect per- stand stand by the cardboard dragon so stand right over oh excellent no, the cover. Wasn't even that. so there was they didn't have the thing filmed it was um it was interviews and, and it was like flashbacks and they were just they were telling the story of the day this guy shot the perfect game and then at the end they had this thing that like comes on the screen it's like how many it's like um how many uh, perfect perfect games of um, um, bowling every year, and it's like 500 every year of bowl, and it was like perfect game of, uh, oh, like no hitters, and it was like 26 or something ever, and it went through a bunch of stuff like that, and then it got to perfect games of putt-putt, and I think and I think it was every year there's three, three perfect games of putt-putt a year, uh, so it's a super crazy achievement. Um, it, it is, was- but at the same time, I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it's right. Like the number of people playing putt putt compared to like baseball and then bowling. Like you know, putt putt's probably the least of those activities too. Perhaps so, but I, you know, it's a hole in one every single shot. I, I, I just thought it was cool him talking about the pressure and talking about like you know because the crowd was watching by the end. I thought it was a cool documentary. I mean, it's well, I'll it, check it, it out. Or anything, but it was good to kill time. Well, what's uh, what's the name of the documentary? Putting around, putting around the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good. I liked it. It was good. Well, thanks. I guess I'll try to find it somewhere. And, yeah, uh, well, you know, Google. I won't even pretend to look. <laughs> so I made a documentary about the perfect game of putt putt, but there's no footage of the game itself. They they they, they have some really crappy cell phone footage of the last shot. <laughs> that totally isn't selling me. <laughs> I want to. I want Sign them to actually up. do a documentary. Like they follow him every hole and like shot shot it in HD. Like when did this release? Nineteen ninety nine. This year. It this because, year. Yeah. It's, it's, all right. Maybe it doesn't sound. They were like, some poor college kids on their film project. Like, what are we gonna do? A documentary on a putt putt perfect game. I, they good. I saw on Reddit someone described um, Netflix. I think it was black people Twitter, but he described Netflix as a refrigerator full of food and nothing to eat. And it's like, mm. oh, that's so per- like every time I go I, right now. So we got our um, like downstairs projector and speakers and stuff installed. And uh, the subwoofer came yesterday and I'm like, yes, I totally want to watch like an action movie with booms. Like, is there some movie on Netflix about naval battles or something like that that's really well done where I can fully appreciate the audio, audio and visual experience? Up to October. Just doesn't. Inception. Like the, that movie's old. Inception, oh, maybe. Is that on Netflix? 
Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, that'll be um, good, maybe. I don't. I used to agree with that looking of Netflix, but there is like my queue is filled up. It's just I'm not ever in the right mood to watch certain things. You know, like I, uh, I've got a ton of series and stuff here. That but matches just, the like, fridge thing too. You know, it's not that there's no food in it. Yeah, it's you're just, right. You know, this the fridge is full and there's nothing to eat. But I never. But I do the same thing with movies. I get via other means too. Like when I, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that, and then I get it. I have to wait, and it's like. I'll just start playing. Uh, I've started up Always Sunny again to play in the background while I work. I've been watching Star Trek. I started on um, Star Trek Enterprise, uh, the one they made in like 2004 that's really, really shitty. Scott Bakula? And, uh, yeah, Scott Bakula and Jolene Blaylock plays the, the hot Vulcan chick. And uh, it's, it was really funny to watch the transition from... Se- the, the show was on for four seasons, and it, it did poorly because of bad, bad writing. Just every episode's full of plot holes that I see, but I'm mm. a Trek nerd. But it was funny to see the transition between season, the end of season two and the beginning of season three and to see it was clearly one of those things where they're like, all right, we've got to change the formula up a little bit and see if we can get this to move around. So like season two, Scott Back is kind of a wimpy captain. He's really ineffectual. He's always trying to help people. Season three basically turns into a sociopath, literally torturing people and doing unethical shit. Um, the Vulcan chick, Jolene Blaylock, She's really hot. She's she's got an gr- amazing body, and I th- I think she's got really sexy lips. Like I think she's super hot, even with that dorky like Vulcan haircut or whatever. Uh, but she was just wearing like this this like I don't know skin tight leotard type thing the whole first two seasons. Season three, it's like this V neck thing. She's got highlights. Her hair's longer. Like there's um that the, they figured out how much of her ass crack they could show, and it's this much. <laughs> <laughs> The the camera will go down and show this much of her ass crack, and you can tell. I guarantee they they kept trying to get more and more and more because they have the most ass crack I think I've ever seen on TV, and it's Star Trek. Uh, and I, I just thought that was cool and interesting just to see just the change up in the show from for me because I'm you know watching on Netflix one after another. It's one episode to the next, but that was a season for them. You know, it's pretty good that I, I just found on YouTube is uh, I, I sent you one the other day is the Always Sunnies with the commentary over it. Mm. You sync that up with the episode and watch it. It's pretty entertaining. Who does the oh. commentary? They swap it out, but the, the, the two that seem to stick around the most are um, Charlie and um, Rob McLaney, McLaney uh, which is Mac and Charlie, obviously. But they had Danny for the first one, which was the gang hits the road or whatever on the road trip. And the other one was um, the gang starts the rivalry and they had... Um, is it Rob, the guy who plays Dennis, I forget his name. And it's pretty good if you've yeah, seen I don't them know all three times. Is. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. I really like that show. I, I think it's on HBO or on my Amazon. I don't know which. I switch back and forth so much. But there was some kind of a, like Q&A session with the whole gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was like an hour-long special or something like that. I need to find that again. Do need to find that. I would like to I, see that. I'm searching for her butt that Kyle pointed out. And while I haven't found that... There's like several scenes where she's not wearing anything in the show. Like here she is. Is she cupping her breasts? She's naked, but from the back. So and you yeah. see like the same amount of ass crack you described, like in the is shot. Is she standing in front of a man? Yes. And there's another scene I just watched. Okay, and then there's another one where she's cupping her breasts, like you said. Um, Previous. Okay, and it's just like yeah, I can totally see this. They needed a way to get uh, ratings, and they made that happen. I wish I could yeah. show guys. I'm not sure I can show it on YouTube. Yeah, it's um, I, I like the show. The first two seasons were such shit, uh, but I'm actually enjoying the third season. The writing is just awful. It's it's it really is bad. Taylor, have you seen Jim Norton's new special? 
I have. You have? What'd you yeah. think? So so. It's I worth watching. I didn't regret watching it, but I, I, you know, I didn't get the. The last time I really laughed out loud and, and enjoyed a special was not Bill Burr's last one, but the one before. Um, oh, it was the same shit he does every time. Aziz, I actually Aziz, um, Aziz Ansari's not his last special, but the one before no, that. I thought his last special was pretty weak. No, I was I, talking yeah. about Jim Norton's. Like, I, I, he's hilarious on Opie and Anthony. Like, he's one of the most clever off-the-cuff people ever but his stand-up is like really middle of the road for me because yeah it's he just goes over the top with the dirty the i'm a pervert stuff which is fine that's his style it's just not my 100 percent style but he's it i just enjoyed seems all like the every was time is the anthony, same this special when yeah. he started making yeah, jokes good. about anthony and stuff yeah that was funny yeah he was talking about Anthony, uh, uh, Anthony's guns and stuff and he's like he's like he's in the hot tub he's got a handgun next to him he's like there's something I need to know. Like, are you expecting <laughs> yeah. an attack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I have an "Am I an asshole?" topic. Well, bring uh, it on. Yes, I know the Taylor likes these. I, like it. Yeah, you know, sometimes topics work. Sometimes they won't. But if you mention "Am I an asshole?", Taylor is like, "Let's do this." So um, let's see. Let me judge you. <laughs> I like it. All right. I have this friend. I hopefully I haven't read this already. I had this friend, we started talking when I was in grade 11 and he was in grade 10. At the time, he was just an average friend and we talked about games and music. A couple months later, we started making YouTube videos based on this character I played called Big Thirst. Now he's going to get known. I won't go into details about the character, but we made very many videos at first. But between summer of 2014 and November 2014, we started making more videos. Over this time, he started to turn into an asshole. And we always had to do what he wanted and only play the games he wanted. And he also started to ruin the character I had come up with at the end of the videos. He would also call me fat and retarded. I do struggle with weight, but still, it's uncalled for uh, to me because if I took a shot at him back, he'd get pissy. I hope this doesn't expect this not to be read. Around April 2015, he removed all the videos that we had made, and it was over 50 videos, and they averaged over 500 views, some breaking 1,000 and more because he was scared his parents would see them. He refused to give me the videos also. He also wants to talk about the most random stupid shit like Chris Chan and 3-Pack and would get mad at me when I don't want to talk about them. Over the last four months, I've slowly started to ignore him, and one of the main reasons is I don't really have the stomach to tell him that I don't want to associate with him. Well, apparently, that's the service PKA provides. Uh, I just end up being miserable. We have had those classic friend moments where we're both dying from laughter, but something about those moments happens less and less over time. Am I the asshole? I don't even know if he's a real fucking person. What a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so if I were to sum this up, normal? none of this was like his life. Like This is all his friend made a YouTube channel, made videos, did certain things, and he's like the proxy of all of it. I don't feel I'm like sorry, that's true. On? This, he didn't say Wait, how old he was. Is this from... Let, let me, is let this me, from the Am I the Asshole? Reddit? No, no, no. This is a message that somebody sent me asking if they were an asshole. Oh. So, so okay. what happened well, was seemed... he and his friend made videos. Uh, he's proud of the view counts that were between 500 and sometimes over 1,000. His friend took down all the videos, and that made him mad because he felt like he was co-author. His friend is sort of a dominating person in that he chooses the games and movies and stuff like that and doesn't let him have any input. His friend calls him fat, but... It's not a two-way relationship like how guys sometimes joke with each other, call each other dirty ethnics or whatever. It's, uh, it's much more it's of a one-way. I say a thing, and if you were to say something about me, like it's not fair. Um, so he slowly started to ignore him and sort of pull away from this friendship. 
And uh, he wonders if that makes him an asshole. No, this it no, but he's also like... not entitled to a lot of the things he's complaining about too. Like he didn't get, to, I didn't get to pick the games, I didn't get to pick the topics. Like, well, I don't record the videos with him. Like it's his, it's this guy making the videos. Like I wouldn't complain if we did a video series and Woody wanted to talk about something and it's going on his channel. And I was like, hey, why don't I ever get to pick or whatever? You know, it's like, well, it's his channel. That's why. Well, it's both their channels. Is what's yeah, being, I, like, I understand it. It sounds like this guy's doing all the other work, the, the friend we don't know about. It's his channel. He's recording it. He's uploading it. He had the control to take them all down. The, it's, it sounds he like he it's says it's based thing. on a character he did. So it, this guy might have been the star of the channel, and the other guy was the worker of it. I do see your point, though. It, it's Yeah, and he's not putting the videos up because he doesn't want his parents to see what he did. He thinks they'll not approve. Maybe it's his right to have privacy. Like, you know, I made a channel. We made videos together. I uploaded them. I'm embarrassed of what I did. So maybe that guy is not an asshole for not uploading the videos anymore. But the guy writing who doesn't want to be friends anymore and is slowly ignoring this other guy, I don't think he's an asshole too. You're allowed to fade away from friends. Yeah, you don't. You, yeah, I don't think that's, he's an like you can. You just don't don't associate with them anymore. If you're not friends anymore, there's no reason to hang out Is with this them. A just legit don't question. hang out. I, I mean, it seems like he's venting his frustration and wants it to be validated, yeah. which is understandable if it's that aggravating. But also, like, if he, like, learn to do simple editing and whatnot and just do it on your own. If he's doing all that shit, or he, if you're coming up with everything, then just break off I and just, do it on your own. Nobody's I think the core of the is, question is, how do I break up with a friend? I'm slowly ignoring him. Does that make me an asshole? Or but, do I need to say, no. hey, look, you and I are not... Uh, not compatible like we used to be. I, I need to no, no, don't don't have some weird. This is almost yeah. pandering to some extent because the way he who know you know we only get one side of the story right, and the way he spun it was this guy makes fun of me. He deleted all the videos. He calls me fat, a retard. I never get to pick the topics. It paints his friend in a pretty bad light. So then for him to wrap the whole thing up with my jerk for walking away. Like, no, of course you're not a jerk for walking away. Like what are you no, talking about? No, if this about? is all true, then you should just don't have some weird protracted time where you're talking and you just slowly distance yourself you're not dating you just stop stop texting him stop hanging out with him yeah. just he if says he hey you want to come hang out and say yeah type in nah i'm busy and eventually he'll stop inviting you that's what's great breaking up with friends you don't have to say anything eventually he'll catch the hint and it won't be a problem like just just i don't understand this question at all like he's unless he is feeling guilty about something that he intentionally left out of the message then he doesn't seem like an asshole and the other guy does kind of seem like an asshole a little bit because it's like with the making even fun if he was the one stuff yeah the, but, well with the making the fun of, of and if and the deleting of the videos he could have at least given the guy like right. the you know copies of the videos and a hard drive or something. he's in those videos he's embarrassed by the videos he doesn't wait and they're his videos well, if they are, well, see, that's what's ambiguous about this note, is, is if he's the one who put all the editing and all that shit, if he that did all the work of uploading them, then yeah, it is his, and no. he can he can delete them if he it's wants. It's his channel. His channel, his videos. The, the the guy writing the question is like a, it sounds like a 13-year-old child. Um, I hope you are. Well, it's possible, so don't be too harsh. I was going to be harsher because... But I just feel like it's pandering. I, I feel like I don't even, I don't feel like this is real, am I an asshole? Like, is he really contemplating this? I feel like he wanted some to be heard or something or get more reinforcement. So, so, so I think maybe he is an asshole because he asked us a stupid question. Not because, <laughs> of any, not because of any of the like reasons you listed or any of that stuff or anything having to do with your like relationship with your buddy you made videos with. 
Um, but I think you're just an asshole for your, yeah. your poorly. Because even the most dumb person when it question. comes to social norms and behavior, like you, you painted this guy in such a bad light. Like he did, he called me this, he called me that, he treated me this way. I don't get to pick the topics. He deleted all the videos. And then to wrap it up with, am I an asshole from walking away from such a horrible person? Like, no, like you obviously know that. That's why you're doing it. Why would you think you're an asshole from breaking up with yeah. his friend? There's something that's not being said. Or he just, or he wanted, just wanted to, to get hurt. Get on the the yeah. Maybe this is a play. Did you go to that Big Thirsty channel? Maybe this is all a ruse, and Big Thirsty has a thousand. Videos I looked up it up, right and now. it's not there. Uh, Good. I'm sure, there's a lot of results that come up when you look up Big Thirsty. So <laughs> I, I bet uh, we couldn't find it yeah. if we tried. Let's find a real one with real problems. Yeah, <laughs> I want to judge someone. Yeah, hey, I'm you search away. Find what you find. Right. Um, what was I gonna say? I had something lined up. Uh, oh, God, I don't know if this is the kind of topic that PK Ace. I've had an interest lately, personally, over this uh, automation thing. I remember, I think I argued with Wings a long time ago. He had just seen that CPG Gray video. It's 15 minutes long, so we can't right. like play it here. About how automation, humans need not apply is what it's called. Uh, if, you, if you've never seen it, it's pretty interesting. And basically, he argues that this time technological advancement is different so throughout all of history you know my example was like you know you got 15 guys with spears catching fish and then somebody invents the net and now 14 people are out of work no not necessarily then they just go to building huts and whatever and go into the next part of society that's like a core tenet of economics that we learned in college and it's always been true but, um, and, and CPG Greg knows this. He knows that throughout human history, every time technology has displaced someone, while on the individual level, it might be bad for that person, on a society level, it's always been an improvement. You know, this, it's, the, our standard of living keeps rising. The whole global standard of living keeps rising. Anyway, his argument is this time it's different. This time, technology will replace people and like there is no next level they're just literally going to go out 30 percent of, of the workforce something like that like transportation is the biggest sector and that's where it's going to be that's and the argument furthers into where are they going to go wait and creative jobs is an example you go ahead yeah 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 no so so i just didn't like the way you phrase it the driving which is a third of apparently jobs out there is one of the first things on the uh firing range to get i'm sure i phrased that wrong but um it, he's like, there's no place for rescue. You know, computers will do creative work. Computers will do medical work. Computers will do you know, all kinds of other stuff. Now, a lot of it exists now. Um, you know, they, they have these robots that, you know, previous robots like would exist, say, on a General Motors assembly line had a very specific job, right? Like take this chassis, put it on a thing, attach it with eight bolts and then slide it down. Now, robots are generalists, and they're doing much broader tasks, and you can train them to do you know, a wide array of things, whereas before they were so specific, it didn't make sense. Um, this Chinese factory in Pyongyang, I think I pronounced that right. Um, no, fuck. I don't know where I got Pyongyang. Anyway, um, they replaced 90% of their humans with robots, which was interesting. Uh, it, it kind of means that like, it doesn't matter how cheap your labor is, it's still difficult to compete with robots. And they've seen a surge in production because the robots can, can work better than humans can and fewer defects. And uh, I, I sit here and find myself in an advisory position, uh, somewhat on YouTube, self-appointed, but also as a parent. 
And it's like, how the fuck do you deal with like the automation that's coming to this planet? I, I was watching a video today. Um, so tractors are on farms, which is one of the many driving jobs, right? 30% of the economy. Um, tractors on farms, while they're GPS guided, they always have humans sitting in them, just monitoring all the equipment and stuff. Um, this, as far as I know, was the first tractor that operated without a guy in it. And uh, it was a combine. So he sort of, the tractor would po tow this big um, trailer, not a flat one though, like one that would hold grain. And uh, it just sort of followed him like it was supposed to do and he would pour the, the grain into it. And um, so there it is, like one, like first job displaced. And I, I, I feel like I see evidence of this all over the place. I'm either seeing driving jobs that I know are going away or manufacturing jobs that the manufacturing, right? So the, the, like Trump is running on this thing saying that he'll bring manufacturing jobs back to America. But a lot of people are like, do believe that it's not even a matter of bringing them back to America, like having them come from China to the U S the jobs are gone. They don't exist anymore. Robots are sewing your clothes. Robots are putting your things together. If you used to build mufflers outside Detroit, now mufflers are built automatically and that job is not returning. I, I, I'm starting to buy into, I don't know if it's completely true, but this time it's different as a thing. And it's like, what do you tell people? Like one nice thing to do would be to make that quantum leap into ultimate wealth where it's not a problem for you. Like that would sound fantastic. I don't know how to make that quantum leap. That's, that's really pretty fucking impressive. Um, Occupational therapy, audiologists, oral surgeons, healthcare social workers, mental health social workers. These are the kind of things. That can't be outsourced or replaced, right? Plumbers, yeah. electricians, carpenters. Well, I don't know about carpenters, but yeah, a lot of these jobs will always exist in human Not form. Not for a long time. Think about that. I mean, like, you know, truck A to B, program A. Like, we already have self-driving cars. That's easy. But, like, I, I don't know how you do. I feel like we're still like 20 years away from a carpenter robot that can like, all right, we're going to rip up your floors, do it all. You know, he's going to track around and stuff like we're 20, 25 years away from that kind of a robot. long way away from that. No, that's just that's, too high. That, that's not that, something that's just every automated. living room's different. Yeah, it's, it's you know, think, I don't think you're not going like to have that. that kind of robot without some artificial intelligence. And everybody seems to be trying to put the kibosh on that. But um, here's the problem with those jobs. It affects it on such a big scale. OK, so if. Let's say let's use thirty percent of the workforce is now automated. Well, those people now have to find a job or don't have money. They don't have a home or can't buy a home, which then affects the jobs that are still obtainable, like carpentry and these trade skills. You know, if people don't have homes or there's not enough demand, then those you know, fighting for even those jobs is even harder now. You know, that's so, where the quantum leap is. Like it, yeah. if you're the guy that has the money suddenly you're going to be surrounded by a nation of impoverished people which right. there's your servant pool it's going to be very nice for <laughs> just you the difference between like the class gap is going to spread and uh um you know if you're at the bottom you get smushed like a grape if you're on top you don't uh, if you're in the middle good luck i don't know where you're falling on this thing um but it seems like a major i think problem you know it, it change for sure and uh, I, I saw this. I saw far this. Far ways off. Go on. Is, uh, is it? 
Well, I mean, it'll probably happen in my lifetime, but you know, to automate every transportation job, I still think. Well, now you set the bar ago. too high. All right, if in ten years transportation jobs start disappearing, and I think sooner than that, I think it's already starting right now, right? Because some of those transportation jobs, we all look at long haul trucking, that's a thing, but transportation jobs like factory forklift operator already disappearing some of that stuff is being automated there are robots that sit waist high moving things from one spot in a factory or one spot in a warehouse to another <clears throat> uh with you know you see the lines painted on the ground like that's a thing that humans used to do that are, is now being replaced by robots it's a transportation job a, a short one in a controlled right. environment but that's where it starts you know it's but I don't think it's a problem until you've gotten through most of those jobs. Like you said, those jobs are already, for the most part, replaced. You know, you've got what your your small medium trucks. You know, like UPS, those kind of carrier services and whatnot. You got your long haul trucking, various other transportations of hauling and stuff like that. And you've still got small warehouses and stuff that aren't automating it, that don't have the benefit of like Amazon and a lot of these places. Uh, I think when you get it, when you start replacing more then it is a problem but yeah the long haul stuff seems like a like i can imagine long haul trucking being replaced like it won't happen but this year i bet we have the technology right now especially if you remove the city part right if i'm bringing goods from la to new york great get out of the city get on the highway hook up the automated trailer and then somebody greets it in outside new york hooks up the you know to a man and he takes it the last mile well, yeah, we've had self-driving cars for, I feel like, since 2007 or 8, you know. that's Google's had that for a while now, and those still aren't in, you know. There's another industry of transportation to, you know, taxis, Uber, Lyft, those type of things that are going to get outsourced. And people just maybe picking those over owning a car, period. Like in the city, in big metropolitan cities, you wouldn't own a car. That's going to affect car sales and stuff like that because they already take taxis, it, you know, how cheap is it to not have to pay an employee but rent a fucking Google taxi service now? You know, Google will undercut the taxi market I, and it's safer than a taxi cab driver. It's it's it's. But I think we're still a while out there. I, I think it'll start to happen in my lifetime. But I feel like, you know, when you look at how many on the road vehicles that are autonomous now to that level of unemploying people, it's just not there. We have self-driving cars. They not, go 30 not, miles or whatever. Not now, but I, you say in your lifetime. I think in my lifetime, I think it'll happen while I'm still working, right? And that's not that long. Um, it's, yeah. Anyway, huge changes in the economy and the world with a quantum leap in robots and computing. And uh, I feel like I feel like the whole world is just sort of not managing their career around this sea change. Well, a lot can happen in 30 years, too. For all we know, we've got a maglev train that goes throughout the entire United States, and we don't even need on-the-road vehicles. I mean, who? I mean, so much can happen in 30 years. It's hard to really guess if this is the crux of she where... is you and your train shift. dreams that will never be realized. <laughs> Those are just a fast shit. Dream. Very fast cars. Yeah. And I stand by my cars will be banned in 100 years. They're I won't not gonna live there to see it, but... Who knows? I might. Once again, a lot can happen in 30 years. If Google stops. All right, so I found a few up. assholes. Okay. A few? Did you make judgment assholes. calls already? Okay, that's what I like to hear then. Uh, uh, all right. So, would person. someone like Jesus. to read it? It's normally me as the reader. Would you like to take it away, Taylor? 
I can do that. All right. Oh, we'll, we'll go to the first up. link. <laughs> Why or do I you guess think don't he's go illiterate? Link. I just saying, a lot of pressure on the man right now. He's never done this before. First time in the hot seat. All right. I've never read on the show before. You've never read an Which Am is? I an Asshole before. All right. It's a different skill set. All right. <laughs> you can't mix your own agenda <laughs> in there, you know, leading towards, well, oh, this guy's an asshole while you're reading it. Well, be unbiased. All right. right. Am I the asshole because this woman's daughter pissed on her? I was at the movie theater and needed to use the restroom. I went into the family restroom since I feel more comfortable using it than the women's or men's restroom. And I was in there for five minutes tops. When I came out, there's a woman standing at the door calling me an asshole for using the family room when I don't have any kids. Apparently, her toddler daughter had, had wasn't well potty trained and had a few minute window of time to use the to use the toilet and ended up peeing through her mom's shirt because I was in there. I walked off, but then after using the bathroom, she, she found me in the concessions line and decided to call me an ass again. I told her it was her own decision that led to this and not mine, and she told me, fuck you, and walked off. Am I the asshole for using the family restroom? Well, yes. I'll, I'll answer yes. this real quick. Yes, but I too would be doing that, so I'm an no, asshole. No, um, no. No, the, you, Do you, you don't use the use... handicap stall ever? Those are for handicapped people. I have my own demons. I mean, I, <laughs> that's such a I mean, great answer. All we all have our cross to bear, but yeah. I think the crux of this is that some oh your spine's not connected. Yeah. Fuck off! The I have problems thing. too. I have bad days. <laughs> that's true. I don't have bad yeah, legs. I I have bad moods sometimes, and I think I, I just have a wide stance, and I don't want anyone <laughs> thinking I'm gay. All right, I'm not a closet. Okay, homosexual. first of all, I'm a dirty is, ethnic. Is this guy said? I saw two red flags. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but he said it was five minutes tops, which you wouldn't include the word tops unless you were trying to make it seem like less than it was. Either you went in there and you selfishly took the longest piss in history, or you went in there and took a shit that you are wildly underestimating the length of. Because yeah. it's 2015 and you had your phone out, you stupid fuck. Also, the family restroom isn't there for you to feel more comfortable as you take a shit, you pansy. You need to be pandered to at every juncture of your life. You can't just go shit in the women's or men's room. Why did he, why did he or she feel the need to go in there? Like, it's not for you to, feel, to have your own little private time. It's for moms and dads to not get peed on by their kids who have to go. And I'm sure Woody Asshole. understands it. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm totally. thinking about it now. When I first heard this, I thought the family restroom was just a really big stall, but now that I've heard it again, no, it's, it's, it goes there's one door. Yeah. Family. It's yeah. a yeah, private yeah, yeah. bathroom. Yeah, okay. I would not do that, no. And that guy's yeah. an asshole. I already said that, yeah. I All right, so that guy was definitely totally an asshole. An asshole. The only t nah, I would pretty much never use a family restroom. I was going to say, that, you know when I use handicap stalls? If I, Like today I was at Chili's, and I saw the handicap stall, and I saw the smaller one. I picked the smaller one. There was one of each. But if there's multiple handicap stalls and none are taken, or if it's a work environment and I feel like I know everybody who uses this bathroom, I'll use the handicap stall in that situation too. And that's true. I, there's that's a few thing. times that you can use the handicapped. Like if, if they're both open and they're both of comparable cleanliness, take the smaller one just in case because you never know. If it well, looks like somebody dropped like Nagasaki in the small one, then I'm not about to jump in front of this never bullet know, for this hypothetical team. If someone's going to judge you, is that, is that if the you never know, someone's going to judge you for using the handicap stall? No, you use the handicap stall when it's open. If I'm actually going no, to take a you, public restroom, uh -oh. there might be someone who needs it. I've never, I, I'm going to say this, let me think. 
I don't think I've ever encountered a handicapped person in a bathroom. I think you could say that so, about a I parking either, spot, though. too. Though. Yeah, I don't think they go. Yeah, but there's a fine with the parking spot. Though. That's that your fine? disincentive? It's totally. just the fine? Totally. Yeah. Just like the pregnant lady parking section, which they don't have those here. I've only seen those in Texas. Well, but... we have them here. They tend to be in grocery stores, and yeah. I think they're fabulous. I, I think they're yeah. great. I, I, I was uh, on the... Um... Harder to prove than the handicapped one, too. If you're pregnant and no one can tell yet, then I don't begrudge you being excited about your potential baby, but um, I think you shouldn't be using it. Uh, but or unless you're having like rough morning sickness or something. But uh, if you're wildly, if you're very pregnant, Jackie was pretty much handicapped at that point. She couldn't tie her own shoes. She was waddling. She was like, it, it was hard at the end of her pregnancy, and those. Uh, like premier parking is uh, warranted. So, nah, man. Like, well, if I'm, I'm not a great take... person. I'll tell you right now that if there wasn't a fine with the handicapped parking, there's just so many. Uh, I would totally park there and try to get away with it. I do feel like whatever ratios the city sets or something is just off. You know, especially totally. when you get a big parking lot. Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like you could go to my local Target and host the Special Olympics there because there's just spot <laughs> after like as far as the eye can see, and and that's not necessary. Hey, is this coming back for anyone else? I think that's the Paralympics no. you're thinking now. You want to reset right? the call, Woody? Yeah, uh, the Paralympics. Wait, wait, yeah. not the Special Here Olympics. It worked. Yeah, you go to Walmart for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Kyle, you uh. scamp! Uh, so uh, everybody unanimously agreed. That guy yes. or girl was an asshole. Mm -hmm. um, not feeling, I can't get over it. Not, I don't feel comfortable in yeah. the men's or the women's room. That's just, it's like, just, just go well, that's shit. an interesting thing. Is this person a transsexual then? That would make we sense. We can't start just making assumptions. <laughs> well, we also and have even, to make even the so, that shit are pissed too. Yeah, even so, don't take the family restroom. There's Someone no way they peed for five Peter minutes. Might have their evening no. next. They dropped a bomb okay. and then shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know that place reeked. Right. All right, carry on. So, second one, I'll let uh, I'll let either Kyle, Chiz, or Woody, and be careful because these are rife with errors. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> a little background to start. I live in an area where it's very common to not have your dog on a leash, especially so if said dog is well trained. My dog is not only my dog is not only well trained, but also very old. She's 15 and moves as fast as a turtle. So naturally. I don't want nor need to put her on a leash. Now, I was walking my old slow dog down the street when we began approaching another person with a dog not on a leash as well. This dog was a Doberman, about twice as big as my retriever. And uh, as we were walking, uh, the Doberman begins barking and running at me and my dog, its owner having no control over it. At this point, I begin getting concerned. As the dog gets closer, he does not slow and jumps on my dog. My dog, in response, begins stumbling away down the nearest driveway, obviously hurt, and yet the Doberman continues his assault. Eventually, the lady who owned the Doberman st strolled into the scene. Uh, as she opens her mouth, I expect some sort of an apology, but all she said is, you, sh you should probably get a leash for your dog, in an extremely bitchy tone. At that time, I was appalled because neither, because neither dog was on a leash, and it seemed completely her fault. So... I just kind of left without saying anything. However, I looked back on the situation a few days later and realized if, it, if I could uh, have been avoided if I had had my dog on a leash. Only the lady 
did have a leash with her, and my dog did bark at the other dog when he began barking at her. I really don't know who's to blame. You're both assholes. You put a leash on your dog for reasons like this. It's just, what are you doing? Yeah. You're an asshole. And this person's <clears throat> also a liar. He said that his dog is 15 and half the size of a young Doberman. And he, he phrases it was like, the Doberman jumped on it, and then it dragged it away, and the assault continued. <laughs> Where it's like, no, if that Doberman was assaulting, mauling your dog, and it's 15, it's dead in 15 seconds. Like, it's, it, Dobermans, they're vicious dogs. It's, they're animals at the end of the day. Like, it would beat the shit, kill that dog quick. Like, and I refuse to believe that this other lady walked up and just nonchalantly said, you should put a leash on your dog if there was doggy blood all over the goddamn place. Mm-hmm. And her dog just, like, with a, you know, blood beard around it. But, yeah, they're both wrong, 100%. Yep, dogs on leashes. Nope. Otherwise, Is Chiz even in here anymore? What are you talking about? Uh, your video's not going Oh, sorry, all the video went down for me. I don't have any of your videos. Can I don't just, either. Can you call back? This. All right, it's let's do that. We'll restart though. it super quick. It yep. is just you, but anyway. <laughs> all right. Chiz is here. There's Kyle. Waiting on Taylor. Did you not click video, Taylor? I'm here. You didn't click video. No, it's on. Uh, it's behaving as if you didn't click video. It's behaving. I'll as click it off and on again. That worked. You need to do okay. the same, Woody. We can't see you, Woody. Actually, I think it was my fault Fixed. all along. I think I did an audio call. I don't and know. we're back. We're back. All right. Yep. Awesome. Both so, the, so both of them are assholes. One. Let's go to the third one. Yeah. Oh. I would have preferred someone I could judge better. Uh, who's reading? There's both Chiz and I available. I'll do it. Either one. But whoever doesn't one. read should go find their own that's good. We can my f- I'll read. <laughs> my friend, let's call him Jack. I know a lot of Jacks. Wanted me to help make a sketch video. I was up for this until he told me the sketch. I hated the sketch. I thought it was unfunny and just plain awful. So I told him, no, I'm not being part of this. Then we got into an argument and I left. Am I the asshole? This was one of your picks, Taylor. I... I- Went for one that didn't have sex involved in it because it's damn near impossible this on that. This is two days Every old single... with two upvotes on it. Yeah, I know. I'm not as versed in the Reddit sphere as you. I just clicked it, and it wasn't about sex, so I picked it. You pick a better one. Find one that's not about, like, uh, so I was with my uh, best friend's ex-girlfriend, and we fucked, but we were both drunk. Am I an asshole? Like, th- every one of them is that. And like every one that, of them says It is hard asshole. to find a legit one where it's like, well, where's the needle? It's like, you I got just one. want more reinforcement. So here, I'm just, I, I like the title of this one. I'm just going to go in without knowing. Um, so last night, I'm going through a drive-thru for Cookout, which is an amazing restaurant, at like 2 in the morning, and this guy walks up and asks if I can help uh, jump his car. Um, it's just down the road where his wife is waiting. Sure, if, you're, uh, if you've got jumper cables, I say. Mm-hmm. He does, and I let him hop in the passenger seat while I finish going through the drive-thru. This sounds very dangerous. I ask if he smokes, and I hand him a cigarette when he says he when he says he does. He has told me his car is right. uh, He's told me his car is right down the road. But as soon as we get down the said road, he tells me to turn down a different one. He then asks if I if I have a gas can. No. Why do we need a gas can? I thought you needed a jump. He then proceeds to tell me that the tow truck around the corner has a, uh, has a gas can, and that's what he really needs because he ran out of gas. At this point, I am thinking, 
what the fuck, man? Why would you lie about this shit? We're going, <laughs> we are, we are going a different direction for a different thing you claim to need. So I very nonchalantly said, if you screw me over, I'll kill you. Because fuck it, man. People have died or been robbed doing nice things for other people before, and this is not going smoothly like it ought to. <laughs> for some background, I have a giant-ass beard, and I don't appear super nice in the first place. Though I am a nice guy in uh, there somewhere. Needless to say, he, uh, he just says, this is good. Got out of my truck and uh, walked the opposite way he said he needed to go. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, so either I saved my life or I'm an incredible asshole. I have no regrets, uh, but judge me anyway. Now, I feel Not like this an is asshole. an easy call again, but I, got I love the story. Up in it. Can you tell the, how did he just spot that this was going wrong? Okay, so uh, he picks the guy up uh, at, at, at the, at the uh, restaurant. The guy says he, he, that his wife is at his car. They need a jump start. It's just down the road. Um, so they head down the road that the car is supposed to be on, and he tells him to turn down an additional road. And then he says, hey, that, that, that gas can over, that's what I really need. I need some gas. And, the, and, and so he's like, well, wait a minute. You said, you know, jump start. Now you need gas? This doesn't make any sense. And, uh, and so then he just kind of calls the guy out on the, the weirdness of the situation. gave him an ultimatum. Huh. He, he was like, look, if you screw me over, I'm going to kill you. Like, people have died helping people like I'm helping you right now, and this isn't going very smoothly. I love this guy. <laughs> and then he got out and then walked the opposite way of where they were going. I like this guy. By the way, lot. this guy, I like this guy. I think that's cool. But super fucking weird that he picked this dude up before and then went through the drive through with him, gave him a. He, this guy is really nice. I guess it makes sense. I could see myself doing something like that. I think I, I, I could, could see myself doing not. that. No, I, I would just fuck off. I sometimes think I like this guy is you know who I think I am anyway. Maybe not big and scary, but like I do nice things for people. On the other hand, like like I was doing my day in the life, you know, I, editing it today, and I'm like, someone could come rob me. But the truth of the matter is, if someone went to that stable and tried to take something, they could die. Like no fucking joke that they'll probably kill him well what if they had a gun on you they would need it well that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah like, you know, in the stable you're not near <laughs> the gun. they would need it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that that's how it would yeah, go down if it, if it was anything less than that i agree with you 100 percent. but if a gun was pulled on you and you weren't near your carry then oh no we yeah. heard voices well, I one time cheers, though. I, and i'm out there with the with the shotgun deadliest thing i got let's go um yeah there's no way i would pick up someone like that take them through the drive no. through with well, the me fuck? no and then well, offer, i'm not like, picking but, but, up anyone period so yeah well i mean in the democratic people's republic of california you'd have no line of defense you'd have to <laughs> read them your rights but yeah that yeah this guy's foolish. he's not an this asshole guy's not he's an a asshole. hero he's no. actually pretty cool pretty cool yeah guy. i have a yeah, i agree um, I I, can, can I tell a quick thing? Because yes. this, this sounded eerily like a story my dad told me from, uh, from his youth. So basically he was driving uh, from town toward his house after a day of work. And he stops and picks this guy up who, uh, who says he wants a ride home. And it's along the way. And, and dad says, okay, I'll, I'll drop you off. That's on my way. And, uh, and so they're driving down the road. And they've been going for a while. This guy's wasted in the passenger seat. And then he's, he changes his mind. He says, no, no, no. I want to go back to town. And my dad's like, no, I, I don't have gasoline for that. I can't go back to town. I, you said we're going this way. We're going this way. He's like, no, you turn this fucking car around. Take me back to town. And so dad, dad was going pretty slow. They just had pulled out of a stop sign. 
So he reaches over and fish hooks him and like pulls him over and punches him, <laughs> dazes him good enough that he can then open the door and just kick him out the side of the car <laughs> while it's rolling along like five miles an hour and just left him there on the side of the road. Go dead. <laughs> not an asshole. Not, not an, an asshole. asshole. No, not an no. asshole. No. Fish hook, very risky maneuver. That's yeah, right bet, with a drunk person. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I no, you go, I, why not leave with the punch if he's drunk? Yeah, why not leave with the punch instead of the he's hepatitis right claw? So, well, I was driving the car, and he needed to get him over here so he could start working on him. Chael Sonnen talks about this. Elbow. He's like, when you look at any fighting style, find the stuff that's illegal, and that's the good shit. Right? So in the UFC, fish hooks are illegal. They're just, it's, it's too easy to control your opponent's head. It's too easy to injure the guy. It's too easy to make what you want to happen with that fish hook. It's too effective. So they banned it. You know? And so he's a wrestler. And uh, he's like, so when I went from wrestling to MMA, I went straight to all the stuff you can't do in wrestling. Like all the, all the moves that are illegal and, and not good. That's the shit that I went to perfect on so that he could be successful in his MMA career. Fish hooking is illegal in the UFC. So, I mean, I'm not an expert on fish hooking or anything, but my first thought is, hmm, that's good. Whoa. Fish hooking, punches to the balls, eye gouges. Like, these are the goats. But no one's possibly biting someone, their opponent's fingers off in the UFC. That's the risk. This is a stranger in his car, and this guy's just fish hooked really, up. He might his bite fingers your fingers really off. are big. Like, like, his are a lot. His are twice as big as mine. Like, like, well, like I swear. Yeah, they're they're still, this is some dirty drunk guy. They're fingers. He uh, he got he a uh, uh, there was a forty eight inch fan blade that hit his finger one time full speed and it just cut the skin off it stopped at the bone it was shot I swear to God it would have cut my finger off it would have <laughs> lopped it off it didn't make because like I've thrown chickens into those fans and it just chops them the fuck up and it's just like how did he make it out of there but in any case I'll ask him tomorrow when I Throwing see him chickens into those fans you're just yeah. gonna glaze Go ahead, over that, that one and I tally in the asshole column. Actually, I blew up a chicken once, and we totally didn't talk about that at all. Apparently, chickens, you can do whatever the fuck you want to them. They're delicious. If, if Colonel Sanders is at the at the pearly gates, he's going to be like, Kyle, you come here with me. Stop, point, my friend. Yeah. What you did with that rotating exhaust fan? Oh, beautiful. Yes, all right. I have fun. one. It's only a title, so pay close attention. Am I the asshole for meeting a few friends at a bagel shop to find out that they were a couple people ahead of me in line and moving up to join them? Yes. No. Yes. The, the, the proper way that. to do that, here's the right way to do that. You text or you, you tell the person somehow so that the rest of the line doesn't know, like, hey, could you get me like a blueberry scone and a, and a, and a, and a venti latte with soy? Like, just give them your order, let them get it for you. But you can't physically walk up there. I, that, that's, the, that's the way to do that. So, yeah, you're an asshole. You can't, can't cut line. I don't like people cutting line. I, w I get really infuriated with line cutters. It, it, it seems like such a disrespectful thing to do to somebody. It's saying, like, not only do I exactly. have to... Exactly. I would never do it. Not only am I going to disregard, like, common courtesy and, like, the way shit works. Like, we've all been standing in line since the time we were, like infants like, like like from the beginning of time from childhood we've been in lines and this everybody knows you don't cut in line so when someone cuts in line and i'm an adult i i don't take that well at all i'm That's excited really, that there's disagreement I'm, here because this is the first time ever i think there hasn't been a clear-cut case and my answer is gray like um with him i think he might be an asshole because he's joining his friends 
But if it's a family reuniting, like maybe like I'm there with Colin and Jackie comes to join us, I, I got, I'm okay. That's okay. Oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, right. If you're in a group together and like one member just wasn't present, that's different. He says, but meeting a few friends. Friends no, is different than a them. nuclear. He family. met them and they were in a good and they they had been standing in a line. Meeting when he got a few there. friends at a bagel shop. In my opinion, they had coordinated. Hey, let's meet at the bagel shop. Yeah, but that, let me ask you this though. one. I'll that's ask GameStop. this hypothetical. This is a different one then. Say, so GameStop, you some, I, I would wait in line for midnight releases for certain games. Right. Say it's me and a friend or whatever. We get there. We get our places. And someone want, he, the other friend wants to fuck off or whatever for the entire duration. And I wait and hold our places in line. And then the doors open. He comes back in the spot that I've been there holding the whole time. Is he an asshole? That's a third yes. scenario. That's a third scenario that's different than this. I, I think what you got to focus on here is that. So how do you differentiate the two? How do you know that you know he could say I'm saving this? You know my friend's been here. He'll be here any minute now. As they're can't in like do that. Bagel shop. You can't do that. So Woody described a scenario where he's there with his family. They're a pod. They're a group. They're a family. If one, the reason that they were separated is because half of them went to one bathroom, half of them went to the other, and some of them came out at a different time. That's why when we they're came like, in two cars, you know. Separation happened. Yeah. You know? Well, not, now, if, well, came if they came in two cars, cars that's the same thing as the friends thing. You're meeting at yeah. a central location. If you arrive yeah. at different times and, and, and one person has been waiting in line previous to the other person even arriving at the location, there's no way you can cut in front. There's no way. You can't, you can't be like, hey, sorry I'm five minutes late. I'm just going to cut in front of these six people. These six people weren't five minutes late. And you're, and you're not part of his group and he's not part of your group. You're just friends. So like, if you're with your date... Of course your date can join you in the line. If you're with your wife and kids, any of them can join you in the line. But if I'm at the mall and in line for the movies and, Wood, and, and Woody's meeting me there, but Woody's 10 minutes late, then I'm just going to buy Woody's ticket when I get up there because it's not going to work for Woody to like cut in line in front of all these people and hop up there with me. Yeah, I'm with you. At, at Starbucks because that's yeah. a whole thing. At a Starbucks, Starbucks or a bagel shop? Like, I, I can't... I, Maybe I'm a salty, but I, I, in me, I can't think of a situation where I would keep a family apart, where I'd be like, I'm sorry, mom. You're going to have to get to the back of the line. You can't like, be with husband like and mom's child. Off some cash to give to the kids who are behind her in line so they can pay for it or something. Yeah, something. right. Like, I, I, do that. I can't think of a situation in which I'd keep a family apart, whether it be yeah. bagel shop line well, or, or roller coaster or whatever. I'd let them join up. Um, friends, like you said, I'm, I'm lined up with you there because... Uh, you know, like, did you just keep separate meat after? You could ju you could share a table, obviously, but you can't button line for that. Yeah. No line cutters. I think after hashing through that, we're all on the same page. Yeah, totally. Look at that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that Kyle is as pro-family as me. I'm 100%. No, family. He totally said fine. if they come in separate cars and then join up that they you know, keep the family apart. He said that. He was talking about friends yeah, I'm in also, that circumstance. My mindset is if also stuck on long events, too. If you and Colin show up to the movies, you're in line for at the concessions, right? You're getting some popcorn, and let's say there's five people behind you. I don't think Jackie should should, should be able to join up with you if she's going to be ordering separate things on special on separate tickets. That's another thing. If the tickets aren't combined, that's a thing. I if it's know. separate orders, you definitely can't pass ever I, under any scenario. I let the families unite in almost every scenario. And you know, make it a roller coaster. Let's say I'm 30 minutes in line, right? It's a the whopper. White, the white families I will let. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chiz. Well, they've only got one or two kids, right? They don't have exactly. six. Exactly. That's the. That's, I mean, a, a Latino family <laughs> comes in there. They're not, no, no, no. Yeah. Back up, everybody. Yeah. No. 
No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no Chiz, room for a soccer team. Chiz has six children already. He doesn't know where they are. Who, you know. Who cares? Yeah. Well, then that means they won't be in line with them. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm stuck on the big lines, though. That's from my... I don't think you should cut in small shit because the fucking process is so quick. Does it really matter if... I don't think you should be upset or give a shit either way. The line is going to be no. quick. No. I'm Fuck thinking that. of, like, Gas waiting for a concert line? or stuff. You cut in line me at the gas station, I'll make a scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say, excuse me, and I'll say it loud enough so that everybody hears it, so that everybody then looks at you. Like, like I'll make a fucking scene, you cut in line. I don't like that. But if that. they're on the same ticket, what's it matter, going back to your statement earlier about the two separate tickets? Uh, two separate tickets means, you know, they got to right, run. Right, I get that, but if they're on the same ticket, what's it matter if they cut in line? The process is the same length. I'm not going to go no, through because whole- then, so, yeah, so-and-so comes up, Initial guys like, oh, I'll have a black coffee and a bagel. Next person scoots in, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna have that frappa cappuccino, and I'm gonna have the barbecue flatbread pizza. And then suddenly, there's two employees doing things that wouldn't otherwise be doing them, and able to get you your stuff to you faster. It, unless it's like a family, but like imagine like a group of like 17 year olds, and like an, another 17 year old walks up and get joins in. That's shitty. But if it's like a little kid walking up or a wife to a husband and a family, that's like, how can you not see the difference? If you want to, care. if you want to be in line with your family and friends, then just get there on fucking time. And hey, here's an idea: maybe the person who's ahead in line just steps their ass back there. That's the thing. That's that what I've I always do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like we want to reunite. You know, like just let the three people in front of you and go with your friend or something like that. That works. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. I don't care. Well, tomorrow I'm going back out into the wilderness uh, looking for our survival st- uh, trip spot. Nice. I'm, I'm going to remember when that is, right? I don't even know when it is. <laughs> well, you're we saying we're going to do it uh, the first of next month, right? Not literally the first or whatever, but actually, yeah, literally the first, right? The, like the... No, it's the 31st. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so we go. Yeah. So, yeah, I know when it is. Um, I, I mean, it's it's not going to happen at all unless I find us a spot to go. So I got to get on that. There, right. yeah, I'm going to figure out exactly where we're going to put the thing. I'm looking forward to that. I don't think we're, we're going to be able to get Joe to come with us, but I, I feel like we should get a fourth somehow. I don't know who it would be. So no, so no. There's nothing else holding. Up, nothing is holding up this trip. It is the three of us, unless a suitable candidate. It oh, and by, three yeah, I don't want any help picking the fourth. Just so <laughs> I'm all so glad you said that. Stuff. Well, that wasn't like, stated very clearly when you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me person. just guarantee this: like, you don't have any ideas that I haven't thought of. I promise you, mass public, who's like, ah, oh, pick this guy, pick that guy. Like, if I'm not picking somebody, I don't fucking like them. So reason. just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like a lot of people. Just blame it on that. How about that? Sure. And it's because they're assholes, not me. <laughs> I don't know if that part's part. Let's play Am I the Asshole. It's them. <laughs> it's them. It's them. <laughs> All of um, them. So, so yeah, and, and, you know, whatever. I, I think it'd be cool to have a fourth. I'll work on getting, like, I don't know, Jeremy or something like that. We'll get Jeremy, and we'll, we'll make him pretend like he's... We'll call him Taylor the whole time. <laughs> we'll get Jeremy. We'll call him Taylor the whole fucking time. That's what we'll do. <laughs> I'll even make him part his hair. That'd be great. <laughs> Do the Superman <laughs> cosplay thing. Dude, I bought reading glasses. So. What glasses? Reading glasses. Here's okay. the deal. I'll just show you these in a second here. When I wasn't looking, it turns out I aged, right? 
the fuck happened? And, uh, you know, I just go along living my life every day, whatever, whatever. My phone, I read on it all the time. And um, my, my son has glasses, but they're not for bad vision. They're for, um, like, he had double vision or something. It helps him align and track things a little better. They're like a prism as opposed to, like, a correction. Anyway, my daughter puts these things on, and she finds that the slight magnification they have is awesome. So fast forward, we go to the bookstore. We're trying these things, and I'm, like, reading on my phone, and oh, my God. Suddenly, I have, like, supervision. Everything is great. It turns out I really benefit from reading glasses. They're just... Asterisk here for everyone listening. Normal vision. Not a superhero or anything. Just he he sees what the rest of you are seeing. I don't know. I... I don't know, actually, because I've only ever been me, to, to my knowledge. But um, I wonder if everyone tried these magnifying glasses at, like, a bookstore or something, if they'd be like, wow, this truly is a far better experience because I'm reading on my phone. And my wife picks these glasses because in her mind, and she's biased, it's practically Superman cosplay. So these Pretty are my close. reading glasses. Well, I don't know. You might have been Superman. As far as you know, you've only been you. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. Holy fuck. I'm looking at my phone and like every pixel is legible. Not just like there's no struggle in here. It's it's like, struggle. oh, my God. I I want to like this is like the oldest you've ever seen, <laughs> right? There's no struggle when I read. Like, I want to like bring these to the like to the survival trip or something and see if other people have the same no, experience. We no, have no, access no. to, to reading glasses. Do, it'll blur our fucking vision. Have you guys ever mind. heard of reading glasses? It won't. won't. So yeah. so they're they're not like uh like, it's not like it's trying on a stranger's glasses. They're just like little magnifying glasses and and mm-hmm. um. It, Good vision or bad, everyone benefits like from in the same way. And uh, it, go on. It's just, it's. I've worn reading glasses before just to see what it was like, and it's just annoying. It makes everything seem kind of convex, like right. it's a little more magnetized in it's the beginning. Got rounded edges. It's that's it's made true. for the elderly. It's, that's <laughs> why. There, like, th- there's a reason that you don't see people going around like, oh my god, I can see fucking everything. It's all old ladies who's just like, oh, I haven't seen like this since Hoover was in office. My daughter's like, 16 and she has the same experience. And and like me, she doesn't. I mean, like on the eye tests and such, I do well. I don't get 2020. I get like 2025 or something like like one step below 2020. Uh, maybe even 2030. I forget. But uh, Should we get you the chain for the survival trip? <laughs> Every time I, I go to the eye doctor, I, they, I leave with them saying, like, no, you don't need glasses. Like, I, I just did the eye chart better than people who need glasses do. But um, which is why I say, like, oh, you know, I wonder. I, I swear to God, I want to bring them. I swear, like, maybe I'm I've crazy. I don't know. And it was, what's terrible is, is I'm telling this story. I remember when I was like 20 or 19 or something working at my father's office and him doing this. It's totally like, and here you children are listening to me. That I must be about my dad's age when he yeah, did this. Yeah. Hey, tell me how cool smartphones are now. <laughs> <laughs> smartphones are amazing. Yeah, like, like, oh, there like, aren't even any buttons. <laughs> when my dad figured out that, like, that he had the power of Google on his smartphone, he was just like, it does everything. You ask it a question and it knows no matter what. Yeah. It's all here. 
And it, it was, I was just like, yeah, you got the power of like all the information that humankind has ever, uh, you know, compiled right here now. Yeah. Wireless and he was blown. remotes, microwaves, <laughs> these are all really amazing things that we have nowadays. Yeah. It has alarms so I don't miss my stories. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, bring right. glasses. Those are cool. <laughs> you so <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll all have a laugh. We'll all put yeah, them on. We'll pass them around the campfire. I'm a superhero Look. now. <laughs> I wonder though. I swear to God, I'm in my head wondering. Like, it are you too invested in this making fun of me thing to, like, if you do feel the same thing, if you do say like, "Wow, this is really like like I did I expected it to be lame." If you can say that, my my father has reading glasses, and I've often put them on, um, just, just to silly check to see if you're seen out. But the, I mean, I. You gotta like ha try them with the phone or something, right? If you look across the room, then it's like all—it's like looking for a magnifying glass. Everything's blurry and fucked up. There's a very specific range at which they're good. It's nice having the magnification. You see jewelers with like extra magnification and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and, and yeah, that—that's cool. I bet if you were doing like some really fine work, some uh, like gunsmithing or something, it'd be nice mm -hmm. to have some. Sure. So what do you get to text message? You're reading your phone with them. See so. him open his desk drawer, <laughs> flip him open. My phone, you, you press up on the volume key there, there when you have. There should be a digital message today. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reply to that later. I'm, uh, my eyes are tired right now. I might be old, but I'm every bit as immature as I ever was. That's good. <laughs> and so Superman that. glasses, they do look good though. Thick frames, I like those. Yeah. And those shitty ones, they'll break when you go off adventuring into the forest with them. <laughs> Where reading glasses have never gone before. Watch, they'll end up making the fire with them, using them as a magnifying glass. Ah. Ooh, how That'd clever. Cool. Yeah. We'll do that for 10 minutes and say, fuck this, this is never going to happen. That's uh, <laughs> in thing. the woods, under the leaves. Yeah, I think I'm going to go out there tomorrow and find a park ranger uh, and ask him where a good spot would be to go, where we're going to be nice and away from the any trails or like bullshit camping or hunting spots, because, well, you know, obvious reasons. So I'll talk to him, and he'll know the best uh, place to go. Because I've wandered back there twice now, and there's about th 35, 45 miles of road that just kind of crisscross and zigzag around in there, and it's all gravel, and okay, it's kept okay. I feel like you need a truck back there, though. I did see a couple sedans. Uh, Were you in the truck? Yeah. yeah. I'd go downhill, look for water, and see if there's a good spot. I've seen lots of water. water. And, 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 I mean, the, the water's mapped out, too. Like, uh, mm, I remember now. I, I shouldn't have said that. Squirrels. Yeah. They, yeah, there's water, but it's not like... There's enough water to drink, and there's enough water to, like, bathe and do anything else you'd want, but there's not enough water to fish. If I learned anything from uh, Jurassic Park 3, it's that the large animals stay near the water. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Makes sense. It's the only thing you could possibly take away from Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> Pretty fucking awful movie. It's a nonstop adventure ride. It's a goddamn catastrophe on film. I liked it more than you, although I won't say it's a great film or anything, but I actually just walked another away series like, that, that kind died. It's like Terminator. But it's Jurassic a world. It, it made so much goddamn money. It passed the Avengers yeah. for uh, for like, I don't know, it's top four, I think, uh, all time. Uh, it's crazy. Chris Pratt is the man. Yeah, I feel I wonder, like he's the current Will Smith. Made. Oh, did you see the trailer for um uh, the Hateful Eight, Kyle? 
Yeah, but no, I watched I don't with watch very it. low volume at, uh, at mm. when I was getting my hair about to get my hair cut. Mm. I haven't seen it. Uh, Did you say you know, don't want to watch it, Taylor? I, I don't. It doesn't give away anything. Oh no, I, I think wanna... it's too long to watch. It's it's pretty long, but uh, yeah, it doesn't give away much. Yeah. It. Uh, but it gives you an idea of what the characters are like. But it didn't get me excited either, and I was hoping I'd like it more than I did. But mm. we'll see. I agree, I'll agree with that assessment. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Quentin Tarantino. I still have faith. You guys want to call it a show? I think so. I have been up sure. since 9 a.m. 4 a.m. So. <laughs> 9 a.m. All right. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> you got you woke up when people start their work day. Nice. Nine to five shift. All right. Oh, right. I, wow. Nine. Is the sun up at nine? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. I don't get hey, up at nine. I get like, like, like I like to sleep until at least. No, I you don't even get up in the AM time zone. <coughs> Oftentimes, no. Nights are long. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that was PKA episode 243. Be sure to check out next issue and authors on acid links in the description annotations on the side. Uh, yeah. Patreons are sexy. Check that out too. See you later. <laughs>